watch and chat with the podcast live Thursday nights at twitch.tv slash trainwreckstv. Okay, I think we're good to go. Son, you still been working out? No, not at all. Not even remotely. As a matter of fact, today, I walked for like three hours at a protest, and I am so tired. <laughs> I saw your arm. Actually, t- I, 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 I saw your arm today in your shirt, and, and it looks like you've been working out still. No, I'm still big. Like I'm still, you know, I still got muscle, but Ooh, I am. Okay, all right. Let me see I, that I'm, I'm just like, that? it's Flex not up. as. No, I, I can't. I'm, I'm too embarrassed. I'm too shy. <laughs> too gun shy. No, I, I, I'm still a big boy, but I am definitely not as strong or weigh? as. I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't weighed myself in a long time. Holy shit! You got a one k donut. Another one thousand dollar donut. Wow. He's been popping off, dude. Dude, we've been, we're gonna make, we're gonna meet it before we even finish the intros. What, we, if, what if Train what if, actually manages to stall long enough that we hit the 10k before the stream even begins? I, it's I mean, how do how do you think my sub counts at at, at 13k <laughs> when I'm a you know 7k Andy? Because I I sit here and stall <laughs> X to Y, but now we're using it for a good cause instead of you know my own cause to buy you know mm. uh, Uber Eats, so it works out. Uh, this uh, the thousand dollars was from Pookie Main. I don't know if there's an extra O there. But thank you for the thousand dollars, Pookie Man. I, I have to assume it it's her, right? I, I don't I mean unless there's a viewer that wants to donate in her name. Uh oh is intentional. Oh oh that is you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well thanks for the thousand dollars. That's that means Oh a lot. shit. I appreciate that. That's, that's awesome. That's thanks, really Pookie. big. Thank you. And P. Guys, we're at forty five hundred so far in the intro. All right, let's get started. Okay, I've stalled long enough. All right. Bose, I like your your, your, your to look 10K. today. Stall to ten k. Your look today. Hey, we're That's headed good. that way. I agree. Oh, I like you. your pigtails. So what up, Felix? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! You guys oh, are so up, nice to me. I'm loving this. <laughs> my Turkish brother. Yeah. No. Uh, I will never. I will never take this flag down. Yeah. Oh. They can't. They won't. You know. They want you to. Those Gulenists. They want you to take it down. But stay strong, brother. No, we're keeping the Ottoman memory alive. Remember, they did nothing bad. No. This is all Western <laughs> lies. Okay, Hassan, well. I've been watching your coverage of um, everything. It's really, really good, man. Wait, really? Yeah, I've been watching oh, it Oh, thanks, man. There all the time. Yeah. Really I, um, I, I often, I assume that um, people think it's uh, maybe a little too, uh, too aggressive. but I, I think you are doing a social responsibility by platforming what you're platforming. And for so many people, it's really good. I mean, if there was I'm glad you're here as well. Aggressive, it would be right now. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. time to be mad. Is this is the time? Okay. I think yeah. I Getting extra death threats uh, as of late, like really cool, very. Well, cool that means stuff. you're doing something right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I lost. Uh, I can't imagine what it is for you. I lost like 400 Twitter followers and like a thousand Twitch followers uh, yesterday. Yeah. I, I went on a rant. Uh-huh. I went on a rant about it and. I lost a lot. I mean, it's surprising how many people are hiding behind. Uh, I never understood it. I thought people were exaggerating it, but there's a lot of people hiding behind their, you know, anonymity on Twitch and their usernames, and they're actually like vile mm-hmm. motherfuckers. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you, crazy you know, how they show up too. Like how obvious it gets. Like once you take a stand on something, and like it just the way it comes out. I actually uh, have had a lot of experience with that myself. Uh, it happened a lot back whenever I first started, but like, kind of moderating my community in like 2017 or so. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that it manifested itself. It was insane. 
we'll talk about it, but the gaming community wins, right? A lot of the time, like our followings, even probably more than Hassan or, or Felix, where they have a lot more left wing following. I have a ton of gamers who are actual Nazis that are followers of mine because they like my gaming coverage. So then when I talk about this stuff, they're literally saying the N word in my replies to tell them people <laughs> they're going to go kill them. Like I had to report a person doing that in my replies. In the first do you, uh, do you think that's because they're like Americans like that or uh, just because it's a global audience? Cause well, I think that the, the PC esports community is like extremely white and Asian and especially in America and in Europe, it is overwhelmingly um, white. And as someone who's been in that community with Quake and Counter-Strike and all these PC games, yeah, it's fucking bad, man. I mean, there's a reason why there's, you know, everyone knows that people have been saying the N-word and, and homophobic slurs and Call of Duty for 20 years. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's a regular thing that people make fun of. You know, those, those cool lobbies back in Call of Duty 4 where everyone's a racist piece of shit. You know, that still happens. Okay, let's get to introductions here. Um, and before we do that, we got another $500 donat donation from uh, Jonesy. Appreciate it, man. Ooh. A lot of love from that one. Um, Dank with the $20. Keep fighting the good fight, brothers and sisters. Hashtag BLM. Thank you. Clean with the $500 as well. That's big. Thank you. Um, strange. Stranger danger. $100. Thank you. Black Lives Matter. Thank you. Um, and yeah, let's get started. Here we go, boys. All right. Top left corner, guys. Top left corner thing at six foot five. Big guy. Huge. Saw him protesting out in the streets this week. Saw his pictures. Saw his uh, sexy salmon colored shorts. I tried looking for an, you know, a little print, you know, possible a cock print, but, you know, couldn't find it. But, uh, you know, I'm sure it's there somewhere. <laughs> Yo, welcome. Abdu to Beastie. Welcome, brother. Yo, what's up, man? <laughs> okay, that was awkward. I'm so sorry. Okay, uh, welcome, Abdu. Guys, give me some claps here. It's getting real awkward. Let's get some both claps. Thank I didn't you. know if this was a there whole stream. All right. Yeah, let's get some claps here. All right, listen, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have some pretty bad uh, jokes, and the only way to you know move on from those are some golf claps. Yeah. Do you want us to laugh at your jokes again tonight? Yeah. Please, that'd yeah, be great. Yes. Okay. Every night. Please. You funny as shit, bro. Yo, my man. Thank you. Below Abdu, he is part of a very successful podcast called Chapo Trap House. He's a good guy. He's also six foot five, glasses, beard, black hair, longer than what I remember it to be, but I think he may have gotten a haircut. Not too sure. Looks pretty well groomed at the moment. Nice glasses. I'd say red frames, something out of Scooby Doo, maybe Velma. Welcome. Yeah, a tiny bit. Yeah, I got you, brother. Welcome, Felix. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Welcome, Felix. Thank you. Fart for us, Felix. What's up? Can you fart oh, for fuck us? It. That's the. Uh, not yet. Maybe slam a <laughs> desk. Oh, I get it. I thought like that actually went over my head. Greek. I was like, what a weird question to ask a guest. Can you fart for us? But I realized Felix <laughs> XQC. Yeah, yeah, good one. Okay. <laughs> All right. To the right of Abdu to Beastie. <clears throat> one of the top content creators on the platform. One of a very good person, very good friend, you know, has had my back, supported me, and he does that with everybody that, uh, you know, he believes in and every movement he believes in and every, you know, thing he does. And, you know, you can tell just he's a World of Warcraft player. Anyone who stayed on World of Warcraft this fucking long has to be a loyal, courteous, and amazing person. True. The only, the only other True. game that's, the only other game that's probably 10 times more detrimental to your health than World of Warcraft is probably League of Legends. So, True. I'm going to have to give you uh, credit for that. And as it's yeah. Yeah. Welcome. I mean, if you stick with WoW for this long, there's something wrong with you. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Asbel. Thanks for coming, man. <laughs> Arts and chat, guys. To the right of Asmongold, 
also standing at six foot five. We had to wait a little extra longer for her because, you know, she had to, you know, draw some things on us. She let me know. I don't know why she had to tell me, but she, she told me. Six foot five, star of six different shows she's been on in Hollywood, MTV. Hi. Welcome, Bose. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Oh, you know, every time we give pops, I like it so much. Hi. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks. Nice. Thanks for being here. Good to have you. Good to have you, yeah. Very nice yeah. to have you. Yeah. All right. To the right of Bose. Co-producer, co-host of the podcast, good friend, good guy, one of the best management companies in the world. His dance moves are phenomenal. His dance moves are phenomenal, and you can tell. He almost paints a story with his dance moves. Yes, this guy is the perfect, <laughs> he's the perfect little graph to show you what happens with people before Twitch and what happens with them eight months onto Twitch. And I'm pretty sure one of the editors of the podcast made this graph somewhere on Twitter. It showed him eight months ago looking 10 years younger hair dreamy not, eyes not missing <laughs> eyes dreamy skin no wrinkles he looked uh, great now he has patches missing from his head you can see wrinkles <laughs> from 10 miles away even his fucking camera doesn't uh, focus in anymore the cameras had it too it's gone welcome devin nash devin thank nash you. coming to you live from space devin thank you look you great so today Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a huge honor to be here. I'm, I'm so glad everyone wanted to come out for this. The, I know Train uh, worked very hard to put it on, and uh, we did a bunch of research. So it's, it's just super cool this is happening. Thank you, guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you, yeah. And thanks for uh, doing research on the, on the charity. Of and course, picking, man. I'm pumped, dude. This is, this is fucking awesome. Like, I, I feel like we're, we're really doing something. It's one of the very cool things that we're so fortunate to have a platform like this, that we can do something like this. Agreed. It's, it's really amazing. To the right of Felix... TSM pro player for Call of Duty Warzone. He's announcing his organization and his win tomorrow. Catch it live on his stream. <laughs> TSM pro personality. He's known across the world, along with other planets as well. That's how big he is. And also for TSM, he handles all their finances and everything that has to do with anything. Welcome, Greek God X. Hey, guys. Hi, Greek. What's up, Greek? What up dude? You're looking good, man. Okay. That's brilliant. Thank you. Very nice. nice. Okay, Appreciate it. Awesome. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, me too. You know, it's just, I've realized without music, I, I, I just feel so uncomfortably awkward. It's just very weird, right? Because I'm not what sure. What really helps the uncomfortably awkward points yeah. is long pauses. True. True. Okay. That's fair. That's completely True. fair. That's fair. To the right of Greek God X, we have <laughs> standing at six foot five. And a half. Glasses. I believe he picked them up at the Disneyland Harry Potter uh, uh, mini store. I think. I'm not too sure. I believe so. Six foot five. He's one of the two political streamers on the platform. Over the last year, he's made crazy and tremendous leaps to, you know, crazy places. He's, I think, now, what are you, top 20 Twitch? Making big, big strides. And, Fastest uh, growing streamer on Twitch. Yeah, he's probably, I mean, if there's yeah. any streamer on the platform that this, you know, that voices or like that, you know, his political ideas, you know, connect to what's going on in the world right now, it's probably this individual. So welcome to the stream, Hassan Abi. Woo! How about that? Hi, Hassan. What's up, guys? Looking good. That's it. Come on. Give me Wait, some sort of... <laughs> Give me I don't something. know what to do. How do we normally go about this? It's been a while since I've been on the on the podcast. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Plus, it's like kind of 
Yeah. I mean, just, uh, just, just smile. Smile, yeah. Just comment yeah. on the Harry Potter. You know, I threw that in there to give you a little, you know, you know, a little area you can go off into, you know, say, oh, well, yeah. Well, I'm think- really, I for one, I'm really glad that you're doing this train. I think it's, look, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's an easy thing for a lot of streamers to just go fucking balls to the wall and openly take one side on a political debate. Um, no matter what it is, uh, usually you suffer a lot. I mean, we saw with XQC getting literal death threats and white supremacist mail, hate mail from their like longtime fans just for donating money uh, to a relief fund. So people get really triggered by this shit. Um, so I'm glad that you are taking a stance and I'm glad that you are, uh, you know, donating, uh, some money to color of change, a good charity. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited that you're doing this seriously. And all of you guys who are also a part of this as well. This is awesome. Thank you. you feel good. Well, you as well. I mean, this is what you do on a daily basis. So I appreciate yeah, that. But and thank you. This is what I do. Yeah. But yeah, th- that is actually a, th- th- it is so surprising. Like I, Listen, there's a lot of things I'll fight back on and I'll, you know, joke back and forth with, you know, you know, you know as long as a lot of things you talk about and you preach, you know, I'll clown around and talk about this and that or shit talk here and there. But this, I'm, I'm surprised there is any resistance on what's going on, like regarding this, like regarding George Floyd, like it's, I'm just like this, like I said earlier, it's a cut and dry, t- it's, it's, there is no room for, oh, but, so I'm shocked how many people there are hiding, like, like I said earlier, it's just, it's so crazy to me that any streamers were getting any shit. And like I said, those have you guys really ranting. gotten that? Yeah. I mean, I, I dude. that's crazy. Like I talked about it on my stream and I, I, I was pretty clear about saying that the people that shot him or, or killed him were pieces of shit. I didn't get any of that. You didn't see anything I, in chat. Dude. I, I, I didn't, I thought well, maybe one so guy people. said, fuck you, but like, I don't know who gives a shit, right? Nobody I went don't... out of their way. I don't think that does this mean that I have worse people in my in my streams than you do, Asmund? Probably. I have people justifying even George that's, Floyd's uh, yeah, death. That's surprising. They were? Well, the oh, Warcraft yeah. players are degenerate, so like, I, but, just, but I get I get a lot of 4chan traction though. Like, they will write, yeah, they will put up threads about me. Yeah, you to go on brigade. Jesus, so it's a little different. Yikes, 4chan. Dude, 4chan. Well, it's not old. just 4chan. He's talking about poll. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's it's pole and and other places too. Um, pole, it's whatever yeah. though. It, it, it's like that. Pole's it the, the, the uh, politically incorrect board on Fortune. No, uh, they have like, ah. if you want to have a discussion on the morality of the Holocaust, go to pole. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> it's where a lot of like not a coffee head. They're like divided on the issue. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Jesus. The only yeah. the only thing that Fortune is not divided on. Uh, even though it's a free speech space, uh, absolute free speech space in the in the utmost to the utmost degree, is I think bronies, like they even have places for child porn on there, but no bronies. Well, everybody hates bronies, even bronies. Yeah. What's a brony? What is that? Bronies. <laughs> so you know what a furry is, right? Yeah, he definitely. Knows. Oh, he. Oh, Train knows what a furry is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I am yeah. not a furry. I, really, I wasn't you trying to do that. Okay. No, I know, but I'm not a furry. Like, listen, just because I like werewolf, I don't. First, of all, I don't like werewolves. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. no. Listen, hear me out here. Okay. I don't. It's, it's not that I like werewolves. I just, you know, I like them, but I don't like. Don't just we continue. have one more guest? To What's introduce? a brony? Yeah, yeah. What's okay. a brony? The most we'll introduce. Okay, a brony is a person that is not necessarily, but usually sexually attracted to the characters in My Little Pony, and they religiously watch the show in the same way that 
different fans of like uh you know star trek star wars watch it but the difference between star trek and star wars is they're not meant for five-year-old girls yeah it was a very like 2012 2013 yeah no bronies are fucking everywhere bronies are gone they all became they all became like yeah they all became like they've been assimilated into the furries is that the show with the ponies yeah, that's I called. Enjoyed, I, I, watched, I thought that was good. One of those shows. The brownies. Right. Are not that explains a lot. Wait, what? <laughs> Train. I watched that. Theory. I swear, I watched a th show when I was a kid with ponies. What's this is the theory new one. That, that there uh, was a convention of people that liked werewolves. Would you go and hang out with them? No, I wouldn't. Okay. Good. That's just. Listen, I I'm mean, not... you only you, you only have one thing to talk about at that convention. <laughs> There's only so much shit you can say about werewolves. Well. I'm not into that. Like, I'm into, listen, like. Okay, it's, come on, dude. I'm into. Like, like werewolves. No, no, no. Listen, for example, okay. I just enjoy, you know, like there's just, you know, those furry suits aren't werewolves. You understand? Those are, like, when I see that, I think of like Chuck E. Cheese. You understand? Like, it's Yeah, like it's, mascots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. not, that's not what I'm referring like to, right? I'm referring to like, we're talking like a, you know, seven foot nine, right? Pure muscle, right? Canine yeah, like alpha, having alpha male, wolf, alpha male, right? That's moving yeah. at superhuman speed, superhuman yeah. strength, right? This thing is 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 just absolute all around. You know, it's it's just. I, when, it just when I was a kid, I always used to want to get bitten by a wolf or a spider so I could become Spider Man or like a wolf. Did you ever get bitten by a spider and then it just hurts? No, I, I just wanted to get. I was like, dude, like, oh, can the spider bite me already, dude? Damn. Spider Man's so cool, like. Guys, somehow we we still haven't finished the intro. We still haven't even finished. How much? That's yeah. because the, your superhuman power is stalling, dude. Seven K, dude. Seven point one K. Seven. Woo! Big yeah. already. Huge. 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 Seven, 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 seven. Let's get to. Let's get to seven, seven, yeah. seven, seven, guys. We can do it. Intro, intro the queen, please. Yeah, yeah let's intro uh, the queen. Aww. Wait, are you introing me again? Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's go to intro the queen, standing at a whopping five foot five. Long Four. brown hair, pretty big nose, big chin, terrible takes, terrible <laughs> style. Welcome, Slasher! Slasher. <laughs> <laughs> <Lasher. laughs> okay, All got debated. Uh, give me a Slasher, sec. are we good? You're scaring us, person. man. Like, you good, man? All right, go. Yeah, on. why aren't you talking, Slasher? Yeah, like, Mods, what the fuck's going on? Scaring us, man. Mod, ban all bullshit. All right, tonight's not a night for any bullshit. Hey, guys, I'm going to drop it on you real quick. Okay? I see any bullshit in here? Listen, there's an there's a, there's a X, big X in the top right corner, right? Click it. Get the fuck out of here, because believe me, okay. if you think the stalling's been bad so far, I will go on a two-hour rant, and I will totally destroy you. You understand? So just I will a normal use every ad hominem in the book. A normal stream, then. He's going to stream normal a normal day. Yeah, I'll do him a normal <laughs> stream. You understand? I don't want to do it, because it's taken away from what we're trying to do. Mods, ban these idiots. Thank you. S sitting. In the right. Okay, you know, it feels a little awkward. I can't introduce now. <laughs> Guys, you know, how's your day? How's everything been going? How's everything been going? You intro know, with the queen. Hey, Hasi, you know, how's life? Dude, <laughs> you never skip the queen's intro, dude. Yeah, but I'm Correction trying to build up positivity be pissed, before dude. the intro, right? Like, you can't you're intro so after I just went on that rant. It just feels weird, you know? You're, All right, here we go. Right there. Got to, you're right there. You just yeah, yeah. got to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corrections but, is going to be pissed, dude. Come on. All right, that's true. All right, below Devin. Concentrate, concentrate. To the right of Hassan. Standing at a whopping five foot four, long brown hair. Yeah. 
one of the best CSGO players, league players, and Valorant players in the world. True. If hitting the person means missing the entire shot. Welcome, one of the leaders of the female community, one of the leaders to many other people, a leader to, I think, a lot of uh, young aspiring gamers that may be female, that may not have a voice, but they see her at the top, and it's motivating. Welcome, Pokimane. Dude, you, you, you didn't yeah. do enough compliments, actually. So, uh, Thanks, Green. Wait, Sorry. where am I? Where's my picture? Oh, that was me. Sorry, give me a second. There we go. <laughs> okay. Not enough compliments. Yeah, I could have went more. I should have. Yeah, like seriously, that kind of tilted me, dude. I should have took a clip from one of your streams when you're talking about her, and we would have had like, oh, an hour intro of compliments. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. what? What do you mean true? Yeah, that would have been a crazy uh, introduction there. All right. <laughs> wow, we did it. We got. Hey. We're seventy percent to the goal, and Train is done with the intros. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. Using stalling for good. <laughs> there are people who spend decades learning how to fundraise and they would never fucking learn that technique ever what technique stalling yeah no not stalling like that no yeah you got to 70 percent just through stalling no yeah there are people there are people who they get paid by presidential campaigns to raise that amount of money and they couldn't do it they they feel the pressure and just speed through whatever intro you do but stalling works there's fun something to it yeah, I think there is, but I think it takes a little bit of a, uh, yeah, I have to agree with that. That's pretty true. Yeah. Train has mastered the art of stalling. Really kind of well, breaking through. I don't see it as stalling, right? I don't see it as stalling, right? Like you see it as stalling. Sure? Because... What time, I just want to know, Train, what time is it right now? Hmm? What, what time is it currently? 12.49. What time does the show start? It's supposed to start? 10.30. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I do stall, but listen, it's because I'm talking. I feel like, you know, are let's the get pauses started. new? I feel like this doesn't normally happen. Like, I what? feel like the pause is that like an extra component to the stalling? The pauses today? <laughs> She's uh, calling you a boy, Andy. You know, I'm pausing so I can so I can train everybody, you know, to get used to the, you know, when I have to pause us and, re and, and read one of these, uh, you know, top donors out for the charity. You just got a 2.5k dono. Oh my Let's god, go! you see that? Yo, Arcanine. Arcanine, one of the top Congrats. donors of, actually, he's, hey, he's, in the chat, he's the reason, he's the reason that, you know, a 7k, 8k Andy like me can, Sit at 13k, 14k subs. Arcanine, you're a goddamn generous motherfucker. Can I, can I use that language? Is that appropriate? Probably. Okay, Arcanine, yeah. thanks for $2,500 to the cause, man. That's, that's big. That's huge. That's that very, very big. big. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. That's Absolutely nutty. huge. 2.5k. <laughs> he was also a generous donator for Australian Wildfires. So huge. Thank you, Arcanine, for being a good, good Thank dude. you so much. Damn, yeah, we're damn, we're already at the goal. I put 10k because it didn't it didn't let me leave it leave a blank. So I just On put 10k. A stack, said, man, that's so, a pretty hey, big stack. You know what I'm saying? We hit like, it. Chalk it. Chalk I it. I feel like we need to put some incentives. Why don't we do the first incentive at 10k for Pokemon to shave her head bold? What do you guys think? <laughs> oh, we just hit it. Get, hey, get 20. the Clippers. Get the Clippers, Pokey. We just hit it. You know, I'm right, thinking about going bold. Yeah. Yeah. I oversized. It's really not that great. <laughs> really? Yeah. But you didn't try wigs. Man, I should I should shave an eyebrow off. Nah, actually, no. Well, trained un unintentionally, there actually is a movement that I saw earlier tonight where it's girls going bald for BLM. There's a hashtag bald, go bald for BLM. So I think Pokey huh? doing this would actually fit right in. 
Well, mm. What's the purpose? Do they like, donate their hair? No, it's extremely weird. It's a bunch of white girls going bald for I don't even know why. That does not hair. help. That, it, I, do, I don't feel hell. What if? <laughs> wait, it's no, wait. Like, hey, so is it just like? Bro, is, is it just like? Is it just like it's supposed to like raise awareness? Like yeah. you see, just like a yeah. I mean, I guess that works because I'm gonna ask them why are you bald now, and they're gonna say, "Oh, Black Lives Matter." I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, it's really funny. That you have just, to do that. I, yeah, I'm sorry. That just seems like oh, you want to that you want to freak your dad out, and you're like, oh no, there's like actually a moral reason I'm doing this. Yeah, that just doesn't fucking seem like anything at all. I'm gonna put some. <laughs> I'm gonna put some favorites. Give me. I mean, what? Are, I mean, I, I, yeah, me I think we're overthinking it. Uh, I think maybe like the two or three girls that started this, maybe they had like a drug test coming up, you know, and they decided like you know, okay, you know what I'm talking about? Because if you shave the hair, right, they, they can't do a DNA test using your hair follicle, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, you and like here, uh, you a, lot a hair of, a lot follicle. Of from... That's can't not... get it from your arm or something. Wait, well, he didn't say. Oh, he, yeah. he didn't say. Yeah, he oh, didn't say. Wait, wait a second. Does the pu- wait? Does the hair on your balls? Is it the same thing as the hair on your arm? That's drug hair. Yes. That's drug hair. <laughs> that's drug wow. hair. If you're doing drugs and you're growing pubes, that's drug hair. That's Facts. Crazy. But isn't that crazy? How, like the hair on your body and head can be straight, but your hair down there. Like eventually gets to a point of like curliness. Why is that the case? Why isn't it all just straight? Because I mean, because it's probably like evolved to be more protective. I guess. Yeah. I don't so know. It's, got, it's, just, it's got to be like a so it can, if your bugs are in there, you can feel it, so you can protect yourself. Yeah. Right? All right. Well, let's get yeah, off this topic. Yeah, I really I do apologize. Yeah. Secure too, so you know, be a little. Yeah. More I don't know how we keep getting to. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Devin, why don't you take it away? Open this uh, beautiful uh, thing we've designed and created, and, and let, let's get started with the topic and juice things up. I think we have. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, we can speak a little bit about the charity. Yeah, let's do that. I guess. Um, so uh, uh, I have a team of researchers uh, who are really, really awesome. And we spent the last couple of days looking for the uh, best charity to kind of represent um, not only just like the sort of like things that are going on with the with the movement right now. But um, like we looked at a bunch of different things. We looked at like bail bonds, for example, but found out that like there's actually a lot of money going into those and they um, are having a hard time spending it and they're directing a lot of the resources to other places. The cool thing about Color of Change is it does three things. I think the, the first thing it does is actual education. So they do webinars, they do in-studio stuff, they, they, they teach about racial inequality, about uh, they take stands for justice, they have uh, been very involved in the Trayvon Martin case, uh, the Jetta 6 stuff, the um, standard ground laws in Florida, um, and uh, they've been involved in a lot of reform, uh, but they simultaneously try to educate on these matters um, through a combination of online and uh, local stuff. So we took a look at them combined with the fact that they have Tiltify. Um, I called them up. They were really cool about it. Um, they they, they um, seemed like really, really neat individuals. Um, it was between them and another organization I'll recommend is the Equal Justice Justice Initiative. Uh, and uh, we also we also pulled the tax documents. Uh, this is one of the most important things for me because I'm the finance guy, right? Like um, we pulled the tax documents for a, a color for change, a color of change, and it uh, they spend um, almost all of their money on services, and there's no weird stuff with how they spend their money. Um, Yo, so you sure the fuck charity. did check that out? If y'all didn't see Devin stream earlier, yeah. this motherfucker cracked <laughs> open the books. He was Aww. looking at the yeah. money. He was like, "Where did this go? Where did this go? Shit, I like to donate, but I'll just be nice. like, you did, your you did your research? You did your research. 
I didn't. I didn't want to do one of those. I just didn't want to do those those things where we just like toss a bunch of money at something just to like feel good about it. You know, like like I wanted to make sure that we were going to make a difference with what we're doing. And um, I think this is the org. Um, and combined with the the ease of use for you guys that done it with Tiltify. I mean, we've already broken our ten thousand dollar goal. We have some fantastic people here tonight. I mean, it's awesome for all of you to come here for the podcast and uh, take a stand with us. And uh, just it's just a, a huge positive vibes tonight. Um, we have a lot of topics that are just about like some of the uplifting stuff. There's already been change. Um, Hassan might will definitely be able to speak to this better than I can, but um, I know there's already been some legislation introduced in Colorado. Um, there's been numerous, uh, there's been numerous, numerous, numerous uh, like um, uh, uh, talks and committees and councils at a local and state level uh, to try to review things, uh, as well as millions of impressions in social media to uh to get people of awareness of some of the things the police brutality that's going on across the country and um some of the racial inequalities going across across the country so we are making progress we are making a difference the minneapolis city council members are considering disbanding the police uh in a similar capacity to camden new jersey which just means that they'll like re I, i think they just like give up um i mean it doesn't mean that they're like abolishing it and then there there isn't going to be like policing in Minneapolis, but um, um, it's a, it's a good start. Uh, yeah, Minneapolis. What does that really, mean? Uh, go ahead, Felix. Sort of, well, yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's sort of it would it would mean that they're. Yeah. yeah, I actually am too. Like yeah. I have to read up a little bit more on Camden, but there's a bunch of stuff about in Camden how it's sort of it, they call it like you know the most progressive policing force in the nation, but in effect, like a lot of the officers they're more trained as social workers than they are like law enforcement and American law enforcement. The bulk of their training is sort of now it's very militaristic. It's gotten that way in the past few decades. That's why when you look at videos of these protests and everything, you see cops are fucking tacked up. They have assault rifles. They've got masks. They got Kevlar. They have fighting vehicles. That's why, you know, there've been choppers all over this shit because they are incentivized to, think that they're in a war against these neighborhoods at all times but to do it in the way that camden did and the way that minneapolis might do it would be to have them actually be peace officers to actually like interact with the communities in a way that yeah like a social worker would it doesn't mean that they, they don't have like the power to arrest people or investigate or things they carry like that. Gun? some i some do but it's not like not it wouldn't be like now where just everyone is armed at all times. Um, it, it also, it immediately is like a reduction in the police force and the number of the police force and the amount of money that the police force takes as well. Uh, I think it was an overall 25% decrease in the number of officers, right, in Camden. I, I'm not entirely certain on this as well. There's like a lot of, there's a lot of reading to go through, but um, overall they say that it uh, led to some pretty good outcomes in comparison to what it was like before. But given that policing all around this country is a catastrophe it's just it's just so horrible that uh you know it's it's a little bit of progress in the right direction but it's still probably not enough well this has been going on forever too like the only difference is now we have the cameras like my dad i told a story apparently that like my dad had his friend bent over the hood of a cop car and the cops beat the shit out of him it was in the 60s or something like that and then I found out, or like my dad told me, because he watched me tell it on stream, and he told me that actually they put his arms inside the window of the car just so he couldn't move, and then they beat the shit out of him. 
Jesus. So this has been going on for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, I mean, with me Ferguson. Felix, one second here. Um, oh, yeah, no problem. 10 fatties with a $500. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Once mm-hmm. again, to Arkanine, thanks to the 2500 And Nick Merckx, thank you for the 30,000 viewer host. Huge shout out oh. to you, bro. Hey, oh, my man, I get some cotton again. Hey, you're Sheesh. a good dude. I'm glad I met you, and uh, hey, a lot of love. Hearts and chat, guys, for uh, Nick's community coming in. Appreciate the M fam uh, supporting the charity and the cause, and uh, yeah. Nick, we'll see you on the podcast soon. What, in a month? We scheduled it? Something like that. Thank you, Nick. Thank you again. Uh, continue, Felix. I apologize. Oh, no problem. Uh, yeah, so like after Ferguson, in blue cities and blue states, there was a lot of shit like, oh, uh, we're going to, now Now we're going to change it. Like, oh, yeah, I know we fucked up, but we're going to fix it now. I mean, in red states, they just didn't give a fuck. And it was, they put into effect like the Blue Lives Matter bill, which we kind of had a federal version of, but that's another story. But what that meant in a lot of cases was, yeah, body cameras. But what we're seeing with a lot of these reforms that we saw since 14 and especially things like body cameras, they really don't mean a lot. Like with Seattle, they beat the shit out of protesters. They fucking demolished them. They tear gassed them. They did everything that you're seeing in every major city, but they also turned off their body cams. Yeah. And that's always convenient. Ma- yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, well, most of the time they'll go, oh, it just like didn't work for some fucking reason. But this time the mayor said that they turned off their fucking body cams because the cops don't believe in a surveillance state. Like, yeah, she said they were defending shit you've ever heard of. She said that but, they were defending yeah. the privacy of, the citizens of Seattle, and that's why they did not want to surveil them inappropriately Dude. with their body cameras um, as they beat the fuck out of them. I thought yeah, that Seattle was going to be like, crazy. we're all like software. De- like, I, I live in Seattle. I thought we're all like software development engineers that fucking smoke a lot of weed. Dude, this is one of the worst cities. Fucking cars on fire, like special forces guys taking ARs away from people. Like, it's just a fucking, it's like, it's a shit show up here. Oh my God. Like, you, I got no, shot wait, wait. on my street. Like, is, it cl- like, is it close to you? Where you live? Yeah, yeah, it's it, very close. A, a guy got she, shot down the street from me, and they sent the fucking squad, like dudes in tack armor, fucking cops everywhere. Well, it was it was insane. Like shit's going down here. It's nuts. Well, look, dude, it, I mean, they didn't spend all that money on that tank not to use it, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah, Devin, Pacific Northwest in general is weird because yeah, like you said, Microsoft engineers smoking weed, or like yeah, Portland, someone who just you know, works, works like some antique shop and their dad worked at Goldman Sachs and they just fucking lilt around Portland. But it, it, there is like, there's a bunch of like militia movements, Pacific Northwest. It's just like, those are the only two types of people you get there. Like I was really surprised. Yeah. I thought everyone was going to be chill here. A lot of people are. And then a lot of people are, you know, hold a bird sanctuary hostage like they did in Oregon. (laughs) Have you seen? Have you seen some of these uh, uh, these military guys that they're, that they're deploying? Like, there should be some law against holding a gun that is taller than you, right? Like, I don't know what the yeah. fuck's going on. They're in the streets holding a gun. The things, the butt of the guns over their head. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? Super. Yeah, super there are weird. a lot of a lot of manlit cops. <laughs> a lot of really, <laughs> really fucking training. Ones. Training. Yeah, swag. Hey, my man, swag. Thanks for the host, brother. My bedtime is. Felix, I'm, I'm afraid you're doing. Uh, it's nice to hear violence here, with words right now by body shaming cops. Uh, that's inappropriate, sir. I love. I love. Dude, did you see what happened to me like three years ago? I called this cop a pussy, and people are like, 
it was the cop who killed uh, Daniel Shaver, the guy who was just really literally oh. crawling on the ground in Dallas, begging for his life, and the yeah. fucking fat pussy cop. Mesa, Mesa, Arizona. Guy. Oh, I thought it was Texas. Uh, or or yeah, not Arizona. Mesa. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was in Mesa. I'm pretty sure. But I yeah, I called him a pussy, and people are like, "Really? Is now the time for misogyny?" <laughs> Let me tell you guys. Let me I don't tell think you that would happen about. now, but like. God damn. Wait, wait, didn't your buddy in Chapel also make a joke about fucking cops' wives and then like a ton of people got mad? Oh, that was my friend Chet. My friend yeah, yeah, Chet. Chet. Who, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that tweet and I saw a lot of people were upset at him. Yeah, let me tell you guys something about May- let me tell you something about Daniel Shaver's shooting. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. It's a horrific, horrific piece of police brutality yeah. where, Which one where Daniel that? Shaver is crying on his hands and knees, drunk, begging, while this motherfucker is playing Simon Says with him on the hallway. And then he shoots oh, yeah, him sh- with his own personal gun. This guy, Officer Philip Brailsworth, shoots him with his own crazy. personal uh, weapon that he uses as a service weapon. It's an AR-15 that had the words "get fucked" ingrained on the side of it. It said "get fucked" on that AR-15. So he shoots him. Uh, he kills him. It was a he had a BB gun because he's a pest control guy. Uh, he didn't even have it on him. They just saw him in his hotel room or something. Called the cops. They yeah. shot him and killed him as he was crying, begging on his hands and knees. Um, yeah. Not only did he get off, uh, he was found uh, not guilty of second-degree murder, but he also then countersued the, uh, the, the state and is now collecting PTSD payment to the tune of $2,500 a month because he claimed that he got PTSD from killing uh, Daniel Shaver. What, wow. What a victim. Yeah. yeah, that that video is crazy. That happened to him. Uh, it was like and they were yelling at him over it. And to all like the drunk. people, it's crazy. Yeah, and and to all the people who cry constantly and only bring up white people dying, uh, as a, a, a to to say like as though police brutality, as though Black Lives Matter says like police brutality doesn't affect white people. They don't. They definitely do admit and understand that, of course, police brutality also affects white people as well. Just black people disproportionately higher. Um. The only group of people that actively protested against uh, the the Daniel Shaver shooting was Black Lives Matter. So to all those dumb motherfuckers on the timeline, all these Republicans who like run around and say like, "What about this white guy that got killed?" and that you guys weren't there. You only care when black people die by cops. No motherfucker, you weren't there. Black Lives Matter was there. They protested that shit. I covered the fuck out of that shit. They didn't give a fuck. Well, here's the thing is like, no matter what you think about BLM, I think that we can all agree that police brutality is bad. And that there's, if besides BLM, there's not a whole lot of other people going out and complaining about it. So even if you don't agree with the racial message, it still works against police brutality in general. Uh, that's the way that I see it. That's a good point. I'm going to repeat that. Yeah. It, no, it, it affects everybody. And then on, on top of that, it's like, who the fuck is paying that money? You know who the fuck's paying that money? We are. In our taxes. Our taxes are paying the money for these dumb fucks to mess things up and shoot people, and then we have to foot the bill. Like, Floyd's, Floyd's family is going to fucking sue the state, and we're going to foot the bill for that dipshit that stood over him like he just bagged a deer. That piece of shit should yeah. be in jail. And then we're yeah. all spending money on that. That's what I think people don't understand is that this doesn't just affect black people. It doesn't just affect white people. Even if only black people get killed by it, everybody's going to pay because of the fucking taxes. Like if you want to look 
at the top 10 cops in the, in New York and see how much money they've gotten in judgments because of these cops fucking up and then divide that into your taxes. Everybody is getting at least one less happy meal every year because of these dumb fucks. And it's probably a lot more than that. And it, yeah, if it wasn't bad, yeah, if it wasn't bad enough, like the civil suits and shit, cop budgets are, yeah, think about everything where you live. Think about the fucking shitty roads. Think about the shit public transportation, even if you have it, if you even have it. A lot of places in America don't even have that. Think about how everything is falling apart. Everything around you has gotten shittier for the past fucking three decades. Three decades. The American city has been hollowed out. And it's been reduced to just this little fucking rind, this little fucking nub that can't fill any fulfill anyone's needs. The only thing that has grown in that time are the budgets of police departments. Even with oh, co- yeah. with COVID, with, with New York, fucking blue New York, liberal New York, everything got cut. All, all all services, everything for fucking orphan children, for fucking people in need of drug treatment, everything, cut, 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 fucking austerity. You know what grew? Police budget. We it's have a. Too much, it's too much yeah, fucking money. I see that shit. Way too much. We have a, a five hundred dollar donation from Kafira. Kafira is one of nice. uh, my mo- my mods. Thank you so much. That is super cool. Thank of you. you, man. Thank you. Um, yes. that is awesome. U- Ulta with the one fifty. Shelves the fifty. Thank you so much. Um, Wubbix. Wub- yep. yep, Wubbix with the hundred. Thank you so much, guys. We're uh, I think we're passing thirteen thousand. Just about about twelve point five. I see. Thank you guys. I see. Yeah. That's big. Thank you. Yeah, do appreciate. Thank that. you so much. Super another awesome. another liberal safe haven, a libtard city that we live in in Los Angeles. Uh, speaking of uh, liberal cities, so Mayor Garcetti came out and said that you know we are allocating 138 million dollars away from the police budget to other services, right? Other social uh-huh. services in the city of Los Angeles. And everyone was like, wow, that's progress. This is after like days and days and days of protesting now and people getting uh, kettled in and corralled uh, for peacefully demonstrating and violating curfew. People are getting shot in their cars like with pepper spray, tear gas. Cops are literally doing drive-by shootings like it's fucking, you know, like they're playing out their Grand Theft Auto fantasies. So someone looked at the budget. Someone looked at the numbers. The total budget for the police, for the LAPD, is Three billion dollars. Three point one billion dollars is the total budget for the fiscal year 2020 to 2021. Let me tell you how much every other fucking service is. Because they allocated 138 million dollars away from the police budget. That's the big progressive change that they're talking about, right? Animal services, 42 million dollars. Cultural affairs, 22 million dollars. Housing is $115 million. LA has a gigantic homelessness problem. Yeah. Caused by our, our awful housing market, similar in New York as well, and no other public uh, housing opportunities, alternatives. Neighborhood empowerment, $4 million. Transportation, we have no public transportation, as Felix also pointed yeah, out. Shit. $301 million. LA Library is $200 million. Parks and Recs, $226 million. So it is literally a drop in the bucket. And let me tell you something else. Every single service got cut with the exception, even with this budget reallocation, every single service was still being cut in comparison to the last year, except for the police budget, which grew by 4%, even after they took 100, even after they shaved 138 million off the top. 
So the police well, budget is still growing by four percent, whereas every other budget is is diminished by fifty percent to ten percent. Why? Because <laughs> because police officers are the last line of defense. It's the last necessary public resource for wealthy people to keep everyone in check, so that you know, because they're terrified that people are going to fucking rise up and you know break target windows and and you know steal Louis Vuitton bags and shit and Rolexes. <laughs> Rolex. I don't know. You know what's hilarious about that? Like I actually saw the store before they looted it because someone I know was protesting in the city and she actually posted it on her story where you saw inside the store, they removed all of the inventory. And then later on, they were like, they broke into the Rolex store. Yeah. And I'm like, did they? And then I'm, they were like, oh, yeah, they broke into one in Soho. I'm like, are you sure that's not the same one I saw? And then come to find out it was the same exact one where I saw with a girl. She literally was right in front of the glass, like yeah. less than a foot away. And she recorded it. And you see there's no inventory in the store. They removed Yo, all the inventory the night before. It's and so then fuck. they said they sold a lot of the watches. So like, New York Post published that article with the headline, $2.4 million worth of Rolexes stolen from store, says police department, right? Yeah. So the cops fucking lied. The store owner, yeah. and by the way, the media is also working with them to lie for them the at York their Post. behest. It's the New York Post. Yeah. That's what they uh, New York Post is a fucking reactionary garbage, but still, like, they literally wrote that headline. Cops, uh, police say $2.4 million worth of Rolexes stolen, right? And then the second paragraph, it literally says, store owners say they cleared out their inventory, so actually nothing was stolen. But why the fuck is that still the it's title? A, the title well, should be Cops Lie. About- Think about this, right? How many people would have clicked on that article if it said people broke into the store, but there was nothing there and everything was fine? Like, that'd be fucking boring. They're not going to get any ad revenue click. from that. No, no the, the right, bigger problem is the media. No, the yeah. media didn't verify the story is a bigger problem. The media working with the police to take the NYPD's word on it is a bigger story than, like, the clickbait nonsense. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I feel like taking the police's word for it shouldn't be a necessarily bad thing. We, we should assume that the police are not I mean, lying. Dude, the, we've seen over the last five days the amount of lying that they've done with the amount of video that we've seen of the police instigating with all the protesters beating well, protesters across the country and then lying imagine how much lying the police have done before like phones existed and before like video footage existed imagine how many people have died and have been destroyed by the police who have lied in their police reports lied to their supervisors well lied, here's lied what's to funny to sure me no internal affairs lied here's everything that they've done they could be doing for so long we, we should be thankful we have technology now to be able to document everything and to get videos of people and the police being pieces of shit all the time there it is and so anyway what i was saying is like yeah i think that the police should try to you know prevent places from getting looted and burned down and destroyed but they're just sitting around doing fucking nothing about that and then i just see i keep seeing these clips of this one police officer just walk by punch somebody in the fucking head yeah, no, that's that deliberate. And do you know that they lied? Do you yeah. know that they lied in the police report saying that he tripped and fell? He tripped and fell, yeah. I saw yeah. yeah. Oh, are you talking about the elderly yeah. guy in Buffalo? Yeah. He was fucking yeah. white. Yeah. You want to know something crazy? You know how safe. You know how every outlet covered cops kneeling with the protesters? Like they were so excited. They were salivating to find a fucking propaganda piece to rush to so they could be like look at how nice these cops are look at them they're kneeling with protesters and then we got reports that uh they would immediately start tear gassing like half an hour after the kneeling those 
fucking cops. It came out. Those cops kneeled in that exact location where that same fucking cop that was kneeling pushed the old man and yeah. and uh, broke oh, yeah. his I skull. Saw side by side. Yeah, he was bleeding from his yeah. skull. Yeah, yeah. Just That's like an old guy. And they even <laughs> said, push him, push him. They said that. Jesus. Yeah, and the first thing that they did, the first thing that they did, and this is why like people say a cab or all cops are bastards, which we can get into if you guys want to have a conversation, it's fine. But the, the reason why people say this is not a case of bad apples per se, maybe there are good apples, but the whole system is broken, is oh, because yeah. not a single one of those police officers actually up. checked in on him. Yeah. One yeah, guy, right. the guy who pushed him originally almost like almost checked in on him, and his friend stopped them from doing so. And then they instead attacked the protesters that were ahead of them and, and camera crews that were trying to film the event. And they Only left the him. They just left him on the, the ground and you can see like a pool of blood under his head. I mean, yeah. but on top of that, we keep referring to them as cops, but like, let's be honest, this is like 500 scared men that are getting deployed every day. Yeah. And scared mm -hmm. men with weapons are terrifying. They're incredibly dangerous. That's what keeps happening. We have bad eggs, we have good cops, and then we have scared men that are out there and they're supposed to defend things. Well, here, here's the problem, mm -hmm. right? Is that I think that there are a lot of good cops out there. They go in and they try to do a good thing and they're just overwhelmed by a fucked up system and other bad people. And I think that that's something that everybody needs to realize. Like there are good cops out there, but the problem is that whenever they don't say anything and they don't do anything, yep. and then they are part of the same system and they're quiet while the other people do the same shit next to them, then- Yeah, yeah. but then, if you then also- I agree. You become but I think that like, part of it is that we need to these people are literally trained when they are in dangerous, like violent situations to protect each other. No, what? No matter what. So even when they go back to the office, if they know that their homie did something fucked up in their brain, they're not going to say anything. So we need a system in place that makes people more comfortable to rat out the bullshit because they're scared and they always have each other's back. And that's what's fucked up. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean even, cur even, currently. Oh, I was just. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, like currently the best case scenario for a cop that brings up abuses in a police department or outright fucking murders is that they're ostracized and eventually fired from the department. Yes. The worst case 100%. Of is that they're fucking okay. killed. That's an yeah. interesting, oh, yeah. interesting conversation. What do you think that like they can do about that? How do you change the it, it's such, it's such a social problem? Yeah, I'll it's very you, psychological. I'll tell you a story, tell you a story about just... former police officer Stephen Mater. Okay, he was a vet. Uh, I forget exactly where he was. I think he was in West Virginia. He was a former officer. Now, you guys know that there's a concept in America called, or I guess it's worldwide, called suicide by cop. You know what this is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. When, when a suicidal person calls the police officers and, like, you know, acts like he has a gun in his hand or something to ensure that the cops kill them. Because that's how violent our police force is. That's what the expected outcome is usually. So they do this on purpose, right? Yeah. So there was a there was a there was an unwell uh mentally unwell person who called the cops or someone called the cops on them and Stephen Mater refused to shoot him because he was like you're obviously unwell right now I'm not going to do that he had a gun in his hand and he refused to shoot him he was fucking fired he was what? fired from the police force he sued them and got and won $175,000 in a wrongful termination suit it doesn't yeah. this is like uh, one of those stories that doesn't get a lot of coverage, but like he responded to a call involving this man named RJ Williams. He was a 23 year old black man who was suicidal. 
and Mater made the determination that Williams did not pose an immediate threat to him or his fellow officers, even though he was holding a gun. Mater began trying to talk Williams down. He wasn't angry. But while he was trying to convince Williams to drop the weapon, two veteran officers arrived on the screen and almost immediately shot and killed the guy. And then they fucking fired the first officer who did not shoot. Because he didn't follow protocol? Because he did not shoot him, even though he had a gun in his hand. Well, that's crazy. Like, I mean, I, I can see, like, I mean, if you're in a life or death situation, somebody pulls out a gun and then you shoot him. Like, I, all right, okay, you know, like, it's a crazy situation. Well, whatever right but how are you going to fire somebody for being able to have the restraint in the first place like that seems even worse yeah. because i wonder whether how, they how have do, any like, sort of protocol for when someone has a mental illness or whether they train for that sort of thing well part of or the problem areas is that, that part mm -hmm. of the problem is that police have such a wide ranging um responsibilities like that right like not like they're they're expected to take care of somebody with mental illness while simultaneously handling 9,000 other possibilities of things that they could come up in any given situation, right? Like, they, they, it's like, there. it's such a broad job with what it's become today. Yeah, yeah well, can somebody educate me on this point? Is there, are cops taught to always shoot to kill? Or is there a way to shoot somebody and disarm them? I was them, just or... thinking about that, Bo. It's like, why, why are we in a place where, first of all, there's two things I'm bringing up. One, why is the go-to always lethal force? We have tasers. We have so many different ways that you can react and and subdue somebody without killing them. Like, what is going on? Not to mention, let's say they had to pull a gun. Why are we shooting center mass? Like, are these well, guys not... they want to shoot to kill. Like, what, what... If you, the, the idea is if you have a gun and you pull out your gun, then that, that situation has escalated already and you have to kill that person. It's not Fuck like no, dude. I'll shoot. I'll pop two in the kneecaps, and then no, and then ask what way, the guys. fuck is going on. Hundred yeah, percent. I mean, guys, the NYPD's active like target rate on an active shooting situation is seventeen percent. It's one of the most oh, trained police forces in the country. Yeah, no, they need it's not that easy. What? Uh, like, yeah, there's a much bigger problem in the cops being terrible at their jobs. They're, yeah, they, they're yeah, fucking they bad at their jobs. And here is why. They're not held accountable. That's the big thing. They're not held accountable. They don't hold each other accountable. That's the biggest problem because a lot of times when cops are doing their job and they do it, they, they get it's kind of like they get a get free out of get free. They got a free out of get free out of jail card. And it's like they do these things and they react these ways because. How many times are car cops ever really convicted? You know what I mean? Like, if you think about it in the overall scheme, they're hardly ever convicted or tried because it's always a reason why they reacted a certain way. Even if they overreacted, even if they did something that was way, like, that was super aggressive, it's still, like, they're always seen as a right because they were either called or they're supposed to be defending or whatever it is. And then another big thing is they don't hold each other accountable. And I know it's like they have the whole cop brotherhood thing or whatever it is, but... They some they don't hold each other accountable. So it's like when you're not held accountable and you have that much power, it, it, of course you're gonna you know easily overreact. Of course you're not gonna be as careful with a lot of things. You know what I mean? You just that you that's just how, that's anyone. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I it's mean, anyone. I I think um, uh, Devin, it was you said uh, that cops are supposed to have this responsibility to look after like say mentally ill people among the other things they're supposed to do. Well, I think well they I, have a, a great deal of responsibility right. given the, the yeah, given the current expectation of their job. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's an important point to make 
because why do police have all this power? It's because every other service has been fucking hollowed out or completely eliminated. Reagan and uh, JFK, to some extent, emptied out mental health institutions. Oh, yeah. uh, the uh, social workers are horribly underfunded. All these jobs that shouldn't be done by cops shouldn't be done by, you know, fucking crew cut hot dog necked idiots is being done by uh, things that take a decade of school to know how to do their task with it. But part of the trade-off they get, I think is, Oh yeah, you could just fucking kill whoever. I mean, it sounds like it's how it's, I guess it may sound ridiculous to some people to say it flat out like that, but I think a larger amount of people and especially people in law enforcement are attracted to that idea of shooting someone. I think that's, I, I think it's not everyone, but I think it's absolutely fucking there and policy backs it up. Well, it's like if you want to go and shoot somebody, what are you going to do? What what right. job are you going to go for? I right. mean, come on. Well, there's two jobs I can think of immediately. However, okay, so there's two yeah. there's two things. One, you guys are absolutely correct on the training part, and I will get to the Here's facts the on that in a, in a brief moment. And two, the lack of accountability, right? The lack of accountability is actually built into our legal system. Police officers in any given circumstance, in any single circumstance, can absolutely pull out their service weapon and shoot someone uh, for one of two reasons. If they truly perceive a threat, a, a credible threat, a reasonable threat for their safety or the safety of others. Um, throughout time, this is expanded. This law is expanded for them. Uh, originally, it was just their safety. Now it's the safety of others. Now they can shoot people that are running away from them because they think it's the you know this person is running away from them to go kill other people. So um, they can do all of this. They have no legal accountability. This is a big part of the problem. This is precisely why it's very difficult to prosecute cops also after they murder people in cold blood, like we saw with uh, George Floyd and numerous other instances. The other problem, the lack of training, uh, is also really interesting. Let me give you some facts on that one. In the state of North Carolina, police officers get 620 hours of training before they are cops. A licensed barber in the state of North Carolina gets 1,528 hours. I think we all here would agree that policing is a very difficult job. Everyone fucking hates you. Uh, when you're doing something, it's, it's necessary yeah. to a certain degree, but it's a very difficult fucking job. So why the fuck in the blue state of fucking California do cops actually only need 664 hours of training, whereas a licensed cosmetologist gets 1,600 hours of fucking training? Scissors are it's extremely insane. dangerous. Florida, 770 hours. A licensed interior designer in the state of Florida gets 1,700 hours of training. Why do you think that is? Like genuine question. Why? And, why and, do and what do you and what do you do about that it? Sounds like sounds fucking said. stupid. Yeah. Everybody you, probably agrees that sounds fucking stupid. But why? I am kind of curious. Do you think that there? And this is just a question. Do you think that there's not enough people applying yes. to be a cop, yes, and they, they want to yeah. like so they want to expedite the process? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, standards standards have it's same thing that's happened with the military. They've had to lower standards a lot in recent years because of the lack of people that they can get in there because yeah, less people want to do the job. Well, you that's because people, they don't fucking pay for it. They need to pay the cops more money and get good fucking cops. Hmm. And I if, don't we know. Pay, if we pay the cops more money, we're going to save money in the long run because it's going to be less lawsuits and less bullshit. I don't necessarily know. If you paid a either, lot. You, yeah, cops get paid quite a bit. Like a cop. So in, why do you think that people aren't becoming cops? Because it, for a lot of people, it could be that 
the cultural image, the sort of uh, the good cultural image people had of cops for decades that you get from fucking cop shows and just the American propensity to worship people in authority. That's been diminished a lot. A lot of the mystique around cops has plummeted. They're not the heroes of the neighborhood anymore. They're not the knights in shining armor. They are, you know, the Darren Wilsons. They're the they're the fucking Derek Chauvin's. But I mean, also, for as well as you get paid, as the sign brought up, you, most people you interact with fucking hate you. I don't think that's super desirable. Or, you know, there could also be, even though a, a cop's job is safer than a lot of other jobs, like commercial fishermen, it, it could be fear. You don't necessarily want to work with guns. But, yeah, no, there are a few reasons. Like, I don't necessarily think if you made cop salaries higher that you would get that much better policing. Yeah, and I mean, it, like, all I, the other systemic I think issues that, I think that would matter. a bigger problem. I mean, I, I mean, I, how, I you, do you know, how, do you know how much Blackwater guys get paid and they still fucking massacred Iraqis by the thousands? I mean, I don't always yeah. think I don't think that necessarily solves it. Like even in suburban Illinois, like in the town of like Skokie or, or especially something like Winnetka, cops who see nothing, all they do is just like pull over fucking drunk 18 year olds or you know, look for look for the shittiest coke anyone's ever snorted. People's cars, they they'll get paid like 120k. They're not making bullshit money a lot of these times. Yeah, in, in it, the UK, it, the cops don't have jobs. It, we don't have the guns. idea is that it's a dangerous job. It's a shit job. Everybody fucking hates you. That's part of the reason why, like, uh, they act like you know people don't want to be police officers. So change the designation, change the laws around policing, and and you know maybe do some of that nice wholesome neoliberal uh, artificial makeup over policing Two and, things. And, and turn it into a truly uh, force for good. Like the real you know, public I've... servants Two they're fucking real supposed quick. to be. Real quick, I've, two things. I'm yeah. sorry, Bose. Uh, first thing, hey, guys, we have hit 15.9K. Nice. Really big. Fucking a lot, nice. A lot of love, oh, guys. Yeah. Our, our original goal was 10K. We're only like I'm an hour back. in the podcast, and hey, we've hit 15.9. So, you know, hearts and chat. Let's thank go. you for the support. Um, Thanks, chat. Mapral with a thousand dollar donation. Thank you. That's big. Nice. Anonymous. That's huge. Thank you. Uh, Brant with a hundred dollars. A lot of fifties and twenties. A lot of love from everybody. Um, and then the second thing I wanted to ask uh, Felix and Hassan. Wait, there's there's cops making a hundred twenty k a year. Oh yeah. I, 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 just, over the fucking I, just, I just looked it up, and it says the Austin cop pay is thirty seven to seventy five and forty nine to sixty five. So I'm not seeing 120 anywhere. Median salary for a police officer in the United States of America is $67,000. It is $7,000 higher than the average, or sorry, the median salary of a nurse. One is a necessary profession to save lives. The other is a profession that is still necessary, but uh, takes lives routinely. I think they're both important. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, all I'm saying is, like, that's not... I'm not seeing 120 Oh, no. Oh, no. I was just bringing up as an example, like, suburban Illinois. Yeah, yeah. In suburban... suburban, suburban maybe maybe that's yeah, a different yeah. place. Like, yeah, in yeah. Austin, that's how much it says. I don't know. In, in my opinion, and maybe I'm wrong about this, okay? I'm not ready. This is not a hill I'm ready to die on. But I do think <laughs> that being a police officer does not seem to be a very high-status job. And I think that if you pay people more money to elevate the job to be a high status job, you would have more people willing to do it. And if you had more people willing to do it, you could be more selective with who you bring into the force and thus be able to bring in people who have better decision making skills. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but logically that makes sense in my head. I, I think that that makes sense though too. But also I think in my entire 28 years of living, 
I've only seen maybe one time that a police station was recruiting. I don't think that police off like police stations are usually saying, Hey, we're looking for officers. We're looking for officers. So for people that could be great cops, this is something that probably seems out of reach to them. They don't even think mm -hmm. to go for it. Usually the career path is people go from security guard to officer, or maybe they just decide I want to have gun and I want to have power and they shoot for going to be a cop. But there's there's so many people in the public that I actually think would do it, but we don't really try to reach them. It's just well, kind of like. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say that I think that it's also partially because like what we were talking about earlier about the scope of a cop's job. Like cops have yeah. to deal with like they have to so deal with much. domestic disputes. They have yeah. to deal with drug deals. They have to deal with jaywalking. They have to deal with, uh, you know, animal abuse sometimes and just everything. Basically, if there's a problem, who do you call? It's the fucking cops. And I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of problems like that, that it, it's a very hard job. I'm sure it is. And I'm not saying that being a cop is easy. I mean, maybe, you know, as you're saying about pulling over 18 year old speeding, like that's probably not very difficult. But in something like L.A., I, I could absolutely assume that being a cop is probably a difficult and demanding job. And well, so I, I just I think that the main thing is like creating a situation where we're able to curate a better like force of police officers like that well, should be the goal i think the only way to do that though the, the only way to make it so they don't have to do a billion things and maybe yeah. get a better caliber of officer unfortunately one of the only ways to get the ball rolling on that is to rebuild the american state to rebuild the the social safety net to bring well, back american infrastructure i i so i, I without that into... it won't happen well, I, I want to look into this and I um I guess I'm just like really always trying to think like solutions oriented. And it seems like there's kind of like three ways that you can tackle this issue. Um, and like, I guess we'll go from order from like unlikely to most likely. Um, there's the federal level, right, where you can change laws and regulations to, to, to enforce policies across the nation. There's a state level, right, where you can create boards or accountability or oversight to, or, or even new reform to to look at this issue and there's a local level right where you can you can go city by city and department by department and um i i i think as we bring awareness to the to these issues um we are we are starting to see those changes already even after a few days of work on a local and and state level now i guess there's some de debate of, of whether those have some kind of effect but i think it's a place to start right well i think that a big part of it is a matter of a lot of the communities that need the policing don't trust the police and i think earning the trust of those communities is something that's extremely important and that's needs fact. to happen because yeah. you can't just demand the trust i mean you'll you'll get a certain degree of obedience because they'll have to be obedient but you're not going to get the fundamental trust and i think yeah. that's something that you know I, I i came up with this idea on my stream and i said before like, imagine if every single time that you had a new uh, a new batch of recruits, like police officers, the government, the city government or something held like an event where there was free food and you could come and meet the officers and, you know, actually interact with your police officers and make mm -hmm. it more of a community engagement thing. Cute. Yeah. And rather than something that's, you know, these are the people who are now going to make decisions on your life. Well, and, I mean, yeah. Like yeah. A, a Humanizing yeah, the like, police. Yeah. Like what you said there is definitely important because, like, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, a lot of people don't want to be cops because, number one, the job comes with a long list of shit. And yep. then it's not looked as as it's not looked at as great as it was before. Before, like, you know, like you said earlier, you like the community hero. Every people knew you. 
you had that respect as a police officer, but it's like now it's much different. And especially commu- like communities definitely don't trust cops. Like for example, like the community I'm in, it's like they had, and a big thing is like there's a disconnect between cops and the community. Like there's a super big disconnect. Like where I live, for example, I don't live in the greatest neighborhood, but when I'm here in New York, it's like, this is where I'm at. But it's like, like, I, I don't know any one of the cops. I probably never would. Even if I lived here, I probably never would. I would just walk past them, no conversation, no, no, like, no anything. So it's like, you don't even know who's policing your community, right? And then, so you have people that don't know who's policing their community. You have police that don't know the community they're policing. So then all that creates is like, it, it creates a, a worse environment for both. You know what I mean? And it's much harder to police, like in those situations. And it's much harder for people to trust the police in those situations. Lost. Here's a a comparison here is that whenever I was in high school, we had a police station in my high school. And so everybody, you know, as time goes on, we would, you know, get to interact with the police officers and having that connection with the police officers and being able to wave at them and smile. We didn't have any bullshit happen. Like yeah, everything was fine. Yeah. It's the same, same with my. Like in, in it, it was school, a, it was the same in my school in the UK. We used to have uh, yeah. cops. They used to come to the kids, the little kids' school, and they come in and and they used to talk to all the little kids or younger. It was yeah, like I mean, small, it was a small village I, though, so that's what happened. You'd know the police yeah. officers. It was I know exactly what you mean. was like just like when I was what, uh, like, yeah, like when I when I was in high school. I know, like you know, even just knowing security guards. Like just exactly. out of respect for them, certain times you wouldn't do certain things, you and then you know they could come shit. and talk to you. Yeah, they would yeah. talk to you if something was going on. They could prevent it much easier because they, they knew you. So you know they'd be like, "Man, you know you're not supposed to be doing that." You can have a conversation. They they were much better at like ending you know things that before they happened. And then out of respect for them, a lot of people also wouldn't do certain things. If it's like they wouldn't do certain things around certain security guards because like oh that's the cool security guard so they were just out of respect we, for them but we had a, it's like uh, when you don't know them it's like you know we had a federal prison security card at ours <laughs> and there was a different reason why people wouldn't try shit around him so <laughs> yeah I, I totally i get that and i think that having like that personal connection it, it matters a whole lot i think that's really what makes the the biggest difference is like having that and so i, I think that certain communities right that are having like a lot of trouble with like crime and stuff like that I think that the police and like the government needs to go in, like the local government needs to go in and try to have a direct initiative in recruiting police officers out of that community. I mean, right. so you yeah. should be having people into the community. There, there is an example. Um, Camden, New Jersey, which has been kind of a dangerous yeah. city yeah. for a very uh, long time. There, at the very first day of protests, the police and the community walked arm in arm all the way down and had a very like a big meeting before the protests. And there's been no rioting, no looting, nothing in Camden the entire time. And I think that's a very good example of the police trying to get to know their community and trying to overhaul the police system, especially mm-hmm. in a city that had like a long-standing issues um, that's really with, cool with crime and all that. So I think Camden's actually been a very good example of how other police like the motherfuckers here in New York City and NYPD <laughs> is a great example of how you don't handle things because the last five days they've been beating protesters they've been running them over they've been hitting them with batons we've had the mayor be a fucking idiot and lie we've had the governor be a fucking idiot and lie and then they let everyone riot and loot because they wanted to get back at the police and then they dox the mayor's uh, daughter 
because he, they wanted him to go fuck himself, even though the mayor said that they would back him up. So everything is completely fucked up here in New York City. And Canby, New Jersey is a great example of how to actually Two do Two quick things here. Yeah. Um, the first, huge shout out to Player Unknown with a $5,000 donation. Jesus. Wow. Holy right. fuck. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Five Let's go. Thank you. Oh, what are we at? Wow. Smash that. Let's go. Pop that is unbelievable. Let's Thank go. you so much. Train, train, do you know who that is? That pushes us to 21.5k rates. Uh, Wait, who is that, Slasher? That's, nice. that's the creator of PUBG. Wait, yeah, really? A, that is, that is yeah. literally player unknown. Straight player up. Unknown that's, Battlegrounds. That wait, that's actually, oh, wait that's, that's actually player unknown Battlegrounds? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it is straight up. Not this, but just like the situation. Oh, so I wouldn't be fucking surprised. awesome. $5,000 from PUBG. Hey, wow. let's go. Player known, if you're if, if you're still here, uh, my man, hey, or my woman, or or whatever the case, right? It hey, is, is. my car 98 skills, right? Yo, that sniper, I'm telling you, Dude, hey. Give him a car, it's over. You give me a car 98, yo, that thing is it's, designed it's perfectly. Huge. I've carried yeah. I've carried my skill from PUBG over to Call of Duty, and my hey, my car 98, it, I'm telling you, flawless. Anyways, sorry. Okay, I don't know about train. Oh, but, out in the chat, please. Thank you. Thank player, you. player unknown is actually... Another 2K! Really Another 2K, dude! Jesus! Oh! Silent wow. Chew Jeez. with the... Heavy si hitters. Silent oh. Chew with a $2,000 donation. Push some full out in the chat, boys. Oh my god, yeah. where are y'all getting all this money from? 23.5K. We've two and a half times the original uh, uh, goal. That's insane. And we're only an hour and a half in. It's yeah, absolutely it's crazy. Unreal. Generous as hell. Thank you, guys. I do appreciate that. We, we all do. I, I just want to say, a Player yeah. Unknown is actually making this new secret game right now. And if you can give me any details, Player Unknown, that'd be great. Great, thank you. Not so secret when you're <laughs> talking oh, about it like that. Right. My guy, never misses a chance, does he? He's he fucking always on the clock. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Like, I mean, back to even the conversation, like, about uh, the community, like, I, I think another big thing is, like, even New York, like, how they've cut so much funding. Like, I remember when I was younger, we had something called, like, PAL, which I feel definitely helped a lot in the community. And then it's, like, now, like, because the crime rates were much higher before. And then it's, like, I know when PAL was here, like, it was somewhere where the kids would go. It was, there, it was a police athletic league. And it was, like, somewhere kids would go. It was games from, like, 8 in the morning to, like, three in the afternoon three four and it's like it would be cops there and then also they hired people in the in the neighborhood to work there um during the summer and it's like i know that definitely helped a lot in the community but now like they don't even have things like they don't even have pal as much as they did before like i remember it used to be all over every all five boroughs and then it used to be competitions and everything and you know you would actually be able to interact with cops and then you know they would have sometimes like block parties and stuff like that but now they don't have any That's of that. That's what I was talking about, man. Like, it, it's just so... It, it, it's it, almost yeah. like the police are like another faction. Yeah, they, they literally are. Like, you don't even... You don't even and, talk... And like, they are, don't by know. the way, police are civilians. They're not military. These are mm. civilians. I mean, yeah. at, least, at least at least the other gangs, they live in the neighborhoods where they're doing their job in. Police don't even <laughs> fucking do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, they're still like, cracking it, their own neighborhood. Yeah, Can we, in my, I mean, in my neighborhood, that, 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 there's a like constant patrol of like police. No, like that's a big issue, Asman. Police like, don't see don't themselves as civilian. Either. It's us versus them. They really. Well, how are you going to see yourself as dynamic. civilian? You got like this fucking this basically Call of Duty loadout gun, and you're driving around in a tank. Well, I mean, that's part of it. The police have been militarized and they've been given militaristic type of equipment, and which they shouldn't be getting around the country. They don't need these fucking tanks and and the type of weaponry to fucking police. 
the, the it's not is. all police though correct it's it's definitely not well, all obviously police. not every no no, every no 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 a lot of the 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 amount of police brutality that we're seeing right now and maybe with the exception of like dc in the past couple of days because there's so many different uh forces there now but most of the overwhelming amount of police brutality that we've the overwhelming amount of brutality that we've seen is exclusively in the hands of the police with the exception of that one shooting that occurred uh near the barbecue stand of um name is i think david mcatee uh who was shot but we don't know if it was the national guard that shot and killed him or if it was the police that shot and killed him but his body because their body cameras were on off at the time but in so what words. do you think should happen that's a good that's a good question After, what do you think should happen well, demilitarize if, like, the police i, I think well, that that's where the if first the body is. cam this is like this weird coincidence where the yeah, body cams bullshit. always go off and then they come back on and somebody's dead what happens then the same thing has been happening for the past hundred fucking years. They lie about it. Yeah. Can you can you can you take the ability to turn off the cameras away from them somehow? I guess you can't, right? Like, well, they could always like, fuck it up or cover it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, cover it, like. But you, you, I mean, so so the way that I see like actual discernible change going is like, what does it look like if we establish like an independent organization that investigates misconduct and criminal allegations? against uh white body cam at a state level it's not uh, just that because like, it's like another one that i heard about was the corners right mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. corners are friends with the fucking police and so yeah. if the corners are friends with the police and then the coroner finds evidence of the police doing something bad to the person that got killed and then they don't report it well, oh, that one just gets by. Like, they Dude, have when, to separate when, and remove those uh, conflicts of interest. When yeah. Floyd's report came out, first they said that he died that because they were yeah. intoxicants in his system, which was fucking ridiculous. And then when that didn't work, they came out and they were like, by the way, he had a coronavirus on April 7th. Yeah, COVID, so, yeah. They said yeah. COVID yeah. Like, straight up. What the fucking yeah. shit? And, and yeah. I, can't, I can't imagine where we would be if we didn't have cameras because it would have just got swept under the rug. And right well, now there's so many lists of black people that have died from police brutality but the list is much much longer it's much longer than what we right. see there's all the ones that like you never really know what happened and it's also like let's assume that he didn't die from asphyxiation the dude still had his knee on on floyd's neck for eight minutes like in what world is that okay like it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, let's say it didn't even have anything to do with that. It's still fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Pokey, no pokey, yes, pokey. Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know you've been sorry. sorry. Dude, I love no, a hand no, raise. I can't resist. Okay. Uh, honestly, I'm just not really used to interrupting people, especially. Just yell over I... me anytime. No, no, no I know I'm not the most like Wait. politically eloquent person, so I, I don't feel like the right to almost. But I feel like it would be really interesting for you guys to discuss. Um, I'm sure you know of the Stanford Prison Experiment. And the second thing I wanted to say was actually that I'm going to go. But before I go, I just want to encourage people to vote, especially on a local and state level. Yes. I feel like that's not something that people talk about enough that could actually invoke a lot of change. It's true. Um, and not just when it comes to presidential campaigns, which I feel is covered quite a lot. Um, and yeah, I, I well, got to go. Well, I need yeah. to sleep. <laughs> Thank you Thanks for coming for on. I, I really do appreciate yeah. it. Guys, hearts in chat. Uh, check Pokemon out. Twitch.tv is Pokemon A. Thank you Good luck. so much. Thank you for putting this together and for everyone for being a part of a it's It's pod. very powerful that you wanted to come out tonight and be a part it of is. it. We, I really I, I wish that. I Thanks. could have said, I just, I'm not used to, and I feel like you guys we have, have so much great job. stuff to say. <laughs> yeah, just, I no, just. Just being here, like, trust me, it spoke volumes yeah. to a lot of your followers and just to everyone so. in general, so.
Uh, I do appreciate okay. you coming. It makes Thank a you. huge difference. Thank Good you. Night. Night. Hi, Pokey. Yeah. Bye. All right, let me add Swag, and Swag is going to be representative and uh, someone from the console gaming or one of the best Call of Duty players in the world on console. Do, um, do we know... Do we know what the Stanford Prison Experiment is? Is that right? Yes. Okay. So uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Stanford Prison Experiment, basically they just had some people that were assigned as prisoners, other people who were assigned as the guards, and how that relationship manifested over time. And I think there's obviously going to be parallels to that in real life, too. Uh, you're going to see a lot of that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean like, even now, long, like, it but... goes to people's heads. So the Stanford Prison Experiment is actually uh, was debunked. It was unethical. There was a lot of like uh, muddying up the data. It was really? never been, it was never replicated ever. It's good to know. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I don't really like using that argument, or I don't really like using that as an as an example. But um, but you are right. I mean, absolute power corrupts absolutely. That is a certainty. That's definitely uh, something that is a problem. But you asked earlier what the solutions are, and um, yeah, I think that's an important conversation that needs to be had which most people don't talk about, but community policing is absolutely uh, a, a immediate necessary uh, thing that we need to do. Um, and, and no barrier communities like they have in Chicago, right, Felix? Isn't this like a thing that they do in Chicago where they have like those MAGA communities right at the fucking uh, barrier of, of like um, Chicago where most of the cops are coming from yeah. like one area? That they a lot, yeah, a lot of south suburbs, a lot of uh, a lot of shit like that. Well, I mean, if anyone's ever seen the movie Copland, it's a lot like that. Great movie if people have been seeing it. But let, yeah, little bunker communities of cops who let me uh, live anywhere. Yeah, I'm near so the sorry, neighborhood. Uh, no, nah, go ahead. The connection to Discord's dying here. This U.S. South connection. Yeah, this is way better. Yeah. Oh, you're much clearer, Swag. You were you like, I was like, yeah, I was like, wait, I'm mad blurry. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So. Let me introduce, uh, so to the guests that are on the show, this is uh, Swag, uh, Swag, hey, Hassan, Swag Greek, Felix, Hi. Asman. Welcome. He's one of the best players in the world for Call of Duty. Uh, oh, guy, shit. Guys, uh, he's, he's crazy. And for those of you that have seen my posts on Twitter, you know, with my new lingo and vocabulary, this man's responsible for teaching <laughs> me all that. So, uh, yeah, that's the good stuff. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Thank you for being here, man. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me, guys. Like I said, I'm not very, like, uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm very well spoken, but I'm happy to like jump in some conversation and just hear what you guys are, you know, have to talk about. So, yeah, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, continue, Felix. I apologize, dude. Oh uh, no, no problem. Uh, so, uh, yeah, bunker communities. They're just yeah, communities, usually suburbs that are far away from the communities that the police themselves patrol and work in and investigate. And they are, yeah, these self-reinforcing bubbles of usually, yeah, racist, far-right opinions where the cops protect each other. They, I mean, talk about a reason why they won't fucking go to IA or blow the whistle on abuses or just outright fucking murder. They live right next to each other. That shouldn't be fucking allowed. But uh, I guess going into solutions, I think one of the primary things should be uh, the power of police unions has to be broken. Why do you think yeah. the fucking NYPD can oh, yeah. dox de Blasio's daughter? Why 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 can they do all that? Well, why de Blasio has the last few years he has done nothing but try to bend over backwards for these fucking pigs. And there's just nothing. They still fucking hate him. I mean they essentially they hate him. they hate him because yeah, he has he has black kids, but uh it's there's just 
they have the police unions they have to be thrown out of fucking AFL CIO. Their power has to be broken. Well, how is it that they doxed his daughter and nobody got in trouble for that? How does this happen? Well, if you think that's fucked up, not only not that was the Sergeant Benevolence Association Twitter account. I know Felix is very familiar with this account. It's one of my fucking favorite accounts as well. Oh my god. These oh guys god. are this is it's run by a complete psychopath. This dude is a straight fascist psychopath criminal gang member who should not fucking have any sort of power or should not be anywhere near a fucking gun. Last year, if you think that the doxing is bad, last year, the New York Police Department Sergeant Benevolence Association Twitter account openly declared war on Mayor Bill de Blasio. What was the fucking tweet? Hold on. Um, he said, Mayor Bill de Blasio, the members of the NYPD are declaring war on you, the union wrote in the message. We do not respect you. Do not visit us in the hospitals. They are so fucking powerful, as Felix mentioned, because of their unions. And they get, to, they get away with literal murder all the fucking time. And there is no accountability. And the mayors, like especially in, in the case of de Blasio, are just fucking terrified of them. They can't even control them. There are some mayors who can control them and like that they have that private army, basically. But in the case of de Blasio, I think it's a little different. He's supposedly more progressive, but not really. But I think he's just terrified of them. Yeah. Also, absolutely. by the way... This is going to really probably trigger a lot of people, but uh, de Blasio's daughter is is uh, is trans. Uh, so he actually transitioned. He, de Blasio has a son, Dante, and a trans son, um, and every single outlet has apparently misgendered them. Oh, my bad. I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. No, no, I know. I know. I know you didn't know. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't know either. Well, and then whoever whoever it is, why yeah. the fuck did, did they get doxxed and nothing happened? Like, if anything... So the Twitter account posted this? Yeah. yeah the, the, why the, the fuck the did it, why, wait, How is it okay to post somebody's docs on Twitter? Like, they are their the ID number. Not just their fucking... Wouldn't Twitter not just address. enforce that? Their yeah, ID number. Yeah, they, they, they did. York. Twitter did. Uh, it, fuck. Psycho so, shit, dude. Psycho so I, shit. I understand, like, this whole... Like, I don't really uh, know, and, and I'm really un uneducated on this. I don't really know how realistic it is to, like... Um, actually physically disband a police force, right? Like, as if that's ever happened in America before, or it, 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 se it seems to me that the way we have to address this problem is on a local level, right? Like, we have to, we have to go to our officials, we have to turn out for elections, we have to, we have to change things on that level first. Is that, is that a correct... I mean, I, I don't know. We I mean, look at all the major issues that are happening with Democratic mayors and Democratic yeah. governors. And Obama was just president for eight years. And mm -hmm. everyone is still a racist piece of shit asshole within the police department. It's not like Obama being president and all the Democratic um, majority that we had fixed racism well, in, yeah. the, in the country or fixed all the pieces of shit comps that are there. This is like a very complex. But, but you know it's, that's, you know a, that's, a federal, that's a federal problem, right? Like the, the feds, it's not the feds that can solve this. It's the mayor that actually assigns the police, of chief, the, I think, the, the, the chief police, right? Like, so, so, so for example, not that this is actually necessarily doing anything in real time, but um, I watched a lot of the Los Angeles and the Seattle uh, community meetings where they, where they, you know, they, they get on Skype call and Zoom call, and people call in and talk about this, right? Some of them are fucking hilarious, by the way. Uh, particularly the guy, I, I think Hassani might have seen this. The guy that, because uh, I think I was watching your stream when I saw this, the guy that called in, and he was like, 
suck my dick and show cut it. I yield the rest of my time. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, that, that <laughs> shit was fucking intense. Devin, Devin, <laughs> Devin, Devin, there was a guy. There was a, there. There was a guy who showed up to the Nashville one wearing our podcast shirt. <laughs> that's great awesome. yeah. yeah but it, it, it's stuff like that right that will that 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 has to move the needle like what else can do it right mm-hmm. well, like uh, if, we, if we don't if we well, don't have our elections that, are, we're, we're fucked right i like, think one thing about it is that a lot of people it seems like they believe that police brutality and this type of police behavior is something that's exclusive to minorities and mm-hmm. i think that's something that we really need to kind of educate people in knowing that's not the case. This is something that affects everyone. And I think that that's probably one of the first big steps that if that happens, then a lot of people are going to wake the fuck up and see it. This is not good for anybody in any mm-hmm. way. And I'm not just talking about like paying more money in taxes, but like, you know, every race is getting abused by the police. Like just yeah. because they abuse black people more, doesn't mean that they don't abuse white people too. Mm-hmm. They abuse everybody. So, yeah, I think that it matters no matter what. Right. Yeah, race it, it, this, is not, this is not a competition. Who gets the the most abuse? This is did, something did, everybody should be against. Did anything positive come out of the riots in 92 with Rodney King and everything? Did, did anything, did, did, did stuff change as a result of that? I mean, given that that was like a national scale as well? The police murder rate is like lower in, in LA. I mean, it's still higher than most other states, but in California, it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been lowering, but that's uh, I think that's a consistent for. Um, so, so do you think m- that multiple different factors? Do you guys think that as a result of the just literally the national awareness about this, that um, there can be change at a local and state level uh, yes. to help this problem? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Sure. One thing that's bothering me about this whole issue is that I think that the conversation points on Twitter are pointless. People are arguing about the morality of looting Target instead of how to fix police brutality. And yeah. I think that's a really big disappointment. I think more people should focus on the actual issue and yeah, but it's what's really causing these things been. to happen. And, it, yeah, and, and yeah. that argument is a good diversion for a lot of people. They want to yeah. go to the rioting and the looting, and they want to ignore the police brutality and why we're here in the first place, because it's easier for them to use this as a scapegoat. Like, it's not surprising whenever some dipshit in Twitter was like, well, the fucking people are looting, and you go to their feed, and it's all, like, right-wing talking points. Well, it's like, obviously, yeah. looting is bad. Every, everybody knows whatever. looting is bad. Here's so my it's question. Like, why... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, the the violence in this protests. I don't think that violence overall is justified, but there's a reason people. Why the people are mad? Yeah, Yeah. because this has been happening for decades. I mean, people have been dying. I think that instead of trying to rationalize, instead of trying to rationalize the violence, people should just try to fix the problem because it's something that this is not some kind of like, oh, well, we can't do it because we're going to give them what they want. Everybody wants this. Like, even if you're some diehard conservative that wants lower taxes, well, your tax money is going to pay some dipshit to drive around in an APC that they never use wearing guns that have, like, thermal scopes that they can't aim with. Like, they, I mean, so even you- if you fucking, even if you're conservative as hell, this is still wasting your fucking money. 
No, you like, bring up a really good point. You, you bring up a really good point because a lot of what I see on Twitter is because obviously the internet is everyone finding out at once that there are people in the world that have a different opinion than you. Like, really, yeah. that's what it is. But that what's is so been mad. happening a lot is when people find out that someone has a different opinion, they get angry and they fight back. I mean, even on the liberal And they side, don't change it. Yes, we're they not doing they, enough to They don't educate. change their opinion when presented with new information. I'll right, an and we're example. not we're not doing enough to some of the points that you've made are really good because it's like this is how it also affects you even if you mm. don't support the movement. And I wish that a lot of us had resources for those talking points so that we could educate the people that are being conservative and against this. But I wouldn't even know where to start personally. Well, I have I have a large amount of my audience. It's conservative, you know, of course. Um, you know, I, I talk about issues. I'm pretty, you know, like I'm like a free speech kind of guy in a lot of ways. And so it attracts people tangentially that are like that. And so these are the ways that I use to communicate with people that, you know, don't necessarily uh, reflexively see my point of view. And like being able to change your opinion based off of other evidence is something that's really important. Like I had a conversation with, about this with my mom, for example, and she's very, uh, you know, she's like, you know, the asset forfeiture stuff. And, and like, that's a whole other topic. Like that's something she feels very strongly about. And so she's not like super anti-police, but she also thinks that they're, you know, super militaristic. So I had a conversation and I said that, you know, I didn't think that the other officers that were with uh, uh, Floyd, like that, the not the one that killed them, but the other ones that were standing around, I didn't think they should be charged. And then she told me, she was like, well, listen, like if you get in a car with somebody who just murdered somebody and you don't do anything about it, then you're an accomplice to the murder. And I was like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, there yeah. it is. There you know, they like, and, like, yeah. plan the murder together. It, yeah. Yeah. And changing the opinion, people from... And so I changed my opinion on that because yeah. originally but... I didn't think that. And then I got new information and a new perspective and I changed my opinion. And I feel like changing your opinion is now seen as weakness or bad. Yeah. And I think that like it's like pigeonholing people and like getting people to hunker down with one opinion and well, just shut out other opinions. But, well, but also, you're, you're also smart enough to know that your opinions don't define you. Some people's opinions are tied to their ego. So when you say it's something their contesting their, their opinion, you're, they feel like you're attacking their ego and they will well, the, do anything and everything they can to defend their own ego. Well, the and that problem, includes not changing the their The problem opinion. is in my, the, 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 the problem that I see a lot is, right? It's, this, it's the two split sides. It, it's the politics of everything. People think that if you hold every, you know, value that someone on the left does, that you can't hold a couple values from someone, you know, yeah. maybe a little more to the right. This has destroyed it, right? And that's what I think causes a lot of, uh, uh, you know, for me at least last week to get a lot of hate because people think I either need to agree with everything from the right or I need to agree with everything from the left. I can't have a little bit of both. And then to go to the next step, it's made fun of to be a centrist or a moderate. This, this, this divide is what's making people go crazy because you cannot come to like a reasonable uh, 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 conclusion for different topics. Does, does, does that make sense? Well, it not it, it only does. makes sense, but it makes perfect sense. Um, okay. Guys, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but just real briefly, we just passed $25,000. Holy shit, um, man. God damn. Let's go. We got $1,000 from Alan. He says, lots of love from Sheesh. the pod. I'm listening to y'all from SF. Black Lives Matter. Oh, Sex yeah, work Alan. is real work. Trans rights are human rights. Defund the police and justice for George Floyd. Thank you for the $1,000. Right. AJ with the 150 says BLM. Silent Shoe uh, is another $1,000 in addition to the uh, 2000 he donated. 
Um, we got Dolo Mike with the 213 and Jacob Scott with the 300. Thank you for all you're doing. Let us all not stop talking about this till the killing stops. stops. Black Lives Matter. Um, thank you very much to all of you for uh, your support of this. It's awesome. Agreed. 25,000. Our original was 10,000. That was yep. Our original awesome. goal hey, was 10K. Uh, we're at 25.1. It's huge. We're about like 50 to 75% faster than the Australian wildfires. Um, like we are like zooming right now. It's crazy. Zoom, zoom. Yeah. Crazy. Hearts and shout for yourselves, boys. Good shout out there. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, to, to to this point, and that was kind of like a subtopic, um, you know, I think one of the big disagreements for a lot of people in the moderate left-right side around all this, I think obviously you have to agree the human right portion of it. That is the larger discussion here in terms of people deserve to live and not be killed by the police. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, people think it's our politics. By the, by the police. Mm -hmm. that, that is a larger thing. The looting and rioting has made it... Um, that it's is where a lot of people good. that is where a lot of people get hung up and like people like drew Brees care more about the fucking flag yeah i can't believe and, that statement oh the, my god and yeah. and and the whole anthem and all that and that's what's in their brain though for a lot of people mm -hmm. on what, what is on the other side they're not thinking about what you prioritize as the most important completely missed thing. the point and th yeah. usually these are the topics that need to be talked about because that is something that they are thinking about, even though it shouldn't be the light, the rioting and the looting, which is the primary point of discussion here. That's where a lot of people on what might be considered the other side are thinking about first. And that would be somewhere to like meet people in the middle to have them get a better understanding of what the primary point is. Like Drew Brees should have figured out by now what the fucking point was from Colin Kaepernick. It's actually kind of unbelievable. That Four years still, ago. Yeah, like he's still, he's still <laughs> talking about the same thing. And he made an apology, but it's obvious that he truly is not thinking about the situation in some way. And that is a professional football player who has several black players on his team who've talked well, about this to him for years and he still doesn't fucking get it so the average person in america truly doesn't know what is going on or doesn't have the same way of thinking about like these situations i i, I would not look for i would not look for political and social guidance from people in a profession that's correlated with brain damage okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but I, mean, I think I think football players still can talk about their own personal experiences. Black it, football players. I don't think I, I disagree with the idea that certain political, uh, you know, or certain like sports figures and you know these people like it, it's yeah, but the, they the, the don't NFL know what is, they're talking about half of the time. The, the, like they're probably true. just as informed as we are. The, the, no this is true. Idea. But the NFL true. is. is Did you guys see the LeBron? Did you guys see the LeBron tweet though that he retweeted a, a, a complex video that just perfectly summarized how and and liberals do this too republicans do this as well but perfectly summarized how fucking hypocritical these republican pundits are especially laura ingram you guys remember when was laura ingram was like yeah it was on twitter yeah uh yeah, when laura yeah. ingram last year said shut up and dribble to lebron yeah, yeah. Yeah. we were talking about police brutality <laughs> And yeah. then oh. and for then, drew Brees, yeah for last drew Brees, night yeah last night this fucking psycho was on going off about how Drew Brees being he can have attacked his own opinion. for his, he can have his own opinion. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to be able to have his own opinion. It's actually really brave that he has oh his own opinion God. and that, you know, this is an attack on America and all this shit. It's like, dude, how the fuck do people not see that these people right. are just so hypocritical? No, it's like he can have so his opinion. People can disagree. Like, it's okay to disagree. Like, that, right. that's fine. 
No, I'm just saying, like, holy shit, it's very like, deliberate. Crazy, it's very man. specific. The the purpose is to propagandize a certain position. She does it. She does it all the fucking time. It's deeply frustrating to see. Uh, you know, people look at these sorts of people for guidance for political points of view. I'm sure people look at me in a similar capacity too and get mad at me as well. But like, it's so fucking overt. It's so obvious. That it's like it's pathetic. Like, oh wait. Oh, yeah. So when Drew Brees agrees with you and he says something that's actually good. But when LeBron does, it's like, you know, shut up and dribble. Yeah. It's always uh, it's always situational based off of what they're saying. It's like, it, you know, if they agree with us, it's like how brave for speaking out. And if they don't shut up and dribble like it, it's completely ridiculous. Dude, I love how she had a scapegoat because she's like, oh, it's his job. Come on. Like, no, bitch. You said it because he was black. Like, yeah. let's be real. Like, oh, yeah. let's be real. Yeah. Black. She probably would have said it if he black didn't even play back. Black Lives Matter. Kid. So that's actually a really fundamental point that I want to drive here, drive home here as well. It's not about how people are protesting. Everyone always gets caught up on that. They're like rioting, looting. Yeah, sure. They're bad. Okay. But it's never actually about how people are protesting. It's about who's doing the protesting and what they're protesting for. Okay. The greatest comparison on this is Hong Kong, where every single person it was like, oh, my God, look at those brave Hong Kong liberators which is great when fine, they're standing up to China, totally on board with that, right? Every single person that said, look at the Hong Kong demonstrators and how great they are, turned around and Blizzard attacked didn't. the Black Lives Matter demonstration, said they're rioting, they're looting, they're fucking thugs. What, you think no riots broke out in Hong Kong? There, are, there were literal students with bows and arrows attacking police officers in Hong Kong. They were shooting bows and arrows at cops. What the fuck? Would white Americans say if they saw black people running oh. around with fucking bows and arrows, shooting bows and arrows at cops, they would lose their fucking mind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, they would have a yeah. field day. Yeah. It's yeah. because China bad, China's communist, mm -hmm. and China is bad in a lot of ways, certainly. But China's, pretty China's bad, bad, and when you protest against a bad China, it doesn't matter how fucking violent it is. It's just like Donald Rumsfeld who said Iraqis looted, and that was totally understandable because it was an oppressive state that they were uh, being liberated from. Right, it's like how uh, America America hates Al Qaeda, and we will go out of our way and suspend any civil liberties or protections or any civilian concerns to kill them. But when they're fighting one of our regional enemies, we're pretty good. We're pretty okay with them. Yeah. It's always uh, it's always situational. It's it's not principle based. Uh, I think that's just the nature of things now. Yeah, I mean the thing the thing I find with like a lot of black lives matters protests is like people are or, 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 or like the protests in general i think i think people are always looking for something to focus on other than the issues that people are protesting right um for example like here where i'm at in staten island we've had we've had like a couple it's been like a bunch of protests and they've been really peaceful and uh, there's like north shore there's south shore south shore that's where a lot of like the more wealthy people live and everything like that so people were talking about doing a protest where we would go to the actual south shore because we've been on north shore and our the voices need to be heard on the south shore so it's like people have been planning and it's like it's actually crazy the amount of like racism the amount of like ignorance that people from the south shore like started like the they literally talk about, oh, you can't bring that shit here. Well, we have guns. We own it. It's like, and it's so many ridiculous comments. Like, it's so many ridiculous comments. People saying that they, they're going to be strapped. They're ready to go at war. They better not bring that shit here. And that's the problem with them focusing on 
the riots and the looting mm-hmm. is like that is a problem. I don't agree with the rioting. I, I, well, I don't agree with the looting. I don't agree with the uh, like rioting and stuff like that. But I, I understand why people get to that, why people have gotten to that point. I don't agree with people doing it. But the protests, I'm totally for, right? But it's like when they focus so much on the rioting, it makes people think that that's all that's going on with the protest. Oh, yeah. And there actually is a large parts of these protests that are actually pe- uh, peaceful in there. And then the riots and stuff are incited by, like, the police or, or whatever. Well, you with, have like, people that are opportunistic. Like, my mom, she called me out on this. She's like, I'm so glad this didn't happen 10 years ago where you'd have been out there looting. It is crazy. Like, and I understand this, there's a lot of people that are, are opportunistic and they, they're like, they're, they're going out there like they don't even care about the cause and they're just like free shit. You get what I'm saying? But Hell, it's no, like at the I, same I time. It's a lot of people also that yeah. that are out there actually for the actual cause and actually trying to be peaceful and actually trying to hold uh, other people accountable um, and not like stop them from doing those things. But it's like they focus so much on that and then that becomes a narrative and then people aren't really focusing on the issue. So then you have a situation like here when we say we want to go ahead and protest and go to the South Shore and they're like, oh, no, well. Um, they better not bring that shit here if they want to do this. No, then they shouldn't like because they think well, you know why when we say protest, they automatic. No, but I'm saying yeah. when they say protest, they automatically think riot and looting. When because there's been bunch of, a bunch of protests here already that have all been um, peaceful, like all because these fucking people are sitting around at home radicalizing themselves mm-hmm. on the internet, and they don't actually go out and see what the world is really like. They're yeah. just looking at like this super like super refined like hyper extremist view of the world and they are able to just section off and wall off any other reality that doesn't suit what their predispositions are i think that's what it is you are the local news local news feeds into that super hard because we've been we've been looking at a lot of protest coverage from the local news and it's fucking nuts and and your parents watch that shit you know what i mean like our parents watch that shit and they are getting conditioned to that to believe, narrative that yeah. they're painting on there yeah. where they literally yeah. put like black teenagers looting a sneaker store on loop when there's a fucking peaceful demonstration down the corner. There's two yep. ways of looking at it where you're like, why the fuck are you why the fuck are you flying your chopper over and over again? And when the when the loop ends, when the looting ends, they loop it. Oh, while mean, they're talking yeah. about the protest. Yeah, Dude, yeah, because that's, that's the media being fucked up where it's it's almost like clickbait because it's the only hot clip that they have. But then what they end up doing is it they is incite clickbait. these like armed vigilantes, which are or vigilantes, whatever, that are like literally the worst fucking thing. It's kind of like Abdu said with the opportunists. Some of these people are literally looking to kill. These are people sometimes yeah. that just want to fucking murder someone once again under the guise of righteousness. And they're like, yeah. oh, they're looting. They're rioting. I need to kill them. No, these are armed vigilantes. That's all it fucking is. That's what it is. Yeah, like that, like that fat dude in uh, what what the fuck was his uh, that that old like white guy who got out of his car the with a machete. Oh, yeah. 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 The bow and arrow guy, Fatness Everdeen. He like rolled up <laughs> on a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he rolled up on a fucking protest screaming all lives matter. All lives matter pulled this fucking bow and arrow out and like shot it at someone. And then immediately local news picks that story up. And immediately, as soon as he's being interviewed, they, they beat the shit out of him, by the way. Thank God. Mm. Lift the scar, fucking Thank lit it God. on fire. Totally justified. 
Um, Thank God this guy's guys... so fucking stupid. Like, I mean, any like he could have driven his car into him. Thank God he's so fucking dumb. He got yeah, out yeah, exactly. and shot his yeah. bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Didn't do yeah. Did you guys yeah. see the video of there was some special forces guy that like disarmed? There was Fuck, like some... yeah, that was in Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah. A guy AR? found a yeah, a guy found an yeah. AR in the back of a police cruiser. I have that in the show notes actually. And this fucking like Jason Bourne like train wrecks, dude. I, I put this in the show notes if you haven't I seen saw, this. I, 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 I think I saw it. it. He he did some guy it. and he has like three other guns on his back. Like dude, yeah, show, he show fucking comes train. in. He's got a gun. He just walks in. He fucking he fucking just takes the AR. He just takes it like he just he like walks in and just takes it. And then it was like, like a video you. game. I mean, yeah, I'll tell yeah. you. I mean, I'll tell you. It looked like he hit the. It looked yeah. like he hit the like disarm command. It was like it was, one, it was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was super cool. You see how he like you guys. he unloaded it too instantly. Like he had to yeah, immediately it. unloaded with it with one yeah. hand. Yeah, I mean, it's the first what that did. what that shows you is how much Hollywood really like edits. And and makes their CIA agents look good because this dude was not what I've been you know uh, 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 trained to see right. He was a little overweight, a little short, right? He had a beard on, right? Like he did not you know I'm picturing like Jason Bourne, like slender, six foot, little muscular. Not the case. Like these guys. No, are he looked. In. No, he looked like that classic dude. No, that's that classic Which grunt one? force guy who like is a combat veteran, but then comes back. You know, let's yeah. let's a little loose. Has, when he comes has back a home. Pizza and beer. There's yeah, a lot of dudes true. like that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. The beer and pizza kind of hit it all. Do you question yeah. marking? Uh, to, to those of you that can't under, understand a little slight joke that was entered in, uh, what was just talked about, I'll put in simpler words for you guys. Pretty much, uh, you know, when you think of a CIA agent, you're thinking, you know, you know, based on Hollywood, they're, they're all great looking, in shape, right? Slim, fit. Yeah. I was making a joke that this guy was the exact opposite and how he blended it in. Like, that was a joke. Ha, 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 guys. You don't need a question mark. And be yo, yo, Trey, so you funny as shit, thank bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There's so many good moments like that. Um, like, yeah. and it, the, the, most of them come from Seattle. There was a woman that walked out of the Cheesecake Factory with an entire cheesecake. Yeah. So yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a delicate yeah. thing that you could take during a riot. Like, 100%. <laughs> Walking away with a perfectly Genius. good cheesecake. Yeah. Then uh, Batman showed up to the philadelphia oh that wasn't yeah that was crazy (laughs) yeah that shit was fucking great dude no did y'all see the clip of the lady looting that they tried hard not to call a looter yeah oh yeah the white lady lady, like she's we're we're hoping she's not looting and she's just an employee is like Oh yeah, no, no, hold on. She must be an employee. Like they were yeah, trying. Did so you guys? Hard. Did you guys see the one? This is my favorite one. Did you guys see the one where um, there's a guy? This is also in Seattle. He's playing the trumpet on top of a bucket uh, in front of like the whole cop line. Uh, well, like and Nero or something. He, well, you know, he's just chilling. He's just playing like he's just trolling. He's just playing the trumpet. And then the fucking like from all sides, like there's like 20 cops just roll in and fucking just tackle this poor guy with a fucking trumpet, like beat him to the ground, hold him Jesus. down. He's like still trying to play his <laughs> trumpet and they drag him off. And then he uh, everybody so that, like the story gets even better. Everybody, all the protesters, they come together. They get him out of jail. He comes back the next day with a whole band. Oh my god! <laughs> so good. Um, do you okay? Let me let me tell you guys another uh, fun thing about uh, how these protests work, right? So they arrested a guy with a leaf blower. Now the leaf blower is not a lethal weapon. Why the fuck did they arrest a the guy with a leaf blower at one of these fucking protests? 
is because he was using the leaf blower to blow back the tear gas. But it doesn't even end there. They also arrested another dude for assault with a deadly weapon. The deadly weapon was the tear gas canister that they originally tossed into the fucking crowd. So this guy got charged for returning to sender that same fucking tear gas. So when cops gas you, that's fine. When you return it back to them, that's assault with a deadly weapon. Um, Incredible I stuff. I, I have learned through all of this that Americans really need to get better at rioting. Like the Hong Kong um, protesters really know how to protest. Like they had shields, they have diagrams, they, they build bricks on the road to make sure that cops can't through. They have a plan. They have like 10 different types of uh, well, they had that slingshots though. They also had like Jesus. slingshots where they were throwing cinder blocks at I cops. Think, you can't do that here. They'll fucking blow through you is, with an RPG. That's the thing. No. I, think, I think the difference is they will prepare. Like, they, they, you see, I think the people in Hong Kong were prepared to get like demolished by the cops and people here were like oh it's gonna be peaceful you know yeah, so yeah. i think that's the difference the, the difference with how they approached it right because i feel like american people a lot of them are thinking like oh the cops won't do this or won't you know they won't be aggressive like we'll be able to peacefully walk through and everything but like the hong kong people probably like yeah we know these motherfuckers about to fuck shit up so let's prepare <laughs> and set up shit all the all, set up all these traps so they have to run through it but Americans that probably they're just there. Oh yeah, you know, we'll we'll, we'll be able to peacefully protest and the cops on. But then the cops come in, they're super aggressive, and then people are, and then it just turns into like I, I feel sorry for the people that just went out to protest and got caught into some shit. I feel horrible. Like I feel horrible yeah. for them. Dude, I, I do think the protests guy. in China were kind of more like tactical too, and they might yeah. have been mindful of the fact that money talks. You know, when there was a lot of destruction after the riots in Los Angeles in '93, I want to say that it cost Los Angeles like a billion dollars in like city money, insurance money, and everything. And they had to make a change after that. I mean, money money always talks, and destruction costs money. Yeah, because well, the, the the notion the leftist take on this uh, is that if you place property value and and capital over people's lives then when people are constantly dying they're going to attack capital if you don't listen to them when they ask peacefully and the example of this is exactly the the drew Brees colin kaepernick situation i know drew Brees apologized for it today but they were they were talking like colin kaepernick needed to fucking stay out of the nfl donald trump literally said go back to you know we'll kick you out of the country if you don't fucking like it here like you know these these guys Act, these guys didn't like it when they were peacefully fucking demonstrating. What is more peaceful than kneeling during the national anthem? I cannot think of another instance of fucking peaceful disobedience than kneeling during the national anthem. A, a, a thing that Colin Kaepernick literally got from Nate Boyer, a, a Green Beret military veteran, which is never discussed for some weird reason. I know Republicans love to act like they give a fuck about the troops, but it was an actual troop that told Colin Kaepernick to kneel during the national anthem. Because that's how you show respect to your fallen brothers. But, you know, anyway. So, I mean, and, you know, years before that, you had Kobe and all of the NBA wearing I Can't Breathe t-shirts for a month. So oh, we've yeah. had two major sports, um, the, the biggest athletes in each sport do peaceful protesting for years and nothing fucking changed. So, of course, people are going to be angry yeah. now. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, people, don't, people, don't, people don't respond. Like, I, I, that's what I was saying. And it's like... The thing is, that's why I, I kind of see where, like, the rioting and looting came from. Like I said, I don't agree with it, but it's, like, it, it's gotten a lot of attention from a lot of people that probably wouldn't have gave a shit about no damn regular peaceful protests. Like, because peaceful mm -hmm. protests have been happening over and over and over again. 
like when Omar uh, when Omar Arby happened, it was there was a lot of peaceful protests. Not 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 on the scale that they are now, but there were a lot of peaceful protests, and that shit went unheard for a lot of people. A lot of people didn't even know this shit happened, and it's like until this, you know what I mean? And then people talk about that, and it's like when all of those things came together, that's what caused this chaos. You know, and and people are, are super upset, and everyone doesn't know how to deal with the anger, the anger the same way. Some people know how to voice their anger and still be peaceful and remain composed. Some people don't, and that's what leads to this. You know, and and that's why I say like, this is what led. This is what led to this. You know, there's been a whole bunch of peaceful protests, a whole bunch of people trying to be peaceful, like Colin Kaepernick losing his job, and you know all these things, and then people, there's no change, and then it's like. Now, when people riot, you know, this is this this was horrible about it. Right. Because now that people have rioted and it seems like all these things has just gone to chaos. Right. Now, a lot of changes are coming about. That's horrible because now when people want more change, they're going to resort to the same thing. You know, if you actually just respond to peaceful protest this way, you respond to peaceful protest and, and you respond to and listen to these protesters and listen to what they're protesting about initially where it doesn't reach rioting and, and anything like that, then you continue, you know, you then it's like things things continue to get better and then shit doesn't have to go up in flames. When you only respond when shit goes up in flames, this is how people will continue to respond to that, and that's horrible. Well, uh, going back a little bit to what uh, Slasher said about Americans not being as good at rioting, I mean, you don't even have to look as far as Hong Kong. Like, look at how the French protest and riot. But... There's sort of a lesson in that. I think that Americans, compared to a lot of other people, even other Westerners like the French, Americans are very compliant compared to a lot of other people. Americans have this image that we're incredibly tough and in, in individualistic, and we are very individualistic to some extent. But most people in this country are beaten down every fucking day of their lives. Their actually only interaction with power or the government or politics is with police. And most people just, they don't have the energy to do anything but sit back and take it because you get these, you get these little things. You get, uh, you get a fucking cheap TV, you get delivery, you get, you get fucking any type of distraction. You have this entire consumer economy geared for you. So you will just sit back and fucking take it. Uh, the French have almost all the same things we do, but they have sort of more of a culture of resisting and uh, self-respect, for lack of a better term, for what they deserve for human rights. But I think what we're seeing with with this is that's changing. I mean, Adam Curtis is this uh, British documentarian that we've had on our show said that things will only change when most people feel like they'll have nothing to lose because the only way you go out wanting to change everything, wanting to completely tear everything down and start anew is if you feel that you have nothing to lose going forward, that your situation now it's about as bad as it can get in many mm -hmm. ways for you. And I yeah. think what we're seeing now is a shitload of Americans are there and everyone in power. They, they thought that the creature comforts of the consumer economy would hold it off for a few years longer before they could build bases on Mars and leave the fucking planet. 
I mean, one aspect that we haven't really talked about, it is a perfect storm. Coronavirus, 100,000 people are dead. Everyone is out of work. People are broke. People are bored. People have nothing to do. They don't know what their purpose in life is. And They only got $1,200. Yeah, I mean, so you have the entire financial system in America breaking down. You have people's health in ruins. We don't, we never got Medicare for all. Looks like that's not even going to be a fucking possibility. And people's hopes and dreams are at their lowest point in a long time so every 40 million like, unemployed everything 40 40 million million yeah, it's, it's just gonna get worse it's, yeah, it's, of... it's, it's like what's what's so disgusting about it is that like there was a long like there was even a battle for the extra additional 600 dollars a week in unemployment uh insurance that that republicans a couple of republicans wanted to like argue over to on top of everything else and while most average americans got 1200 dollars if they were lucky uh, to, to get them through this duration and unemployment, even though there are millions of unemployment claims that haven't been processed yet, so people haven't seen a fucking dime yet. Uh, there are 40 million people who are unemployed right now. People got $1,200. Meanwhile, large corporations got billions of dollars. So now they can just fucking buy out all the small business, all the small businesses. So everyone in the chat who fucking talk about looting and rioting, the real looting happens at the legal level and ha- and there are no consequences for it. Just like there's well, brutality so as much as they want and there's no consequences for that because they are part of the system they i mean an enormous them. amount of the small businesses are gone right i mean yeah. there's there's some yeah. estimate wiped out um i i walk just as uh, this is very i mean I, I, there's actual stats on this something like 30 to 40 percent of businesses are gone but like i walked through my um office complex i have a very big office complex of like dozens and dozens of businesses and i'm just walking through the day there's fucking nobody here like, yeah. like there's just there, there's there's like and I don't mean like they're closed down for COVID. I mean, they're cleaned out. They're empty offices all over the city. And it's just mm-hmm. like no one's left. Yeah. And 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 like what we've been looking at the east side stats and they've said that something like um, they anticipate that 30 to 40 percent of businesses will not reopen ever. Right. Like they're they're gone. Well, on top and that's of just, that, that's a stupefying stat. Well, those jobs aren't coming back. I mean, you're mm-hmm. going to have automation replace more and more jobs. Like we're moving towards an age of neo-feudalism. Mm-hmm. In 30 years, they will either need to have a depopulation event or a universal basic income. Asman, can you define have... neo-feudalism? I don't know what that means. I invent. I I thought. I don't know if I invented it. I'm sure other people use it before. What uh, I mean by that is mean, basically, yeah. you know, back in in Rome. 90% of the uh, of the people in Rome were slaves and they were subservient to the 10%. And I think this is what's going to happen in in the US and it's already happening. It's happening right now. We now have people that do shopping and they even bring you food. People's jobs now are to be subservient and to do services for people that bring in more money. And what's going to end up happening is as more of those jobs are going to be removed, as time goes on, those people will no longer have a voice because their voice is their money. If you have mm. no money, you have no voice. And yeah. once that happens, they're going to take away their right to vote. And that's going to happen in probably, I'd say, of like 80 years. I mean, they I don't know even, this, they... is kind of cra- this is kind of crazy talk, but to me, this is 100% what it's going to be. Well, they don't even have to take away people's right to vote now. I mean, they they often do in a lot of places. There is a huge problem with disenfranchisement in America, both along, you know, racial lines or just economic lines. But 
for the most part, like those people who are sort of even now subservient work in these shit jobs yeah. where they their lives aren't going to get any better. There's really no social mobility in America for people like them. It's just not set up for them. Everything is taking a fucking chunk out of their ass. They have they're completely divorced from the political process in any way They they have no interaction with the state. The state isn't doing fucking anything for them. All social services are hollowed out. Uh, I mean, like I said, the majority of their interactions with the state are probably police harassing them for no fucking reason. I mean, we're going to have, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people that are disillusioned. I mean, I think that the riots and, uh, the protests are evidence of that. And, And even people that aren't necessarily victims of the system are still disillusioned with it. I don't know yeah. how many times I'm sure a lot of you guys probably voted for somebody and you thought they were going to do something and then they didn't do the thing that they said that they were going to do. Like every that's poli- every politician of all time. Oh yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, I was trying to be Obama. About, trying to yeah. Uh, uh, right there. Changed his mind. Boys, we're almost at $30,000. Guys, God we're damn. literally, we're literally th- money. $3,513. $3,512.23. Away from 30K, boys. Hey, listen, you know, yeah, that's it. That's all that needs to be said. That that disillusionment. um, Um, Can we, wait, Swag is our guest this week. Is he? Can we we talk to Swag? Swag, what's going on in your world? Anything on the timeline? Anything crazy? Uh, Nah, just been gaming as usual. One thing I saw on on Twitter that I saw was crazy. Uh, One of the things I saw, I don't know if you guys saw the clip where the guy was running out like one of the protesters with a sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did you guys <laughs> see that? Low sword looking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the first, the narrative was like that the the protesters just beat up this guy owning this business, and then it came out later that he was charging at people with the sword. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I like just he was Master one. Chief from Halo. Like, what was that device? Man? Oh no, no, no! It's not that. It's not that one. That one was in yeah, the car. This is a different one. dude. This is the dude in. Yeah, there's a dude. Wasn't this one of these guys with swords, man? They have this psychopathic fantasy that they're living out in this moment. This is like, you know how we say like looters are opportunistic? Those guys are also opportunistic. Looters are opportunistic in the sense that they're poor and like this is a time to revolt and like this is a good opportunity to maybe get some like new fucking shoes or something if you have an opportunity. There was like that one white guy was stealing like a Lego set to the Target in Minneapolis. Like, I saw that. Yeah. Like, do you? Do that you? Was, like, you're getting a fucking awesome. free Lego set out of that. Target doesn't give a shit anyway. Right. But those guys are also opportunistic in the sense that, like, they have, I mean, they're bored out of their minds. They have these, like, weird primal fears that manifest because they're, they're on the internet for far too fucking long. And these are the same guys who, like, oftentimes will think, like, you know, these guys these looters are out there these these black guys are saying like kill all whites when they're protesting it's like no they're not fucking saying that dumbass it's not a real thing you just like made that up but they but they believe it and you can't convince them out of this delusion yeah people that are radicalizing themselves exactly and so that guy sees that as an opportunity a lot of those guys see that as an opportunity to be a hero the hero that they fancy themselves when they're fucking taking a shower and like picturing themselves doing like the cool thing that they saw in the movies this is their opportunity. That guy yep. literally tweeted about going outside with his sword and like potentially killing someone. I think the day of the night, the, that same night, he went outside to defend someone else's bar, and he was running in the middle of the street, chasing like a black kid in a with yep. a skateboard. 
uh, chasing him with a sword and, and trying to kill him. And the narrative immediately changed to what the reality was. Originally, they were like, the guy died defending his own property. Then we found out the guy didn't die and was not defending his own property. But it doesn't matter. The people that saw the fake news already uh, are, are going along with yeah. that narrative regardless. I mean, well, there was the other one uh, where the the cops arrested the FBI agent. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. That, that awesome. one apparently yeah. was fake. Um, no, 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 that's an old video, and he's yeah, not it an was, FBI agent. That's a really yeah, old video. Yeah, he's not an FBI agent. Did you guys see yeah, the I, one I where the, uh, the college students got pulled out by those six cops? Like, they pulled him out of the car? Yeah, Atlanta. Um, they got fired. Oh. No. Yeah. They were all arrested. Yeah. They, I think they all, yeah, they all got, they all got arrested. Yeah, the yeah. six cops just like tased in like this couple. Just, I think they were past curfew. I think by like thirty in minutes. Their cars, or though. Yeah, yeah. And so here's the thing, and this is happening in New York. Slasher and, and Felix can talk to this more. Listen, this is about collective punishment, guys. Okay, which is illegal, but this is not about. This is not about, you know, stopping looting. The looting is just. The looting is just the red herring, the thing that they will focus on and say, yeah. this is why we need to be brutal. So why the fuck yeah. are you beating the shit out of old people in Buffalo or beating the fuck out of bikers or beating the fuck out of a guy who left the hospital uh, because he's an essential worker and arresting them? Why are you doing all this shit? It's because it's collective punishment. Why? Because people are finally fucking fed up with police brutality and they're coming out in droves and they're saying, you, you need to stop doing this. They're exercising their fundamental American First Amendment right and doing civil disobedience and getting punished for it. Random people in New York are getting punished for it because cops have gotten completely out of control and, and they can do whatever the fuck they want. So they think that they can do this shit to you with the hopes that maybe you'll stop eventually. What's if crazy you, if you learn your place? What's crazy to me is and th th this is the part I don't, I don't understand. Donald Trump could have literally probably found us or presented a solution to this day one and things would have been solved. Like, why hasn't he done anything? Why is he's he hiding? He's there? hiding in a bunker. He, you see, like, he turned the lights off at the white house. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, they, believe that. I couldn't believe that. I was like, wow. Well, wasn't well, that they, a picture they, that was from a long time ago? No, no, they, the lights are out. But I mean, part of it is that I think that there are aspects to the presidency that Trump likes. Like, do you remember when he had, I forget what football team was over, and he like bought them hamburgers or some fucking stupid. Oh, shit. I think it was like yeah. the uh, the college yeah. football. They wanted yeah, yeah. There's like so burgers he, and yeah. stuff. He likes doing shit like that, and he probably likes picking up the phone, you know, ordering a drone strike to kill people. He likes the film image of the presidency, but things like COVID and things like this, where you actually have to like do some type of work and spend some time on it. I don't think he likes that at all. I think that he'll like he's kind of checked out he's sort of been checked out since the beginning i'm of the opinion that he didn't really want to be president in the first place it just kind of happened yeah i mean he did say that the killing of floyd was that that's been the thing in the conservative world i haven't actually seen among conservative professional conservative pundits not among like just you know assholes on the internet but like people who paid for this i've only seen one guy actually defend the killing of uh of george floyd but I, yeah. I think I think with Trump, it's both laziness and also uh, the fear that he would alienate his base of, you know, white supporters who don't think you should ever criticize the police no matter what the fuck they do. Well, this is like what I was talking about before about how all of these issues turn into be like something partisan. I remember whenever like net neutrality was a big thing 
and it seemed to me like it was kind of a universal thing that it was uh it was a good thing yeah and then that turned into being yeah it it turned political and then you have of course like global warming which is extremely political and and it seems like every single issue now is politicized in order to control the uh in order to control the narrative and create two opposing viewpoints and i think the truth is that both like of the two opposing viewpoints are incomplete and i think they're they're crafted in a way to create people uh to make them like not fully understand what's going on and to and keep the, them bickering yeah. about what like what the looting is or and something like, like abortion yeah. it's like abortion or or gun laws yeah. 90% of american citizens believe in expanding uh gun laws to have universal background checks 75% of nra members believe in having universal background checks why the fuck don't we have it or abortion 75 percent of americans don't believe we should overturn roe v wade why the fuck are we having a conversation about this isn't this a democracy aren't we supposed to do what is the the uh, will of the people no people people are arguing about this because they want to polarize and have two separate teams meanwhile you know do you feel like the media plays a big part in that? Because I think that it does. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, it's not even that everything's political. Everything is a culture war issue now. Yeah. The only way you can alienate people from things that they actually want or don't quite know they want yet or can't like put into words why they want them or that they want them is to make it a fucking culture war issue. Everyone, yeah, like you said, like global warming should be a thing that everyone fucking cares about. Gun control, blah, blah, blah. Like the, the, a lot of these things are unambiguous. And if you look at the polling, everyone is behind these. Like Medicare for all, that's a fucking another one. But culture war is the only way that our politics are conducted. And what that means is like dividing everything, yeah, into two camps because there are only two main ways you could execute power as a voter in America. And the, mainly, your cultural signifiers are the way that you express that. Like, so instead of, you know, being like, oh yeah, well, I'm a gun owner, but I think that, you know, I've witnessed firsthand climate change. It's something we should do something about. We can figure it out. You're told by like, in in one case, conservative media, like, oh yeah, you're actually, you know, those fucking like annoying people with pink hair in videos. You're like one of them. If you care about this, it's also like a narrative of right versus left culture war is a very easy thing for media to sell but it's also media is just doing the job of capital like capital is the main people selling you the culture war, and it goes the other way it goes the fucking other way where instead of you know if you're a democrat thinking that yeah it's crazy how many fucking people just die how many people like literally kill themselves because of medical debt because they don't want to sell their family with it mm. that should be something we should do something about instead you're told like the main thing is that you everyone everyone on the other side of you is uneducated they're like some red state fucking bumpkin there's some piece of shit and you should just be content in being a liberal because it means you're a good person it's the way that we're sold everything now it's kind of weird how you know we have these news organizations that are multi-billion dollar for-profit industries that are owned by billionaires and then the politicians are just bribed basically by the other billionaires and nobody actually gets what they want and it's just a bunch of bullshit. like i was thinking about it the other day it really it's really pretty fucked up well billionaires get what they want they definitely get what they want they get everything they they want out of that circumstance Mm -hmm. 
It's no, I mean, technically it's only Felix, Felix will, Felix and I could talk endlessly about this for sure, but like every single person that you see in the media, every single fucking person that you see in the media should be getting up there like a NASCAR race jacket. Like, you know how you in NASCAR race jacket where you have your sponsors on? Showing exactly what fucking lobbying firms they work for and exactly what the fucking clients are. But they don't. They come out as liberals and Democrats and Republicans and act like they have a totally separate agenda when they defend a lot of the same things. Now, are there fundamental disagreements? Certainly. But ultimately, when it comes to issues, when it comes to issues like tax cuts for the wealthy, when it comes to not fighting back against, um, not fighting back enough against deregulation, um, not doing enough for global warming, it's just, the agenda isn't, is is always whatever the fuck the billionaires want. Isn't not that having why, Medicare uh, for all is a great example of this as well. I don't mm-hmm. know. I remember. Isn't that why Jink left uh, MSNBC? I remember. Jink left like, MSNBC because even though he was for the first time ever, their t- in that time slot they were yeah defeating, he was a top person. Yeah, they were they were like fucking nearing Fox News numbers, which had never happened before. Um, but he was criticizing Obama all the time. He just yeah, kept criticizing. Oh, exactly. Jake used to be a lot more base back in the day. He's, he's definitely a, he's definitely a lot more tame now. But uh, he used to just shit on Obama on MSNBC from the left, and they fucking hated that. They pulled him in. They were like, "You can't do this. Like, we are we're a liberal outlet. Like, Obama is our president. You can't just like constantly fucking attack him this much. We need access. We need access to the administration. You're gonna fuck that up if you keep doing this." I mean, man, you can you can take this situation that's going on right now and see four completely different viewpoints on local news. The yeah. focus is on the protesters and the rioters and how that is messing up all the cities. And that is the main problem. If you go on social media, you see five hour montages of cops destroying fucking protesters and brutalizing protesters and fucking out civilians. If you go on right wing mainstream media, they're blaming Antifa. And how the Antifa left is infiltrating the right and causing all the the rioting and protesters. And if you go on the mainstream left media, they were saying the white nationalists are actually the ones causing all the issues. And they're screwing up all of the um, black support going on in the country. So you can get four completely different narratives based on where you are going to get your media and get your news. And everyone is using that to set whatever they want in motion it's you know it's literally the most common practice in law or actually pr for some things and that's to create reasonable doubt and it's amazing how when you just put a little bit of information on somebody's plate they feel like they can deny everything reasonable doubt is an incredibly powerful tool and i think that's what a lot of people use Mm -hmm. well i mean i guess like makes me think of uh metal gear solid 2 entire thing it's a little bit because what was that what was that game about it was about how we will be controlled by information in the future not like 1984 not like they're going to restrict everything you see but by a deluge there will be so much information you will not be able to discern reality from unreality mm. and it will and just lull you into confusion that's interesting sounds, you sounds say accurate. that because another thing that's really common right now that just popped up recently online, because I, I work with like a lot of talent management and PR crisis stuff. Um, something that just came up was always turn off the comments. If you have a scandal or something, you make your statement and you always turn off the comments because what's happening is a lot of the public is so fucking stupid that they hear all of the facts of the situation. They hear both sides, but then they immediately go to the comments or the reports to see what everyone else is saying to figure out how they should think. think. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, a lot of people don't even have their own opinions. They really don't. They don't know what to think. Well, they'll, well yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll read the, the title of the fucking article and then I'll go to the comments and be like, yeah, I fucking knew it. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's life in America is you have this fucking shitty job. You're you're working more hours for less pay than your parents did. Most likely every bit of technology that was supposed to help your job, like email or teleconferencing, is actually making you work more for no extra compensation. You're alienated from people around you. Your sense of community is fucking dying. You don't really have any lasting friendships. You have trouble maintaining any connection with people because every moment of your life is fucking work or worrying about work or worrying about how you have no fucking money and then and then and then you pick up this fucking four inch piece of glass that you get to look at every day and just like yeah read yeah like oh yeah it's it's the time of day where i get mad i love this part (laughs) it's the time of day where i just get pissed off at the headlines because that's the only way you can feel something and that's life for like Tens of millions of Americans. I mean, like, like, to, see, like, like to your point earlier, and this is just anecdotally, but I've been on the internet for like a long fucking time and I've been using the internet for a long time. I'm a fucking nerd. I must have been using the internet 10 hours a day for the last 20 years or something mm-hmm. longer. And Good. even, and I've mentioned this to some people in the last few days, the amount of videos and media that has happened just from everything in the last week, I think is more than I've ever seen in my entire life. There was yeah. just so much content to consume and so much things happening everywhere because technology has advanced so heavily. Everyone has a smartphone, everyone has a camera, everyone has photos and videos, and there's just an overload of things happening everywhere that it is becoming really difficult to keep track of. Yeah. things that are happening yeah i mean yeah that's what that is a term information overload it's like and it's just so much coming at you um it's hard to like process it all and then i mean i i feel like that's why i mean like back to felix's point how work and everything and how life and daily life is for most things that's why i feel like coronavirus also i definitely did have an effect on this because people were at home and forced to connect with other people and it's like you're forced to talk to other people because you ain't working all day because you ain't doing shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're bored. And so you're either online or talking to friends or actually spending time with family. And then, you know, when all of this shit happened, it's like that's why people even have the energy to do this shit. And like on the scale, it's been like, you know, all 50 states and like a whole bunch of other countries is just like, it, well, you know, I, I mean, yeah. So I feel like that, that, that definitely was a big contributing factor, too. Because I feel like if it wasn't for that and people still were at work, like some people wouldn't even would have been probably been too tired to go out and protest. Too tired. Really to about this, dude, like, is like if that shit wasn't recorded, mm-hmm. nobody be protesting because that guy would have been resisting arrest. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They, well, yeah. we would have gone by the original report, right? Yeah. And we would have just been like, oh, yeah, he was resisting arrest, and then yeah, that was the original was crazy. report. What's crazy to me about it is like for this whole situation. Wait, wait, real quick. Wait, the original report was actually resisting arrest. The original report was it was worse than that, wasn't it? It was was like it was like he resisted arrest, and then and then didn't the coroner say? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, you guys are gonna know this better than me, but it was fucked up, right? The most fucked thing about this entire situation is that the very first day before the protest, before the rioting, before the looting the police and the coroner came out and said that it wasn't like they didn't have conclusive evidence and they were not going to charge the yeah. cop. Okay. Yeah, and then, and then people started protesting yeah. and then they charged the police. So if people didn't start protesting, it is actually fucking possible. They never would have charged yeah. the cop 
And that is so unbelievable that we are at that point. Well, and, then know, they, they, I, and then they charged them with third degree murder at first also, which is... It's like, second degree. And, and, and then, no, they recently changed it. Yeah, and yeah. And yeah. charged yeah. the other officer. I think the other... And then charged, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a joke on Twitter this that has a 440k retweets. It took all 50 states, the Amish, K-pop stands, 13 countries, witches, anonymous, the LGBT community, celebrities, stan Twitter, people of color, white allies, and Batman to get second degree murder and three cops arrested. And we had yeah. the president and the military against us. My God. <laughs> Asman, continue your point. Sorry about that. I was gonna say, like, you know, at the beginning, I, I try to like like, I didn't really take the cops' side, obviously, but I, I wasn't going to go and just say that all cops are terrible people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm -hmm. it, it really makes my job of doing that hard whenever I just get to watch clip after clip of them kicking people in the yeah. head. Like, I, like I really, I really I'm, try I'm to be even-minded about this. I really do my best, but there's only so many of those, you know, there's one he pulled down the guy's corona mask and sprayed him like yeah yeah, yeah that was here New York. Yeah. There's, there's, like, the, there's the guy where he where he holds a fucking stick and like shoves it into the guy's hand and then starts bashing his skull yeah, in like he's putting his <laughs> yeah he's got a deadly weapon like, now he grabs the stick and like literally puts it in his Put hand and bashes yeah. did, did you see the one did you see the one where um the reporter was on the floor and he was like that with his head and then the guy just oh, randomly geez. like sneakily sprayed him like just for oh yeah, reason. they do that all the time. They spray, they spray from cars. They spray at reporters all the time. That's one of the funniest, fucking, most insane things. But but one of the funniest, but uh, craziest things has been is like seeing journalists that cover war all the fucking time come back to America and like and and shocked that cops are just beating the shit out of them here. Like they get more protection in a battlefield than they do in the streets of seattle like I mean, there, was that's, a, there was a photographer that lost uh her eye they yeah, shot rubber her bullets, with a right? rubber, rubber bullet yeah so oh, many people they shot her with a rubber bullet it. and she lost her eye i mean these things are less than lethal that means they can still kill you especially because these cops don't fucking shoot them on the ground like they're supposed to and make them bounce off the ground they shoot them directly at you like it's target practice. The, the brazenness of the police to arrest media and to injure protesters while they're being filmed, like the camera person will be like two feet away. Okay, it's gigantic yeah. camera. And obviously, the recording live, and the police will still be brutalizing yeah. people. It is unbelievable that. And this just is remember, the yeah, that remember. That. They know they're being filmed, and they're still yeah, doing this shit. shit. So imagine, yeah. imagine what they do when they're not being like they know they're not being filmed. Did you ever see that? They are. I think there was a protester on the ground, and like five cops like looked around. And they just started beating him up, but they didn't know anybody was filming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, so that's what I'm saying, man. They want to do this shit. Like that's what I said about like my dad. Like, and my dad's had other experiences with this shit too. And this is like white people in the '60s. This isn't some kind of like crazy weird thing. And so imagine what they're doing to other people besides that. Uh, it, it's it's disgusting. It really yeah, is. Yeah, a lot of people hyper-focus on, like, just the police murder. But what a lot of people fail to recognize is that every routine stop usually still ends up in, in somewhat of a scuffle. Not every single one, but, like, a lot of these routine stops can end up in violent scuffles and people being arrested. And that's still fucked up. You know what I mean? That yeah. still plays a significant role. Like, well, it, it plays a huge role in your life. 
like if you get that charge it's going to be harder for you to get a job like that's going to stay with you for a long time like that's something that's going to affect your whole fucking life and not to mention like just because you're not dead doesn't mean you don't have like a permanent or a long-term injury yeah and that's again you know then somebody goes and fucking sues the police and we pay for it again so we can't actually do that so there's a thing you were asking for solutions this is another one it's called qualified immunity so police officers don't get sued uh like it's, it's very difficult to sue a police officer for misconduct and uh because of qualified immunity and one of the immediate things that we need to do is end qualified immunity so that officers can be directly sued by their victims obviously most cops don't have enough money but this would be uh, paid out by state budget and i think that that would probably create an additional incentive by states and uh and uh, localities to ensure that their cops aren't running around bonking on heads without any sort of regulation whatsoever I don't know. I just I don't think I'm that fucking unreasonable when I say this stuff. And I've been saying this no. shit for a very long time. And I'm surprised that like so many people are finally coming on board with this mentality because it's insane. It well, is- I think that it's it's more I think the real challenge of this is to appeal to the middle of the road people and even the conservatives and help them understand how these issues affect them. Even though they might be, even if like worse, you know, for them, worst case scenario, it only affects black people. So they don't care about it. It still affects them. And that, yeah. that's the, that's the challenge to overcome. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say the road people. I will say like, um, it has been heartening because I feel like, uh, being skeptical at the very fucking least skeptical of police reports of what how cops describe their own shooting, how they describe their own conduct. That's been a very lonely position in America for my entire lifetime. A lot of these positions have, but I've never seen it like that. I've never seen as many, yeah, middle of the road people come on this side as I have now. And it's, it's as awful as the things that cause this are, it's actually very heartening to see so many fucking Americans come together on this. Mm -hmm. The world. Not just Americans, yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. It's I just, yeah. it is really wild because, like, think about Ferguson protests and stuff. Like, it was never this widespread, um, it, and and uh, it was seen exclusively as like a black issue. And Black Lives Matter still is about um, black people being disproportionately killed by police officers, but it's most importantly about police brutality. And I'm seeing so much solidarity. So many people, just white people, Asian people, brown mm-hmm. people, all in the fucking streets, all in the fucking streets protesting police brutality. And it is unlike anything I've ever seen before. It is definitely not like uh, how the, the BLM movement was when it originally came out. But so many people, even in my chat, coming into my chat every day, telling me, listen, I was an All Lives Matter guy like four or five years ago. And I've come around on this position. I've learned. And I think that is a... Uh, that is a good thing. It's it's a sign of progress. There's still much more that needs to be done, but it's still ultimately a good thing that uh, yeah, people dude, are finally I, recognizing this I, I, I love problem. this shit because honestly, well, fuck, Abdu just left. I don't know, Swag, maybe you can black me up here, but black folks, we're exhausted. Like, we're just exhausted. Like, we've been dealing with this shit for years for and so years long. and years. 
So just mm-hmm. to see anyone take a stand and like speak on our behalf and like I've actually part one of my lanes because I believe that everyone has their lane in a revolution is that I always tell people like, thank you. Thank you for speaking up. Thank you for using your platform. Thank you for sharing resources. I don't know if enough people that are participating are being told thank you, but so many of us do appreciate it because like we don't know what the fuck to do. Like we really, we really don't. And it came to a point where a lot of black people in America, we just accept it. And we're like, great, this is a part of our lives and we have to go thicker skin and just go through it. And now like the past couple, like the past week or so, I'm like, wait, is there going to be change? People care. People care about me. Like it- it's actually really interesting for me to see too. Well, did they say is the biggest civil rights movement? Like this is the biggest in the history. I think it, that's, that's what someone tweeted. that This is the biggest civil rights movement uh it's it's really big i mean if you want to include social media and everything it's hard to say that it's not i i I know like i mean to me right i mean i think that whether you think all lives matter or black lives matter you're gonna arrive at the same conclusion like that's what i think is so important to drive home with these people is that it doesn't matter like what matters is that you stop this from happening and that's what makes the biggest difference in in, in my mind. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, I saw a video where there were uh, medical tents for um, protesters that were being uh, treated. These were being destroyed by uh, by cops. Yeah, by cops. And uh, what's the other one I'm looking for? There was like other like military. I don't know if they're private or what, but by by other uh, uh, people. But anyways. I find that completely like like that's the one part like as far as like the looting goes obviously like you know the looting I don't support right but you know the protests I do and having cops or whoever destroy medical tents like that's some shit where if this was also happen- a war crime this literally was, a yeah, war crime this was if this was happening in like geo like political wars and shit right the fucking Geneva Convention would, would have a goddamn fucking you know meltdown they would literally like yeah it's a war crime that's to destroy medical tents is so it's 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 just there is you you gain nothing from that. It's the most cheap, petty thing you could do. So that's the one part that I really just can't get behind at all. That's just, it's disgusting. And now we have curfews that are intended to stop the peaceful protests and to try to quell the people from uprising around the city. The last time that we had a curfew in New York City was 80 years ago when a white cop shot a black um, veteran in the Bronx. That was a lot, and there was an uprising in New York City. So we're right back 80 years later to where we were before. There is going to be an 8 p.m. curfew in New York City for the foreseeable future. That is insane to me um, that we are having this around the country. I think California just ended it, maybe LA. Hassan, didn't mm-hmm. they said the curfew? I think they said the curfew has ended on the 7th. Yeah, yeah. I mean, New York, on the other yeah, hand, I don't, is... I don't think they were expecting everyone to keep protesting. If these protests continue to happen and only get bigger every day, I mean, who says they're not going to reenact the curfew to stay longer, especially if the police and the people are going to continue to clash constantly? Well, aren't they ending it in L.A.? Are they talking about I thought I was going to like they were like leaning towards ending the uh, no, not sorry, the curfew. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, best case scenario, there is no curfew and people can protest during the day. They don't have to worry about the fucking cops beating them and there's no extreme rioting. But it doesn't seem like we've gotten to that anywhere in any of the major cities. There's still one in D.C., Here's here's another thing I got to mention about about riots. Okay, this this is important because, like, Joe Rogan usually has some decent takes on stuff like this. But he was talking about how, like, oh, well, you know, the use of force is somewhat justified, even though police are escalating. In, uh, in a lot of these situations because of the riots. 
police maintain law and order simply by existing, right? They, they drive their cop cars around. You know that they're going to attend if there's a break-in. That's why you don't do it if you want to do something like that. You feel because you're poor, but you don't because you know cops will come and attend. The real reason why riots break out, as we have seen time and time again, is because cops are the escalating factor, the agitating factor in all of them. But the real reason why looting also occurs is because in places like Minneapolis, they were too busy bonking on fucking heads to go and to go and, and make sure that there was some sort of law and order in areas they were looting. Like it, the, the looting started at Target and AutoZone, not because these people were like, fuck Target, fuck AutoZone. We hate those big corporations. It happened because police lined up and, and decided to like castle doctrine their precinct, the third precinct in Minneapolis. And the target was across the street. So as soon as, as soon as they started tear gassing this crowd of protest, which would have peacefully demonstrated and wouldn't have stormed the fucking precinct if it wasn't for uh, pepper spraying, tear gassing, and routine like head knocking, none of this would have escalated to the point that it did. That's just, that's just the, that's the reason why you don't see looting and rioting now, not because police are being aggressive, but because police aren't being aggressive. And I've attended protests. My friends have attended protests in the past couple of days. In every single one of these instances, if police officers do not attack and do not agitate, it does not get out of control. You just let the crowd walk through the city and then they disperse. That's how it works. I, I think that's true for the most part. I mean, I'm sure that there are people that are opportunistic and they want to come there to cause chaos and to take yeah. advantage of the situation. They, I, they, I, they seem to be I, separate from the protesters, though, Asman. Like, like, um, like, yeah. um, well, that, that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. Well, by the nature of their goal, they're separate from the protesters. But I think but there's, but what he's saying is they're still in the exist. same crowd. But I, I don't no, even I don't know. For the most, for the most part, when yeah. you see the looting, they're like in a different section, like and, on, yeah, exactly. on, and be, because with most of the most of the protest people, you're consistently walking. You may have an end goal where you stop at, but for the most part, you can you walk a lot, you know, and it's like you're going through. So it's like well, a, lot I, I think time, it a lot of times the people that are looting, they're like stopping and then their own little session, and people are like continuously walking. But sometimes it's such a big crowd. That even though people are still walking, it's enough time. It's a, a, enough people out there to the point where it seems like they're actually part of the crowd. Right, but in that large crowd, there are definitely people with their cameras out that want a good video for Twitter. Yeah, there are. That, that, and, and of we have yeah. to acknowledge the opportunists, whether they are here to kill somebody in their crazy sword Jake fantasy, Paul. whether well, they Jake want Paul. a YouTube video. Yeah. Or, well, yeah, like Jake called, you fucking know he walked out of that house and said the word content 10 fucking times before they even got idiot. in the car. Like, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's amazing to me that so often we look at situations and we never think about the person's intent that caused it. We never look at their intent. We just think about how we feel after the fact. And I, I love trying to figure out why did this person do this before I pass judgment on whether I accept or deny what they did. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think what uh, what Hassan's saying is true in a lot of cases. You know, the police do escalate things, and then you know it's just a war of escalation. Uh, I think that all of them are honestly true. It's not like one thing being true means that the other thing isn't true. I think that yeah. police escalate things, and then you have opportunists too at the same time. And, yeah, there's uh, always opportunists. Violence is yeah. constant. Looting is all. There's always going to be opportunists. There's always going to be bad people. 
There's always going to be people that want to fuck shit up. Okay. I'm not saying that that does not exist. What I'm simply stating is why don't riots occur daily on a daily basis? Why doesn't looting occur on a daily basis? It's because police officers maintain the presence of law and order by simply existing. But if you're too horny to beat the fuck out of people who are like, you're killing us, motherfucker, who are demonstrating, if you're too horny to go beat them up, that you, you can't even focus on the fucking looting and you can't have law and order. This is exactly what the fuck happens. Yeah. So- and, and and there's another point also to add to that is like the fact that the co- police were being so aggressive actually added to the added fuel to like and added to the amount of protests and the amount of people coming out. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people that came out, they probably never experienced police brutality. They were just out there for the cause because they seen the video. They were enraged. And when they go out there and then they actually face the police brutality, probably for the first time in their life, it's like, wow, this shit is like, that. this is their just first like time. like in the movies. Yeah, it's like, this shit is real. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And then it's like, it, it adds more and more. Now more and more people are going out. And it's the, 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 the and it's continued. They're continuing the protest. Like, I'm going to a protest actually like in seven hours or something yeah. like that. And it's like, it's... It's, it's I, didn't, I didn't like the fact that they just give guns to all the cops. Like, I feel like you need to be a cop for like five, six years before you get handed a gun. Uh, I, I don't know about that. The I think problem, like, if you give them more training, it would be okay. But I, yeah. I think that with the level like, of training it, they it, have... In like, the UK, we, we don't it. have guns. Like, that None of the cops have guns or police officers. Yeah, but the UK doesn't have... But the UK doesn't have the amount of guns we have on the streets as... Right, we we have like fucking I mean, twenty guns per person here. Yeah, but we we do have like a, a uh, like a gun, obviously like a gun department like squad squad that comes out if 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 the you know suspect has a gun, you have the right you know trained oh, yeah. people. But the regular police officers don't have guns. They just have. They've only recently just had tasers added to the you know equipment. I mean, what Greek's not wrong. The situation, but I, I think they should have like two different two different like the, the regular officers shouldn't have guns. But they should have a department. Say if there is a situation with a gun, then they can call that department, well, which has more skill. Here's, a, here's an interesting question: Is like that place we were talking about earlier, Camden? How do they handle guns with police officers? Do all of them have guns? And like, w- what's going on over there? What do you mean? In in say that no, answer? no. Uh, it was the I think it was at like Camden, New Jersey, or something like that that we were talking about earlier. Camden, New like, Jersey, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The the different type of police force. Like, do they all have guns? I'm know. not. I'm not exactly well, sure on that. I have to do some reading on Camden, like just in general. But I mean, uh, to Greek's overall point, you can't think that the gun issue, which is another huge problem here in America, is not directly tied into police. Those are obviously tied together here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of, of I, I just don't understand. Like, why can't they just give the guns to the more experienced cops that have been in the force for a little longer and just give the other guys like a, you know? I mean. Yeah, stuff. just have a baton. At the very yeah. most, a taser. Yeah, a, a baton like, and a taser. Cop, like, most beat cops don't, don't need... need to have fucking AR-15s and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's just it's crazy. Just over, it's literally overkill. Like, if there is a situation with a gun, then you get the more experienced cops who have ex- more experience called in. Like a like you guys have SWAT, but like the UK SWAT, I'm pretty sure is like like the like if there's a gu- situation with a gun, they'll call the the SWAT team in. I mean, uh, like one one thing I will say is like I mean I. I wouldn't say police shouldn't have guns, especially from where I'm from. It's like if they had to call I in cops, if they had to call in cops when a gun situation was there, they would. The cops would never get there in time, <laughs> ever. Like it, 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 they would. People would just laugh at them. Oh shit, they got to call a squad, <laughs> and then they would run, and they would never be caught. This shit would never. But I do think 
that it's not like, like, it's it not like crime is running rampant in like yeah, European yeah. cities where cops yeah. aren't fucking heavily yeah. armed. You know what I mean? It's not like European cities are crime infested hellholes or whatever, but they seem to get by when police have at least symbolically a a respect for the well-being and livelihood of the the citizens they're supposed to protect and serve more so than the american cops which is not really saying much because american Euro- europeans don't have gangs don't of care. people with ar-15s what european cities don't have gangs of people with ar-15s no i i understand I, I don't think that i mean demilitarizing the police force is an important step in gun control overall uh, I, I think that there also needs to be, this is a much larger problem than just the police force. Mm-hmm. The issue here is um, the more we, we justify giving more arms to the police because we keep saying people have guns, we need the cops to have more guns, that, that conversation just, ends sure, up with just more guns. manufacturers. I don't think I, they should be, they should all have like AR-15s or walk around like, you know, but if they have a pistol at least to be able to protect themselves or if a situation is like, they don't have time to call in other people or time to really, you know, I, I like we, you know, sometimes police are in situations where they don't have time to really wait for anyone or wait for backup or wait, you know, they need a way to protect themselves. I, I think, the, I, I think honestly, I, I think another, what were you saying? With, the, with the nature of the U S now with how many people have guns and like how, how prevalent violent crime is, I think that the police officers should have guns. But the issue is that whenever the police officers don't have the training required to have the state of mind that's necessary to use that gun in a good way and uh, a a successful way, then I think that's really what the problem is. Yeah, but then even if you think about it, right, the dude, for example, the dude that stood stood on George Floyd, they said he had 18 complaints, 18, like 18 complaints. That's 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 a lot of complaints for like one. Sorry, go ahead. It, it just yeah, doesn't totally. make sense. Like, how how do you have that many complaints and they keep him there till eventually he kills someone? Mm-hmm. I, I I honestly okay. also I think they should. Also well, they usually have a keep you after you kill have... someone too. <laughs> like, sorry, Greek, go ahead. That's right. Carry on. Mate. No, 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 no. I, I was just I just wanted to say they oh. they, kill, they keep you after you kill people too. It's only when we find out and we're like, yeah. this shit is fucked up, and then they yeah, still right. fucking keep you yeah. because the police union is insanely powerful. But yeah. that's a separate conversation. It's just so fucked. Doesn't, doesn't make go sense. on, Greek. Sorry. No, I, I also think it should be mandatory that they have the uh, camera, a camera rolling, a chess cam at all times for any situation that they go. Like, I don't understand why that isn't a thing yet. Yeah, the body cam situation of them the body, being able to turn them off is if, absolutely if, ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I think if if you can, if you can, if they're getting paid that much money and and that's that much money is getting put into the police force, they should at least have a little body cam running at all times at any situation. And if it does get switched off, it doesn't. They they got some serious questions, uh, you know, answers to be made. So I don't know. I just think they should all have a cam running at all times. A lot of problems would get solved if that was it, but it's always off. Like, how's it always yeah. off? <laughs> I mean, sometimes people get better, better angles than the uh, chess camera. <laughs> it still doesn't matter. <laughs> so well, I mean, Baltimore. Ba- there's a funny story out of Baltimore, which is an incredibly corrupt police department. For anyone who's from Maryland or from Baltimore, you would know this. But or if you watch the um, wire, you so so, or if you watch the wire. <laughs> um, this is one of my favorite uh, police corruption brutality stories, but uh, undercover officers. So uh, body cameras 
turn on 30 seconds before you actually turn it on. I don't know if you guys know this. This is how dash cams work too. So they're like on a constant feed and it starts recording 30 seconds prior to you actually turning it on. And uh, unless you like put a tape over it. So one of these guys didn't time it correctly in Baltimore. And there's this beautiful loop of him walking up to a, a like dirt patch or whatever after they arrested a suspect and planting drugs that he took out of his pocket inside of a canister walking back out then turning his fucking body camera on but it it recorded the the prior 30 seconds as well where he did all that walking over there to the dirt patch finding the drugs perfectly planted in the uh can and then arresting and then com you know completing the arrest it's oh, great shit like this happens yeah. all the fucking time mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it should be as soon as the call's made and they they got a situation then it should be switched on the car journey there and then yeah them it's just it's just a joke dude yeah actually when you do that, that you're, you're not when you do that you can't be a like cop anymore bit. you just can't when you kill someone you, you just like if it's completely unjustifiable and in a lot of instances it is you can't be a cop anymore chris rock has a really good bit about this where he's like if if you got on a plane and you know nine times out of ten you were safe but that one time you died we wouldn't go on planes anymore like no one would fucking fly but when cops do this, uh, when cops kill people uh, or when cops beat the shit out of people inappropriately or arrest the wrong person, it's totally fine. It's crazy. No one is saying that policing isn't a difficult job. It truly is a difficult job. Okay. Mm -hmm. They need to handle the responsibility they've been given and they are very clearly not handling it appropriately. They're doing everything well, that, they can that's why i think they need more training i mean i i know that people were talking to me about this before and i was uh i heard that you know in other places in the world in europe for example the police training is much 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 more extensive than it is in the u.s and i think that's obviously a really really good first step because like realistically we're never going to get rid of the police so we have to figure out how to make it work and not just be a complete clusterfuck <laughs> of power hungry assholes Yes. One other solution is outside of community policing. One other solution is civilian led police departments. What that means is you need to have civilian oversight community leaders that are elected or appointed to that position that have oversight over the fucking police. Police can't be policing other police because as we have seen time and time again, that when cops are looking into other cops, they let a lot of shit slide from the coroner all the way to the prosecutor, all the way to the mm -hmm. fucking judge. They can't play judge, jury, executioner and then get off and get away with it because other cops are the ones who are also doing the fucking uh, policing of other cops. Well, also civilians that pay their taxes that fucking pay for this police force should have oversight over the police because they are public servants. They're supposed to serve you and me. They're supposed to serve every single person in that community, not themselves. All, the top, all the top guys are probably corrupt, dirty cops. It doesn't make sense. Like how they how they invest they they like they also investigate themselves. It's like yeah, that's, I slapped the shit <laughs> out of uh, ourselves and found ourselves to be doing nothing wrong. Wow. Yeah, it's like it's like it's the same shit with like fucking putting uh, people from Goldman Sachs and the Treasury and, and and the Fed. Like these are the what like you. It's the revolving door between the the SEC and and uh and and financial institutions. Like oh oh really. You're going to police the financial institutions after you worked at those institutions? Really? Seems a little suspicious, but I guess it's okay. It's fine. No, nothing to see here. It's bullshit. It's completely bullshit. People love to talk about being civic-minded, 
and caring about a greater good and caring about making America better. But ultimately, in every institution of power, in every legitimate institution, anyone that has authority oftentimes is also either worked in that industry ahead of time and is completely regulating itself or they're just paid out through campaign contributions. It sucks. That's why no change happens and things are just slowly but surely getting worse and worse. But as Felix pointed out, at least you have a marginally better Apple product that you can fucking look at for four hours a day to feel shitty about yourself. And that's great. It keeps us sedated. It keeps us happy for a brief moment. But ultimately, shit is getting worse while it should be getting a lot better due to the profound technological achievements that we're experiencing in this day and age. And uh, despite things getting worse, there are a few people that are looking to do good in the world, and some of them are at Color of Change. Uh, we are $27,000 um, at this point, just broke it uh, by $4 with a donation from Mr. Crayfish for $180, and uh, also a donation from RugX, $100. Thanks to all you guys do for using your platforms to bring attention to this injustice, BLM. Thank you very Yo, much. Yo, guys, we are at the last stretch of the podcast. That's you know, right. if we make it to 30K, minutes. we might even change the topic. Only God knows. True. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably wrap this up in about 30, 30 minutes, I think, 35 minutes. And then we'll, you we'll mean an hour? Uh, like 30, 35 minutes, I think. Do we Do we have any? I think we had some wholesome news on the dock. Is there anything Is there anything juicy in there? Um, wholesome. Oh, all got charged. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was positive. I mean, at least everyone. That is. That it. You know, I read, I, I, I know, oh, I, I take it back. I saw an article. I didn't read it. I don't know what I was doing. I was probably fucking high or something. Only God knows. Um, but it said that there's a process for um, like indicting police officers or something like that. And that's why it takes so much longer. Does anyone know anything else about that? Like no. why it took so long to arrest them? I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I'm just going to assume either it's either a rigged system or just the usual government incompetence. I, I worked for the IRS and there are so many people that just didn't fucking do anything. Um, like, there, is, do anything. there is, uh, I mean, oftentimes prosecutors just decline to even charge or convene a grand jury or even investigate. I mean, that that is, I mean, Weirdly enough, it's probably the reason why Amy Klobuchar will miss out on being bought as a vice presidential pick is because for the exact officer in this case, Chauvin, uh, she declined to prosecute him several times for a bunch of different things. That's, that's convenient. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a recurring theme we're seeing. Like, you know, why does you know local news cover the these things in certain ways? It's because they need access to police departments to fill an hour every night. Um, why do prosecutors often decline to prosecute abusive or murderous cops? Well, they need they rely on their relationship with the police department. I mean, prosecutors, that's something that I hope this movement looks at a lot, too, is prosecutorial conduct in America. It's um, it's a brutal, brutal fucking system. Well, it's just it, it's rigged in a lot of ways. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think that's really what I think more and more people are starting to realize, especially as now you have like social media and like all of this information getting out in all of these different ways. Um, you're just seeing how many different ways the, the system is rigged with like all of these protections for people that shouldn't have protections. I think that that's really what the, the worst part about this is at worst and simultaneously best. 
Um, I have uh, two topics that are related. They're not feel-good topics, but they are kind of related to this, but not specifically this. Um, one, All right, hit us. how do you guys feel about the responsibility of streamers, content creators, celebrities, people with big platforms to talk about this in the first um, place? Um, you, uh, what do you, how do you feel about these big brands that have either made statements, not made statements, put their black squares on their social media accounts, or done whatever else they have to try to either legitimately care about this thing or virtue signal and pretend to care while they're doing atrocities um, elsewhere? So, so the, uh, I can I, just on a corporate point, unless you really want to go. You, you know what? Like my my point's going to be like five minutes. So just okay. Go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's honest. I fucking um, love you, Asin. There's a there's an enormous amount of fucking slacktivism going on in corporations. This is coming from fucking CEO Andy. Okay, yeah, like well, like this uh, this putting a fucking black square up and acting like you're 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 part of some fucking movement so that you can appease like your your your, your crowd. Like, hey, we're doing this too. Like, like. Fuck all that shit, dude. Like, if you want to make, there's people out there that are making real change, and I know, and and I put them on the, um, I put them on the, the the, the sheet. Like, I think it was uh, Bank of America that donated a billion dollars to, um, Ooh. let's see if I have that right. Um, yeah, Bank of America with a billion dollars to racial inequality across a bunch of different charities. Apple, Facebook, Verizon gave ten million dollars each. Now that's Lego, ten yeah. million dollars out of the the profit that they had, but at least they did something other than change yeah. their fucking Twitter image to a, a, a black square and, yep. and, and, and panders to some group of people. There's a lot of that bullshit going Whoa. around. But yeah, you mean it wasn't impactful when GameStop said, uh, said you know, <laughs> GameStop put a fucking black square in their, in their Twitter profile? But Barbie, oh, here's what Barbie, Barbie was the one that really made me start to care, okay? Here's the cutest one about <laughs> it to me, is that you see all of these different, I think Beth Desta was the one that I saw, and it shows all of their different uh, PR Twitter accounts, and all of them have like the rainbow flag except for the ones that are in like the middle the east middle east yeah. <laughs> and so it's like yes, bethesda turkey are... bethesda turkey oh, and sure. like i think it was like bethesda middle east or something it was like fucking what are you guys doing you came into the bare minimum what the fuck <laughs> yeah. well, they don't care that's why and like that's so why. for example you know i play wow i know all about blizzard activision uh whenever they uh they shut down that one guy for speaking out against uh, china yeah blitzkung with the hong kong controversy and then i mean hong kong i mean china treats minorities pretty fucking bad and uh just the i mean america is a utopia compared to that and you go and you look at that and china shut him down and now they're making a post about it, it this is purely opportunistic social like marketing and what i think is really bad about it is that they're co-opting a movement and they're using that movement to create a positive association in people's minds that they're brand and politically conscious but it's actually just manipulation and grifting and i think that also it drowns out the voices of genuine people that are talking about it and it has a profit motive and the reason why I think it has a profit motive is because every single time that it comes between making profit and making your political statement uh, universal, they're always walking away with the money. That's what really comes down to. So I think if a company wants to take a political stance on something, it's actually insulting, I believe, to the political stance itself. If that political stance is just situationally built around if they can make money on it or not. 
I, I hate it entirely. And I think that it's completely manipulative. And I'm glad that so many of these companies, you know, you've got Slasher, the MVP here, calling out uh, fucking Blizzard Activision on this. And Riot. Yeah, yeah, and Riot. Uh, in terms of streamers, I I don't think anybody should have to talk about the issue because some people, like, you don't That's, know, like, mm -hmm. I, I don't like the idea that you should be able to guilt somebody into co-opting their platform to talk about your agenda. Mm -hmm. And I think especially nowadays with the focus that we have on mental health, there are a lot of people who just don't want to have the mental health burden of having, you know, basically two sides of an extremely polarizing and emotionally charged issue be angry at you for not having the right opinion and especially whenever you're not informed about it so i right. don't think that anybody should have a responsibility to say anything or make a comment if they're not comfortable with it yeah okay. I've actually, I, and, and, i've had like a bunch too, of sorry go ahead Buzz. sure um i think too what i keep seeing happening is just people moving the goalposts. like i've been posting mm. a lot on twitter i post a lot on my stories about stuff and then yesterday I only posted one thing and then posted a picture of food or something. And I immediately get a message like so much going on in the world. And you're just talking about food. I knew there was something wrong with you as a black person. And I'm like, Jesus is this, is Christ. this what we're fucking doing right now? I was like, I mean, is this helpful? Well, these are these, this is mental. That, that's mental illness. No, but like what I mean is like, it's funny, <laughs> but it's also not like, I, I, I try to remember this whenever I see messages that I get from people and they're like just extremely vitriolic and upset. These are the people that Hassan and, and we've been talking about that spend you know their precious four hours a day getting angry at a four inch piece of glass you know this is mm -hmm. this is what they look forward to okay yeah but you can't necessarily put it on all mental illness emotions are high right now across the board people that even aren't usually like this no. are way over emotional when they shouldn't be obviously they shouldn't be saying that shit to bose that is unbelievably insulting and ridiculous but people are really like amped up right now in either direction where little things that aren't totally accommodating to them are setting people off even more so than usual. I actually, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to partially agree with you, but I think that many people are just using it as an outlet or a rationalization to behave how they want to. It's, it's uh, another opportunistic yeah, sure. thing. It's controlling yeah. someone else's platform under yeah, what, exactly. everything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, I feel like, um, I feel like people would, do whatever you want with your platform. Um, I feel like people shouldn't be forced yeah. to speak on it. But one thing I will say, though, is like, because I got a couple of people that said, like, they were initially scared. Like, if you feel strongly enough about something, I feel like you should speak on it. Whether or not you, you know, you have a fair, like, a lot of people were talking about how they were scared to speak out. But, you know, seeing others speak out gave them the courage. I feel like if you have a platform and you feel strongly about something, you should definitely express your opinion or, you know, express your thoughts um, about it uh that's one thing i'll say like you know but that's your own personal choice but i feel like if you do feel strongly about it and you want to express your um opinion don't let the fear of like you know whatever it may be stop you from doing that and uh, i mean besides that i feel like no one should be forced to do whatever um for example like i haven't I, I posted like maybe a picture and like maybe like two tweets but it's not like i mean even for a while like for a couple of days i didn't say anything because like i was just processing a whole bunch of like emotions yeah. you know what i mean it, it's like so, I mean, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what what people are processing. You don't know what people feel. You don't know 
you don't know what they're people doing. Don't even, yeah, sometimes Just people don't even know how to express posting on it about social media doesn't mean that they're not making an impact on their own. Yeah, mm-hmm. and some people don't even know how to express themselves, like you know, in a way that would be effective. So it it's just like, you know, I feel like to each his own, do what you want with your platform. But I do feel like, you know, when it's something this big, definitely I would I would encourage like streamers to at least look into it and see what was going on. Um, especially when it's like this big and around every each and every one of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the very least they should at least if you don't know what to say, because for me yeah. for what is I didn't know what to say really, but I think the best thing that, that I did was just give and give people resources to actually donate to sign petitions. I feel like if you have a really big platform, I, I think if you're gonna speak on anything, it'd be this. And if not, at least give like people resources to you know to donate to sign petitions. If you like for the stream, I think if you, if you don't, I don't know don't what think- you're talking about, don't talk about it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said, but link, but just link so people can like find ways to support and stuff like that. I mean, that. Do you, you don't think well, it's okay to just say, um, I, 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 I'm really on the side of Black Lives Matter. I don't understand the subject. I, 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 I understand why these people are protesting. Like I'm behind it. Like that's yeah. enough to say without yeah. knowing the facts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just don't think you should be, I don't know. I don't like people are a lot of people. Like, Martin Luther King. That, here's. Here's what I mean, right? Devin, do you think that streamers should be expected to say that? No, I don't. And, okay. and, and, and I've heard several instances of people where that's happening, where people tweet him like, hey, what do you what do you think about this? Like, okay, yeah. so this is where I'm going to disagree mm-hmm. with, with you two. I think at a certain point and size, depending on who you are as one of the leaders in the community, if you have millions of followers, yeah, like I thousands agree. or like tens of thousands, if you have millions of followers and you're the top 1% of YouTube, or Twitch, you have a greater responsibility than than usual. I now I do agree. I, with agree. You. I don't think there's any um, like you don't even if you're the biggest superstar, you know, celebrity in the world, you're not forced to say anything. I don't think forcing people is going to make social causes or or human you know justice and rights go um, go greater. But I, I I always think back to Michael Jordan's famous quote of you know Republicans buy shoes too. And Jordan, of course, is the greatest basketball player of all time and a great athlete. Everyone saw the, the Jordan documentary. But for me, uh, Muhammad Ali and what he did for the black community, what he did for black people and African-American Ooh. community, and, and how much that he stood up is more of an impactful person than Jordan will ever be. Kareem, Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar also has done right. an incredible amount of work for black Americans in this country. And Jordan always just being about business and not wanting to offend anyone and yeah. wanting to sell his fucking shoes and make the Air Jordan business um, as big as it is. I can respect him, yeah. but I'm not going to take him as seriously as what Ali and what Jabbar have yeah. done for the movement and culture in the world. So I do think in some cases that you do have a responsibility at a certain point and size to know what's going on in the country and and to talk about um how people what things are doing i think for example ninja has actually done an incredible job as a leader in our community of dealing with this situation talking about it with his fans and dr lubo too people yeah dr lubo and ninja have been absolutely incredible in dealing with this and i think a lot of streamers and people within our community could look at that situation and do how they were doing that's precisely why I say I it's very nice that uh, it, it's it's a good thing that streamers are putting some putting themselves in that position. Look, we are profoundly privileged as streamers. We are, we just are. Like we make a lot of money. We are uh, making a lot of money from our homes. We are in a much better situation than most other people. And uh, and it might seem like it's bare minimum, 
when you just uh, side with an issue. I, I still understand uh, why it would be a difficult decision because a lot of people don't want to fuck up their bag. A lot of people don't want the death threat that they might even get as a consequence of this. Um, well, I, I, yeah, I just, this is just a different, like, I don't know. I feel like it, like you, you like you talk about mental illness and I understand that, but like, this is like a totally just different beast. Like I'm, like I said, it's the, one of the biggest civil rights movements. And I feel like as a streamer with millions, like it, millions, even thousands, like, so to at least look into what's going on. At least, yeah, at the very least, at least try to understand why people I agree. Are, I mean, there, there's I a think, difference between having a responsibility to platform good ideas, which is something I've advocated for a long time, but it's quite another to expect people to be informed about something and then leverage their platform to do it. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's fair for you to expect people to know that. I think mm -hmm. that honestly, my line is that if you want to talk about an issue, I expect you to be informed about it. But if you don't want to talk about an issue and you don't want to play the game, then just don't play the game. But I, I and I, I think that's completely reasonable. And I don't think yeah. it's fair to say that somebody has a responsibility to talk about something that they don't want to talk about or that they're not ready or fully informed to talk about. Or uh, I think, about. It, I mean, I think the disconnect well, here is, but I think there's a disconnect here. And the disconnect here stems from yeah. whether... One question is, do we as individuals have a responsibility to understand uh, movements like Black Lives Matter or ongoing civil rights issues? And the answer to that is yes. Do we as streamers on top of that have an additional, like, because you're looking at it a little bit more cynically. You're looking at it like as though people are being pressured and then they're being pressured into saying, yes, I like Black Lives Matter. Okay, shut up here. I'm going to donate. Right. That's that's kind of what it is. Right. That's kind of what you're saying, right? Like people are getting bullied into like promoting a cause. Um, well, I, I think it's not really about like a bully thing. Um, I, I'm not really going to go that far with it. It's just more or less about like the ethics of it. It's like, should somebody be expected to talk about an issue like that if they're not comfortable with it? And I, I, I think that the answer is no. Um, that's really what I, it is. I don't feel like the, the reason they, why I have that. The reason why it. I dis don't disagree with your take overall is because I know there's a lot of fucking dumbasses out there, and I would much rather have them shut the fuck up than yeah. than have their take and give their take on fucking uh, BLM by being I, like, "No, oh, it's just, it's, like like a, know, it's a bad movement. It's, it's like a really dangerous, dangerous thing to do to give broadcasters." Like, hey, you guys should be responsible for like giving opinions on everything. Like, I, it, it's like when you yeah. go down that road, like these are fucking people that can't even get out of bed before five p.m. Like, like, like I don't know. Like, I just, I, I just well, don't think that we're mostly qualified for it. Yeah. In my opinion, I think the most important thing to keep in mind is that if you have millions of followers, then the odds are that at least thousands of those people are going to disagree with you with whatever you're going to say. That's one mm -hmm. percent. So if 1% of those people disagree with you and 1% of that 1% wants to harass you or attack you or be extremely vitriolic towards yourself or your family, I don't think that it's fair or ethical or moral or anything to say that a person should have to endure that or have to invite that on themselves if they're not mm -hmm. comfortable talking about the subject. So I, I, I feel like it's very presumptuous and uh, it, it's not fair to do that. I think Swag mm -hmm. wanted to say something. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just listening. Yeah, no, I was just, oh, I already, yeah, I already said. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, that's why, like, I mean, I'm kind of, I feel, but I feel, like, even if you don't speak, and I, I do feel people should 
like definitely look into it. I, I feel like not everyone can, you know, speak on it. But that's why I said like there's a lot of people that may want to speak on it and are not scared. I feel like those people definitely if you feel strongly enough to say something, you should say something. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we all do have a duty, especially when it's something this big, to at least look into what's going on and understand what's going on. Yeah, I'm not asking streamers to like like if you don't really feel comfortable giving your take, like I said, yeah. the very least you could yeah, do so is look into see, it and understand. Yeah, or just link, you know, like like I said, like the petitions and like direct people to like, you know, if they want to get involved, you don't have to like have an argument with like people about it. I mean, the, the biggest issue for me, and there, there's two things here, is one, people that do know what's happening, but that they, they don't want to speak up because it's going to hurt their bottom line, yeah. it's going to hurt their followers. Those yeah. people are fucking cowards. Those yeah. are fucking cowards. They're pussies. They're little bitches that don't want to speak up on the world because they're going to offend fucking I, Kimmy I, I, out there from, from giving them a sub or whatever. Those people Well, are well what about, what's the other yes. one? Slash, um, because you're obviously one is... No, the other one is, look, I don't think there's a responsibility for people to talk. But then if you don't know what you're talking about, so, don't speak negatively about it in the beginning. And I will say that XQC's initial reaction to everything was not good. He later on did delete the tweet and he actually donated. And I think he actually did a pretty good job of making up his initial statement. But his initial reaction to it was a rather negative. If you don't want to say anything, fine. But don't put it out there that you need all these, like, what was it, low IQ sub 14 takes or cold pizza takes whatever the fuck he tweeted about initially i don't think that is necessary and then with that i will call it one other person dr disrespect retweeted xqc's tweet and then for five days he said nothing dr disrespect is the oldest streamer on this entire platform at 38 years old uh, in terms of all the streamers that make the most amount of money he is the most knowledgeable he's an adult he has a wife he is uh -huh. should know about Okay, um, okay, so Slasher, what the, the fuck? Did you just say that Dr. Disrespect is the most yeah, knowledgeable of this book? Can, can I take serious issue with that? Yeah. What am I this is a guy that's, this guy, this is a guy that's praying to Tiki Rocks, okay? Know, like this. Like, yeah. This is like motherfucking 5G Shungai disrespect <laughs> over here, most knowledgeable here. Here, I got the Shungai right here for you, Slasher. Know, this is my point. This is my point. He retweeted XQC tweet, the guy that is pushing conspiracy theories on Twitch. The oldest major streamer on the platform who's pushing conspiracy theories. He pushed back against the racist um, Asian accent that he used to do before, and he wouldn't take any criticism on that. He's mm -hmm. the guy that's retweeting that he doesn't want to give any sub IQ takes. He deleted his retweet. He didn't say anything for six days, and now he finally has tweeted something saying he's going to give donations to all his fans. But if there was any one person on the platform who I think maybe should have said something and not did that, it would have been Dr. Disrespect, because he is older. He should be more knowledgeable than XQC, who's like a 21-year-old kid who doesn't really give a shit about any of these things. I think it's a mistake. Hold on. I think it's a mistake. Real quick, I'll, I'll go, and then you go. Listen, I think in my opinion, like, I think that's a mistake take. And here's why. Okay, listen, that's being way too extreme. And you're now setting a standard of what you expect from someone else. And I don't think that's right to just call him out like that. And then, you know, because the, the, the way he's presented now is as if he does not support the movement. Like, and, and it's, it's just, 
it's not right. Because if you're going to talk out it's about not the case, it's not the case. There's much it's not like he doesn't make political so statements. Mu- he already yeah, did the so Shungite m- meme in the first place. That's there's why so it's, much is, bad is out. The Shungite a political statement? I don't think that's a political statement. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously talking about it because the whole five G fucking like he's. I think, he was a little misguided on the, I think it was a little misguided on the Shungite stuff. He did a really like, good job of like recovering it and turning it into a meme, which I. He's good as long as it's not like it's like I mean you have to remember Doctor Disrespect is just like a guy and like yeah maybe he read some dumb thing about a crystal castle pyramid thing and he just bought it like it around the La Casa Asman yeah yeah the La Casa put them around the La Casa and I I don't know I think that Slasher you're elevating it to such a degree that it removes him as a person from the image and you just look at him as an entity that you want to reflect your worldview. And I don't think that's yes, fair, especially exactly. with Dr. Disrespect. Like last year, I remember yeah. somebody shot uh, like a BB gun or something through his window. And then it's a surprise that he's not going to want to, you know, interject himself into a political take that's very polarizing. I don't think that's unrealistic at all. And I think Ninja I, and Dr. Lupo are going to take the lead and do a really good job that they can. And other streamers then let them take like the him. lead. The, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really disagree with that. That, that sounds great. As, this is why I respect as, people. This is why I really respect people who come out and actually fucking have a stance on this issue that I, of course, agree with. And if it's like a dumb take, and if it's like anti BLM unconditionally, I will fight back against that. I'll push back against that. But I still, I respect people who come out and actually still support movements like Black Lives Matter or progressive movements because I understand that. It's not everybody's. Uh, it's not everybody's. Uh, the, you know, best interest. Oh, to, to actually, speaking of devil, speaking what? of dumb takes, did you guys hear uh, Miss Malaysia's take on the whole situation? Well, I don't know. If it's... No, dude, like, uh, before, please let. Well, well, <laughs> no, I have to read this. Yeah, no, Train, I have yeah, to. Yeah, read yeah. This. No, you can. I, I read it. It's so dumb. Yeah, you, you can read it right after this. But before <laughs> we move on, I agree with Asmin one hundred percent on this doctor's respect thing. Right? Like, I think. Ninja and Dr. Lupo, they've done great. Let them lead, right? But as soon as you get into this manipulation thing where if other content creators don't do it as well as they did, they're not supportive. As soon as you get there, that's manipulation. And if you have to use manipulation to spread what's right, you're no different than the side you're fighting against. Let the good guys that are doing good things lead. And the people who don't want to act or don't want to interject themselves, just, yo, let them be. Like, let them it, being, yeah, it's being elevated. Like, like Asin said, this doc thing is being elevated to this this weird thing where it's... It's just me. I don't like it. They just made one comment. It's not like I tweeted about it. I'm just saying. Well, I'm, it's not like yeah, a huge I'm drama saying, or anything. I'm just saying, too. Like, for me personally, whenever the topic came up and I, I decided if I wanted to talk about it or not, I was slightly nervous about talking about it. But at the end of the day, it's like if people are going to disagree with me, fuck them. And that's all there really is to it. And so I, I was a little bit nervous about talking about it, but I think that it was the right thing to do. And for me personally, I think that it's most important to do what you want to do and what you feel comfortable with doing and what you feel is right to do because – Streaming is an emotional endeavor, and I think that if you betray that emotion by suppressing it, suppressing certain parts of that, and not really being who you are, that comes across through your audience as time goes on. It it, it erodes who you are and your relationship with your audience, and, and compromises so that, your content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, going to play devil's advocate here because I'm, I'm kind of in between Slasher and Asmin, but what Asmin said earlier kind of made sense. Doctor Disrespect has a kid too, and somebody was firing 
a shot into his home. Yeah. And, you know, with you guys saying that you're getting death threats over this, like if I had a family, I might like at least think twice. I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but you're, I don't know. I, like, I think the ultimate, here's the situation, okay? You think about your children, you think about your financial security, and then you look at the situation, if you read up enough on it, if you have black friends and you talk to them, or if you have friends that have been victimized by the police, you talk to them, you, and you make your conclusion about police brutality in this country, and as Asmund has demonstrated time and time again throughout this conversation, that it is a problem that affects all of us. At that point, you have two options. You either stay silent and allow this to continue and try to, I guess, evade uh, the negative consequences of police brutality as best as you can, um, even though it might impact you in the future or your children in the future, you don't know that, or take a stand with everyone else and try to fight back against it. Can I rephrase that in a way that I think would sound like more informs like the way that I look at it? I think that he's staying silent on it not to kind of just stay under the radar, but to give other people who are more informed and educated and willing to fight this fight, the platform and the main stage to really talk about it, who understand it better than he does. And I think that if you look at it from that perspective instead, it makes a lot more sense. And it's not quite as uh, it's not as assuming. Yeah, that's why I think it comes from. Look, I don't I don't disagree with you on on the let uneducated people uh, not talk about this issue yeah. take because I've seen so many people fail to to uh, even come to decent conclusions about this stuff and then end up making a fool of themselves and end up even losing more fans in the process. And then they're like, well, what the fuck did I do this for to begin with? You know, um, so I think it's still important, even if you are not going to take a bold stance on this issue on your show or or you know lead the community or whatever you should still educate yourself on the matter no matter what because it is an ongoing problem as a a citizen yes as a citizen you should educate yourself on the matter and i and i genuinely believe that when you do educate yourself on this matter you will speak out on it and that's and and you did too yeah and and as you did as well as so that's that's my point. I, I originally didn't even know what it was. I heard some guy got killed and I thought it was just some bullshit. And then I, I looked more into it the next day and I came back. I was like, yo, I fucking saw about this shit. Like, I've got some things to say, you know, and, um, and I, I think that making I, I think that having a person do that organically and, and in the true sense is what really matters the most. And it's the realist guys. Um, uh, Just real quick. We are just passing twenty eight thousand dollars. Um, and we are coming up uh, closer to the end of the podcast, so I would really think we can hit 30 um, if we if we put in for a last run. I got a couple to read out. Um, $300 from Cryos. Racism is cr- cringe as fuck. Hashtag, B- hashtag BLM. Thank you, man. Um, Redbeard with the 100 BLM squad L. Let's get uh, some Getsu. love hearts in the chat, boys. Getsu with the 100. Glad to see Twitch have uh, has people using their platform to get actual information out, keep up the good work. Thank you. Anonymous uh, donates $100 and says, Haas Comrade. Uh, Ultra PG uh, drops uh, $150 and says, Haas L. And last, uh, Hedwig says, love the podcast, keep it up. Black Lives Matter, $150. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. We are 2K away from 30K, guys. 
Wow. All right. I'm going to read all this dumb shit now if you guys didn't hear it yet. The, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I forgot. Oh, yeah, to, you've been, uh, you've been yeah, waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you guys are good. This It's just so bad, but it's, yeah, it's it super is. juicy. And then it's I just really fucking bad. lost it. It's really bad. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Sucked. I got it. I got it. So she posted a couple of stories. And just so you guys know, she's got a platform of about 200,000. And also with being crowned as, I think she was Miss Universe or she was up for Miss Universe as Miss Malaysia. This is a person that people generally kind of look up to and she's a minority. This is what her message says to the black people. Relax. Great start. Take it. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Relax. Take it as a challenge. It makes you stronger. You chose to be born as a colored person in America for a reason, to learn a certain lesson. Accept it as it is. Till now, hunger and poverty still exist. It is what it is. It's inevitable. Best you can do is remain calm, protect your heart, and don't allow it to crumble. That's your responsibility. What the Jesus. fuck does that mean? Did we selected our race? when we were born oh. like what i don't understand i wonder if she tells people that have cancer, take. The same thing. you wonder if she tells people what they have cancer the same thing oh my well God. i mean they, they, they well those people, those people wait real those quick people with real cancer quick made a huge choice. huge shout out to swag on the podcast he decided to top us off boys two oh, thousand dollar donation <laughs> oh yeah man to put us to thirty thousand one hundred dollars boys huge love you guys man swag right here dropping two g's w jesus bitch you just sitting here with them deep pockets okay <laughs> okay how to reach the goal Damn. my man dude, that's love. thank you thank you yo yeah, no boys problem, hearts no and chat for swag s-w-a-g-g tag them and put a heart thank you continue uh um, felix you. oh no no it's just like i was just like cutting in like making fun of the letter yeah it's, it oh actually there's another story that starts off with i don't live in america it has nothing to do with me but to me it seems like the whites won mind blowing to me good, yeah good game guys good luck good luck have fun good half Jesus good Christ. half whites holy <laughs> shit yeah. I mean, and then also when there's people with large platforms that have hot takes like this, like what, what, what do we do? Do we cancel them? Do we bury them? Do we do we deplatform them or do we educate I, them? Like, what's so in the my answer? opinion, the, the way that I the way that I've tried to do this is that like I used to have a rule where if somebody said something that would like piss me off or whatever, I would just perma ban them because I didn't like them for whatever reason. And I changed that kind of, and I looked at trying to just talk to the person and then just see what they have to say and figure out if I can, you know, come to a, a an agreement with them. To You're a better person than I am. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, you talk, <laughs> and, well, that, that's the thing is you just talk to them. And like, at the end of the day, I'd rather make an ally than an enemy out of someone. And, and like, I, I don't need to... I don't need to like roast this person or own or dunk on this person on social media. I, I think the true victory is converting them over to your side. And I think the the worst thing to do is whenever the whole like, uh, you know, like social media atmosphere and like ecosystem, they, they shit on one person. And I think that what that really does is it doesn't make that person change their mind. Mm -hmm. If anything, it makes other people who are, you know, at least slightly feeling the same way as that person more, uh, you know, like resentful. more resentful of that behavior. And then it makes that person who you did that to more radicalized. So it actually ultimately goes against your goals 
even though it might seem like the just thing to do. Well, some people are just made like they're just negative, you know, regardless yeah. of what, well, you know they, what I mean? Like there's no, some people are just evil. They, you know, evil. they are stupid, but I think that if nothing else, you create the, uh, the, the example of trying to talk to people that you disagree with and come to terms and come to an agreement. And I, I think you, that it's, it's I think it's all, it's all like situate, like just what they say, I think, but if they just say some, some ignorant, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't blocked. know. I feel like a lot of times, yeah, like just people <laughs> say really, really stupid stuff. And it's yeah. like, you know, I was bullied by a black kid in high school. And it's like, well, let's talk about that. You know, I mean, and, you, and, have you evaluated how effective this is? Like in a stream of 50,000 people, like, is it worth yeah. your time to like single a single person out in chat and like address this with them? Yeah, it Why? is because I do it. So uh, one example of me doing it is whenever I did ban appeals, and I told people that, you know, if if you came in there and you said something like really stupid or racist or something like that, I'll unban you if you express remorse and you won't do it again. But I also said that if you do it again after that, I'm going to ban you in every stream I possibly can. Okay. And because uh, obviously it puts other streamers at risk. So it's actually in, in their best interest, too. And I explained, like, you know, why this is bad. And other people messaged me on Discord and they're like, yeah, I was banned. I don't know why I got banned. And then they started, I, I look at their logs. Guess what? I, I don't know why they're banned. Uh, who can spell it in? You know, it's like, okay, okay, dude. So I, I go and I, I talk to them. And I explain to them, you know, this is why it's bad. I, I think the best example I can give is that there is somebody, and this this sounds a little bit ridiculous, but um, this is somebody in my uh, in my rating guild. And I had to explain to this person why it was bad for them to troll their uh, their their raid members, their fellow raid members. And it was like an hour conversation or an hour to an hour conversation about why this is a bad thing and how it created a bad atmosphere. But at the end of it, the person respected me and they saw my point of view and we became friends for years. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it takes more effort and it's a lot easier to just demonize somebody and throw them away. But I don't think that's the smart thing to do. I I I generally I like generally agree with you uh, on some of that. Like I I don't think that you should have to do that. It's a lot of work, right? I don't <laughs> right. Like I aspire to. I'm not like always super into like yeah, canceling someone like having like the asshole of the day that everyone fucking takes turns making fun of. Yeah. At the end of the at the end of the day, like I mean that's what Twitter is. That's what it's. Everyone's trying to shove the same turd down the same fucking toilet. But I think like. <laughs> With this this one, the Miss Malaysia one, there are some where it's like, it's not just like bad. It's just like <laughs> she just sounds stupid. she sounds insane. <laughs> like I'm like the, yeah, it is just something wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. There's like, the other looked like white one. one. Like what <laughs> with like what the, the vegan girl on Instagram that she was oh, like, yeah. um, like yeah. like we need to stop thinking about black people and stop thinking start thinking about like animals. Like those are the ones that are really vegan right opportunist. Yeah, yeah. It's like that kind of thing. I love like, those. You know, she, she doubled down, pain. right? Yeah, she, I know she did. She, didn't, yeah, so, yeah, she, yeah. she made another video like this is really important. Uh, well, she uh, said that then um, that eating hamburgers directly harms black people more than anything the police are doing. And I was like, oh. It's like, oh god is that what's been happening i thought somebody like, had a voodoo doll this is horrible well, you're I can't right. incredibly that's a real privileged take is like in that circumstance like eating a hamburger is delicious and yes it can lead to heart disease uh which can be a problem in uh the black community statistically but Her like justification police officers are not factories. like 
being killed yeah. by a police officer or being the victim of police brutality has no upsides. So mm. you can only have that take if you're like, no, it's there's tremendous amount of upsides there in that circumstance for me as someone who's not uh, likely to get this kind of uh, negative attention from the cops. As we're uh, saying. Well, I, I, I was going to actually back up Asman and, and your point, at least from my own experience and i've tried talking about this before i would use the left-wing gaming media such as like a kotaku or a polygon over the years even though for them and for the journalists that work for those websites usually they are all left-leaning and they're uh they, they like to talk about like politics and causes for culture and in their mind they're doing like a, a net good for the world talking about like marginalized people and which is it, we can all agree is good like talking about trans issues and talking about black issues is a good thing but from when they do a lot of their content, all they're doing is pissing off people on the right more than actually trying to get them to understand like the serious issues. And they are they are making people more radicalized. They're pissing people off more than they are actually bringing people in to understand what is happening. And I do think a larger at large that is a major issue. People are so fast to demonize and attack and go after you immediately. I mean, I'm the fault of that. I'm arguing with fucking idiots on Twitter all day a lot of the time and i'm dunking on people and you know maybe i shouldn't do it all the time like i really try to make sure i only do it to like big personalities not random fucking people on the internet but bringing over the random person on the internet to your point of view is much harder than what it seems to be it really requires a lot of effort and one-on-one well, -on -one person it's kind of it was kind of what i was talking about earlier about how changing your opinion is viewed as losing yeah this is i mm -hmm. think the biggest problem with our like I don't know if the first world, the internet, everything in general is like, we can't seem to normalize changing an opinion being a good thing. It's like, if yeah. you, if you say, if you say, Hey guys, I'm actually like changing that. Like you're fucking wrong. Like you're, you're bad for that. It's shown yeah. as weakness. And it's like it, but yet on the opposite side, if you fucking double down on something like, yeah, we're going to build the wall and we're going to make the Mexicans pay for yeah. it. It's like, Oh shit. Like, 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 and then they're like, yeah, that guy's so bold. He's so strong. It, like, it, it fucking sucks. Like we, we um we we appreciate people as like the sign of boldness for doubling down, and yet we we don't honor people when they come back around. They say, "I learned something from this." Well, I, mean, I, I think an example. The internet. Well, an example for me personally is like I used to be much more, uh, I guess, like opinionated and uh, accusatory towards like girl streamers for like just being uh, sexual on stream. And it actually, like, a lot of people thought that it was because I was dating uh, Izzy, Pink Sparkles, and it was actually because of the girlfriend that I had dated before then. And I had realized that m the things that I had said about, like, the issue created a situation for her that made her, you know, the target for this abuse in a way that made no real sense. And I, I didn't feel like it was fair to her, and I realized kind of the, the way that I was making, you know, I, I was making that kind of happen. So I think that really with certain issues like that that i i don't know it, it's hard to it's hard to say that changing your opinion is a bad thing especially if it comes with like new information or a certain amount of uh just like a new experience i, I think the new experience is really what it comes down to and, and also like experience in general on the platform so like back whenever i first started out this is like you know over five years ago i was like oh yeah girls are ruining this platform and now, you know, whenever I have like more perspective on the platform, 95% of the people on the platform that are streamers that have an audience are guys. Like it's, it's such a nonsensical opinion. It doesn't even make sense.
And so like learning more things and being able to come to uh, better conclusions, I think should be something that's, uh, that's admired and not ridiculed. I mean, it's definitely been happening throughout all human history, but social media in particular has accelerated the process and having a discussion through social media is not a normal thing that humans are supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So like having a whole complex discussion over fucking Twitter is like a pointless exercise. The entire platform promotes and advocates for you just shitting on people or trashing them because you get more engagement. And it, it is better. That's how, like, all social media works. Like, streams, YouTubers, it's not a surprise that, like, some of the biggest streamers and YouTubers are all, like, edgy content or edgy type of people. Because people watch that type of shit and people engage with all that types of things. And having meaningful, like, discussions is a much more difficult process with the current way the internet is just set up. Well, it's not as entertaining. Yeah, for I, sure. I think that's really what it comes down to. It's just not as entertaining and people yeah. want to see that level of entertainment. I think you can still be edgy and and also side with uh progress 100%. i think that if your content like in in general like i think that if your content is exists at the expense of other people then i uh, you don't have good content a hundred percent that's always yeah. been the way that i look at mm -hmm. it yeah Not, i agree with that I actually enjoyed the silence for a moment. I actually that felt good. I I, I wanted that to go at least five six seconds longer to be completely honest before we wrapped it up. <laughs> it felt real nice. Yeah, I, I was about, I was about to say you funny as shit, bro. Thank you, man. I do. I appreciate <laughs> that. Bro. Shit, a lot of love, do, guys. Do thirty. You, oh, what's up? Thirty one thousand three hundred twenty nine dollars. You believe that? Five hundred dollars from Devin Nash. Oh, I just saw it. Yo, Devin. Thanks to five hundred bones. Appreciate that. Pockets, pop. Hello. <laughs> a lot of love. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Devin. Thank you. A yeah, Devin, and, and also thank you for um, doing the research and actually going the extra mile to uh, so people know where their money is going to a good place. Because like most streamers are pretty like lazy, and you just went the extra mile and made sure it's like a proper legit. Yeah, my So I, I, I want to say thank you for that, dude. I appreciate. Thank you, you so, the much. Thank thank you yeah, so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. with the facts, you know, Chain wasn't doing that shit. Actually, <laughs> actually, I, hey, I texted Hassan asking him his opinions. I texted a lot of people asking opinions of uh, what charity I should do. Like, I had like four or five picked out, and then Devin came to me with uh, with color of change, and obviously, yeah. I'm gonna. Bro, take... Devin cracked open the books earlier. Yeah. He's like, he's like, all these numbers and shit look like the Matrix. I was like, all right, dude, go off. I was reading. I was reading financial statements. Yeah. Oh, like, you. Oh, you was going that. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted That's to see. I was like. Like, um, we like just to give an idea of like, so like color change in particular, like I, I, I flagged them because they had really high, um, it expenses, their information expense, their information technology expenses are really high. And I was like, Oh, what the fuck? And so we looked into it and found out that it's because the majority of what they do is like a lot of education type content digitally. And so it justified it. But I went line by line on this org and looked at, uh, at the last oh, two years geez. of every, yeah. Of Damn. everything, yeah. If we're gonna do something like this, we gotta do it right, right? And thank yeah, you for saying that. that. That means a lot yes, to me. Sir. I hear that, man. Agreed. My boy, that's awesome you say. And yeah. on top of that, your your dance moves are phenomenal. So like, you're just a complete package. You're a complete package. But I, I mean, it's a, it's a huge shout out to Train, um, for one for um like trusting me to do that, and also for. Um, I know he's actually put a lot of work into the guests. He's put a lot of work into the podcast itself. He set up the Tiltify. Um, we we did every all this together. Like it's a it's definitely a a, a big production for him effort. to bring this and to you. Huge. Shout and also, train. I want to extend that. 
and do a huge shout out to each and every one of you, all of you. Listen, some of you have bigger platforms than the podcast. You have bigger, you have, you have busy lives. You, you do big things, you know, in your own uh, corners. And to come on this late at night, that it, it's going to inevitably ruin tomorrow. You know, if you have to wake up to stream, <laughs> you're going to be exhausted and probably have got, a little bit of bias. Hella miles, you know, bro. A little bit of hate toward me, and that's okay. You know, I'll give you a week of space. <laughs> I'll give you a week of space before your name comes out of my mouth again. But so that's a lot of love to all of you for coming on. Because without you, you know, the podcast is nice. It's good. You know, I have my community, but th this is all of your communities. So we hit this 31 and a half K as a team. Not me, not the podcast, not Devin. It was all of us. And that's not high 100%. roading bullshit. That's facts. So I also, appreciate that. Also, a massive shout out to all the people who did donate and didn't get called yeah. out. But thank you guys. Every little helps. And thanks to the chat for watching as well. Because if you, even if you can't afford to uh, donate, just watching and bringing attention to the stream helps in a different way also. So thanks to everybody uh, in general. Yeah. So appreciate that one, boys. Appreciate y'all. Yes. Yeah, huge, huge shout out, guys. Great podcast. Let's give some uh, individual shout outs here and then we'll uh, wrap it up, boys. Guys, uh, mods, can you get the little brick ready and just spam it like there's nothing left? Uh, a, <laughs> twitch.tv slash abdu2beastie, twitch.tv slash asmongold, twitch.tv slash bigbossbose, twitch.tv slash Devin Nash, twitch.tv, well, twitter.com slash buyyourlogic. Do you stream as, you do stream too, right, uh, Felix, or no? Uh, the chapter uh, trap very rarely. Chapo FYM. Yeah. I, guess, I guess you could support no, the, cha the channel's all the, yeah the channel's always active I'm just not often on it thank you yeah boys those are all the links for all the streamers here swag he does uh, call of duty top tier play we're talking a hey, big stuff we're talking this guy's the best in the world for console right well uh, well for console yeah just, just hey, everybody whoa, remind whoa, let's, let's all remind on, Greek. everybody Greek? console again. <laughs> yeah so guys if you want to watch uh, some good stuff Swag's the place to be for Call of Duty. Uh, Wait, Hassan what? Ali. What about me? I'm the uh, place I, I got to call you, Greek. Don't even trip. Come on, Greek. Relax. As far as uh, Hassan goes, guys, if you're looking for a uh, streamer, you know, with. If you're looking for a streamer, I was going to go with. with and, and then I was going to let him fill in the blanks. It, is it is the right word progressive? Or, what's the word here? You're asking me? Yeah, um, progressive, yeah. Progressive. Describe your political view. Uh, I'm a leftist. I'm a progressive. Okay, well, guys, <laughs> if you want uh, full-time coverage, uh, he streams, he puts hours in. He's like 12-hour streams a day. He's covering everything. So, hey, turn his stream on. It's twitch.tv slash Hassan Abi. Uh, Twitter.com slash, is it the same? Twitter.com slash Hassan the Hun and Hassan D. Piker on Instagram. Yep, and That's then also you can follow get all, the, all the best takes, right? And then also right. follow Swag's Twitter. Yep. Twitter.com Twitter. yep. Twitter. yep. slash yep. Swag. Yeah. Twitter.com slash swag boys. S W A. Is Slasher outside? Is he outside? No, no, that's Is his that window. your view? Why are yeah, all he of you every time that we get to morning time, I give you the, he does view the of the sunrise. Yeah. The yeah, he that's does. like the, you get the sunrise. view from your window? That's New York, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, I, the, the I, curfew's I over. Curfew. Nobody I wanna be a yeah, sugar baby. Yeah, isn't the oh it's over at seven, huh? No, I thought it was over at five. I thought it was six. No, I thought it was Swag, you trying to play some cards, man? 
I'm about to go to sleep, Greek. What you some, mean, bro? Some, uh, oh, you're bugging, mate. <laughs> okay. Chalk that idea, bro. Chalk let's it. Get, let's get some dubs sometimes. Yeah, get your mans, bro. Get your mans. Yeah, hey, that's lit, Greek. <laughs> Yo, lit idea. Anyways. Yeah. Hey, y'all in this link. I'm about to get all of y'all. Twitch.tv slash Abdu2Beastie. Twitch.tv slash Asmongold. Asmongold is the top World of Warcraft streamer on the platform. He's the best. He has two and one entertaining and good gameplay. That's very rare. The top players uh, usually have that. Just one. No, it's both. You're entertaining and good at gameplay. Uh, Abdu2Beastie, he streams World of Warcraft and he streams other variety games. He's a good dude. Check him out. Good, you know, good fun, comedy, all the good stuff. Twitch.tv slash BigBossBo. She streams, I think, two, three times a week. I'm sure it'll be consistent soon. Six days a Once week. Once a week. Oh, nah, dude. Once, once a, a week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check once her out. a week. Five o'clock on Mondays. Yeah, yeah. You can check her out there. Twitch.tv slash Devin Nash. You can follow him. He does one on one interviews with influential people. And, uh, you know. I, I like to call him Dashin Devin because he's quite a Dashin lad, mate. Twitter.com slash slasher. If you want to know things about yourself or anyone else before it's, it, it even comes out, somehow. He knows things that he shouldn't, and they're always out. So you can go to twitter.com slash slasher, and then obviously twitter.com slash buyyourlogic. You can check out his podcast, uh, Chapo Trap House, uh, supported on Patreon. Um, Twitch, I just, I did, did I get everyone swag? And then Greek got X, boys. We're going to be hosting yeah. Greek tonight, so make sure to go over there. He has good Call of Duty play, good reacts, good personality. Yeah, on a staff, around. boys. We're going to get some dubs. He's an all-around He's an all cozy streamer, so you can fall asleep to him. On a like stack, we'll be getting some dubs. Is are, you, are, you gonna, are you going to bed, Rex? Probably. Does anyone want any uh, last words? Do they want to say anything, raise awareness or anything before we uh, head off here? I think we had a really productive conversation and we did something really good here. And I'd like yeah. to thank uh, Devin and Train for putting it on and everybody else for being part of it. And, uh, you know, to have a, uh, again, a productive conversation about such a touchy issue, I think it really sets a great example for everybody watching that, you know, even whenever people do have disagreements, they can come together and uh, find points of agreement and uh, work those out. I think it's the most important thing. So it's been, uh, it's been a great time. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I is not something I really talk about a lot, but like uh, I I honestly I took the day off of streaming on Monday. I usually just stream Monday to Friday because uh, I was just kind of like so overwhelmed that I felt so fucking helpless about everything that was happening in the nation. It just seems so fucked between like COVID and 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 now the protests and everything, and and, and the, it's almost insurmountable. Just it, it's hard to imagine. It took a whole day to think about it, and I I I don't I don't know what I did it. Maybe I was looking at social media maybe i was just like watching all the protests and everything but i realized at some point th that i was thinking i wasn't going to stream for the week because i was like man fuck i just one i was actually like one of those people that we talked about that was kind of afraid to take a stand right i represent an organization um i was like and, and for the past eight years i have never ever taken a stand on anything that could be even construed as politics this is and i i finally realized that if i didn't do it now if it, it, that that I as an individual was the only person that could actually change something, and that we as individuals together, we are the only people that can change something in this moment. And if we're if we're, if I'm not going to do it, when there's an issue that's this big, that's historical like this, that can really change things and progressively move things forward, I was never going to fucking do it. And that's when I decided to really go hard into researching charities, to try to start charity events, to talk to the influencers in my agency, and try to make a difference. Every single one of us not only has a voice, but we have an option to make a difference. And every single one of us can make that decision going forward in the weeks and months as we change policy. And I would encourage all of you to do that. 
everyone in this chat, you have that ability and don't lose hope because it's, it's the combination of all of us as individuals that make great change. If the government gave me the opportunity to take a week off of, or a month off of my stream and help fix this, I would do it. And I would vote for you. <laughs> I would actually I'll vote, vote for you. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would actually vote for Asmund. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, even I'll back you up on that, Dev, because, uh, I mean, even even with me, like, uh, I haven't been the most vocal. And, like, for a long time, I, I always had, like, this thing where, like, I felt like I should speak out more. I felt like a part of me wasn't, like, I wasn't fully myself. It's weird. It's weird, like, weird explaining it, but, like, it, it may sound weird, but, like, I felt like for a long time I wasn't fully myself. And then it's, like, even with these protests, it was like the first time I really went out and like really protested something. I've been to a couple of other things like with organizations at school, but it was never really nothing like this. And it's like after going through that process, it's like definitely like I've been way more active in like trying to make things better and being a change like myself. You know what I mean? Especially that it affects, you know, it's definitely Has that made you feel better. Yeah, like I feel like I'm more of myself because I feel like I've always wanted to like make a change. But a lot of times, I don't, I don't know if it's I, I felt helpless or I just feel like I would just feel like I couldn't really do much. But even the small change I'm making, I realize even if I make a small change and everyone makes a small change, it, it, be, it becomes a really big change. You know, so it's like something yeah. that like I, I've been definitely been working on and doing more of and it, it feels great. Huge shout out to you, man, because I saw the pictures of you out protesting. Mm. That was awesome. Yeah. And uh, real quick, guys, also, I'm going to give Train this list, but um, the we have an Excel sheet. Uh, naturally, right? Analytics. Uh, we have an Excel sheet. Not all of the organizations that uh, have, like, Tiltify connections. So I'm also going to send some of the, like, the Equal Justice Initiative and the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. There are a couple of other charities if you want to continue donating or continue supporting that are great in addition to uh, Colors of Change. And I'm going to link that list and make that available to everybody. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, boys. We did it. 35k flat raised, boys. God damn. Oh, yeah. shit. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One more, one more thing. What's um, up? yo, train. You funny as shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Big. <laughs> Big. That's train Rex TV, dude. Coming in. I had to top it off. I had oh, to. Oh shit, I, man. I, I saw the thirty-one four nine six, and. I was like, dude, I we have got to get to 35. So I just topped it off. I was hoping I'm like, if I press enter here, I hope no one donates three bucks, right? Then it's, gonna, <laughs> then it's gonna trigger my OCD, and now we gotta keep streaming until we hit, you know, a flat number. So, which I shouldn't have just admitted there, but it's okay. Just kidding. Yo, guys, donate more. All right. Anyways, thank you guys. Shout out to everybody. Huge support, Asmin. Thank you for staying. Uh, you know, Asmin was actually, you know, he had some it was gonna be 30 minutes. Yeah, it was gonna be 30 minutes, and he pushed it. You know, yeah. for for this so please uh Huge, appreciate, yeah, appreciate that you. he was yo big asman thank you hassan thank you to you too man it's you know hey thanks for having me on and also for doing this good well thank you, yeah, for doing, man. Uh, yeah. you man. thanks for doing what you do and uh hey nice. swag my man coming in from a whole different territory he doesn't even know who any of us are right he's in his call of duty <laughs> section all he knows is ninja lupo and nick Merks, right he, he doesn't know any <laughs> of you or me Right, <laughs> so shout out to him and uh, yeah, shout out to everybody. Big, bo big boss goes at blue. I know you got to run miles, so yeah. And then Felix, obviously my man, dude. Got I love you, the perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it, right? And then Devin, Swag, Nash, thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah. I swear we're we're fun. We're fun most episodes. It was a serious <laughs> day. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, we didn't even have one conversation about trains dick size, so this is a yeah. very abnormal yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> there was like one, yeah, one or two sentences about dick and balls. That was it. We'll bring like, it back next yeah. week. Next week, I'll bring up some streamer Thank topic God. of how streamer lives, even though they make doctor salaries times 10, are shitty and we have high expectations. And I'll bring some cocks and pussies into it. Don't worry. I'll, need some dick I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure. I'll make sure. Greek wilding right now, bro. I'll, ma I'll make sure to jeopardize my uh, okay, possible dude, future sponsors. You're bugging right now. Bro. All right, guys. <laughs> <You're bugging. laughs> yeah, yeah, he's you say he's bugging. I'm crying. <laughs> you are bugging, bitch. Yo. 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 On, on my mum. On my mum, you are. Yeah, on my mum. On, <laughs> on a stack, yo. Yeah, yeah, swag. Are, are we going to get some dubs or nah? Yo, I think I'm talking Greek. I'm talking. Right. I'm going to bed, bro. Right. <laughs> I'm crying. Get me some, yeah, we, we, need to, we need to get some dubs there, like on a stack. Dude. On a stack? Dude, oh yo, watching, watching uh, Felix and Hassan's face while you two talk like that made me yeah. think of every one of those Call of Duty kids' parents. What they're like looking like when they're hearing their kid talk like that over their Xbox Live membership. Yeah. Just, just disappointment. Yo, word to everything I'm using that. Watch, I'll be like, on my mom. <laughs> Yo, oh my mom. <laughs> I have, I have, I have no, I have no judgment of that. That was no, me was playing like fucking Counter Strike Source. When yeah, I was fact, oh, no yeah. dinner. Yeah. That's no Greek. It's no printer. No printer. Not dinner. Oh, I, no printer, I thought it was no dinner. No. All right, guys. Th thanks for coming on. Huge shout out to all of you. Love you guys. Great podcast. Thanks for being here. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. Oh, I yeah, have a good night. 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 Peace. Peace. Yeah. I need to go. All right. Bye, guys. I I try. Bye. Oh God. Oh shit. Hold on. I'm still here. Oh, okay. All right. Later, baby. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to do the wave check because I... Oh, shit. Yo, Hold Trey, on. let's do nubs, mate. Uh, let's do some duos, uh, mate. What'd oh, you want to do wave check? Hold on. After the screen, I have to hop into a meeting, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You later. Wait, you want to do a wave check? I'm doing... I mean, you know, I was, I was going to drop them for the stream, you feel me? If they want to... All right, drop it right now. They'll want... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, drop All right, it right now. All right, All right give me... We're going to give y'all a little wave check today, you know? Because, uh... Call up, dude. He's crying. Y'all funny as hell, bro. Y'all funny as hell, bro. All right, hold on. Okay. I got an Yeah. Every time he moves it, he decides. So this is why we wear the do rag, boys. When you're trying to get the waves on swim. Oh. No, hold on, hold on. Ooh, hold on, hold on. Oh, damn. Oh, That's actually looking clean. Oh, my goodness. We'll bring it on back. I think he DC'd. Bo, stay in the call no matter what, because if he DC's, uh, nope. it... Oh, there we go. He's oh, oh there on. we are. In on this real quick. Oh, God damn. Woo! How does that happen? Oh yeah, I know y'all see him. Don't drown. Don't drown. <laughs> that Don't actually drown. looks clean. <laughs> Alright, bro. You know. Bro, my stream wants me to get waves. Can you help me out with that? I'm sorry, bro. Uh your hair texture. It's gonna be hard, bro. You probably gonna have like a one tsunami going down, you know, but you gotta brush a lot. You gotta make your hair curly. You gotta do a whole lot of do-rag while wearing. It's gonna it's gonna be hard, I'm telling you. I mean, I yeah, I told him. I told him the only the only uh, storm or any like you know elemental shit that's gonna happen in my hair is the tornado, and that's the bald spot in the middle of my head. They didn't listen. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, brother. Yeah. Looking All right, good, man. man. I'll see you later, man. We'll see you guys right, next bro. week. Yeah. Bye, Peace guys. out, boys. All right.
Yo, guys, amazing, amazing, amazing podcast. I'm really, really, really happy we did this. Um, and I hope uh, hope you guys had a good time. And I hope you guys, uh, you know, enjoyed your stay. Thank you for all the donos, guys. So many, so many generous people tonight. I really do appreciate it. Big. Molly, $20. Notorious, 40 Kizu, 10 Tino with the 2 Anonymous, $20. Hot Sense, 20 Trainwreck, uh, that's it. Anonymous, 20 Anonymous, 3 Birds in the something, $15. Yo, Train Great Podcast. Fucking love you, bro. I'm so happy that you're doing this and helping it out. B- hashtag BLM, Squad L. Thank you, bro. And then PUBG with the top dono at $5,000. So, hey, huge shout out to the game PUBG. I'm, uh, that's actually surprising. So, I do appreciate that, PUBG. Thank you so much. Um, and, hey, that Car 98 you guys made, great. Hey, great gun. It's my favorite gun. You, you give me a Car 98 in any game, it's game over. I'm telling you. Most kills, number one, easy. Hey, shout out to you, PUBG. And shout out to all the streamers that donated, all the viewers, everyone that came in. I really do appreciate it. Um, and I hope you guys all appreciate it as well. So, yeah, I do appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much for everything you've done. And thanks for tuning into the podcast. Make sure to check the podcast out if you want to hear this podcast again. You can listen to this podcast if you want to show your friends to open their minds. Um, you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on uh, Google uh, 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 Podcasts. It's everywhere. So make sure to check that out. And uh, for future charity events or future organizations, we're going to be doing a uh, charity for um, autism uh, very soon for one of our uh, dear moderators that uh, passed away at the age of 21. Uh, she was amazing. So make sure to tune in for that. Uh, Twitter.com says Trainrex TV. Please follow the Twitter t- for updates on that. And uh, please, please, please stay safe. And uh, hey, fight for what's right, guys. Equality. And that's it. Black Lives Matter, guys. Um, I think that's all we have to say here, guys. Yeah. Twitter.com says Trainrex TV. Please follow for uh, updates on everything else and for next week's podcast and for anything else that you think, you know, I should know or you need me to do, or you want me to do, or, you know, you think I can do to help, um, how about what's going on t- in today's world, so yeah, I love you guys, thank you for everything, and, uh, um, and yeah, so yeah, I appreciate you guys, thank you for everything, I love you guys, and, uh, yeah, I love you guys, bye, hell, fuck it, peace out guys, sorry, I had a brain, oh no, what the hell did I do, man, what is this, what is this window stuff, dude, you know, I drag something over. I have seven different squares now. Like it's a god, goddamn arithmetic class. Okay, what is this? How do I get to my main screen? How does one monitor have 15 monitors within the one monitor I have?